it's your boy PSA Sitch here with another Sunday Sunday live stream with everyone's favorite Adam Friended Forever. Hello, Adam. All three names. Adam Friended Forever. I never go by Friended Forever anymore, but <laughs> well, what, kinda... what do you want me to call? What should I call you? Adam. Oh, Adam I Sidekick like it. Go forever? ahead. Is no, let's not. You? Let's not go there. TDS Sitch. TDS Sitch. I know your weakness. I know your weakness now. What's my weakness? TDS Sitch, right now. Let's talk about your TDS. So I have to apologize. I made a huge mistake last stream. A huge mistake last stream. Okay. Nobody ever says that PSA Sitch does not admit when he's wrong. Okay. Oh, really? What did you fuck up on? I never I fuck up. I'm perfect. I super chat, Adam. Oh, my God. Oh, my. That's so. Uh, who was it? Because uh, they, uh, they came into my stream and said that you missed a super it chat. It was Desert Runner. Was that who it was? Desert okay. Runner. Yeah, exactly. Yes. There you and go. And not only did I miss a super chat, it was an amazing super chat. It was a fantastic super chat. So let me do that right now. Okay, Desert let's do it. Runner. For five dingo dollars, five didgeridoos, five Aussie, Aussie, Aussies says hey adam a team is definitely the best sidekick team oh my the god sidekick can never outstrip the heroes in s class i take it back i told him like he, he super chatted on my stream on thursday <laughs> and said something to the effect of i you know i will be vindicated now hold on a second i didn't know what the he super chat was he was vindicated. Thank you, Desert Runner. Thank you. You were vindicated, and you are a true hero. Hopefully that didn't. Hopefully that didn't get our stream copyright claimed. No. Like uh, uh, three I, three bars of a modest mouse song. And also a big thanks to Matt Magnum who just gave us a hundred dollars. Oh I know, so God. generous, Very crazy. Generous. Uh, it, it makes up for playing Yu-Gi-Oh with you. Oh my God! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, uh, Matt says, yo, Sitch and Adam, this is just me telling you I'm going to DM you both later about something. I would send all the details here, but this is a question you don't need to answer publicly. Also, thank you guys for these streams. They keep me sane. Well, you're very, very welcome. And to answer your DM, yes, Adam is available to wear that bunny suit for the right price <laughs> on weekends. Okay. So I have huge bunny ears. I used them in my first uh, short film. I saw the movie Gummo, and I love that movie Gummo. I'm like, I'm going to get me some rabbit ears like that. And I sure did. <laughs> you guys got to see Gummo. It's right up there with rubber. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Oh, my God. So it's awful is what you're saying. Not as much plot as rubber, but. So let's get into the video. What are we taking so long? It's five minutes. We've already, we're five minutes late. Let's oh, start this I'm fucking so video. Sorry. Oh, we've got an entire five minutes Without pressing the terrible video. Oh, we, ha no. we have what new people. What are we going to do, Adam? What are we going to do? We have new people here. Welcome, new people. Uh, we get straight people. into the video for you. For you. Welcome, old people. But I guarantee we'll be pausing in about six seconds. In That's true. Is, it doesn't matter. This is some insanity. So uh, this is Thought Slime. We've, we've covered him a lot on this stream. I think we were like the first people to ever really discover this uh, treasure trove of terribleness. <laughs> yeah he, he so, we've only we've responded to two of his videos i believe this is the third uh two or three i'm not sure yeah i think i follow him on twitter too and he hasn't blocked me yet which is actually you know a point for him most people do i noticed so do you respond to him me. or do you just 
listen no to i never see things. i never see his tweets at all yeah the algorithm okay, doesn't yeah. show but at least right. i can look at them so i saw snow uh, snowflake uh so fame <laughs> uh unfollowed me i was wondering why i wasn't seeing t- uh donald trump's tweet as tweets as much uh, I the way to see Donald Trump's tweets is to follow some reply guy, and Sofane is a reply guy to Donald Trump. <laughs> like as soon as Donald Trump tweets, he replies, "You're stupid, dodo head, or whatever." And then yeah. you see the tweet because you see his replies. Right, right. But he sneakily unfollowed me, so I haven't seen any Donald Trump tweets for <sighs> months. I bet you feel better for that too, don't you? Oh yeah, I blocked him. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm <laughs> kidding. I. Just, I just unfollowed him. It's cool. No big deal. Anyway, let's. We talked about critical race theory last week with Lance and uh, found out he didn't actually know what it was. So let's yeah. see if uh, Fotsheim knows any better. I'm guessing no, because I've already watched the video and I would be lying if I pretended I didn't. So, <laughs> yeah, but you've read a bunch of this stuff. So you can add some yes. real value here. Oh my God! I've actually read material that Adam hasn't read. This is like I first... know it's crazy. Oh my God! Give me the well, cliff notes, I'm... man. I read the cliff notes. <laughs> well, see, this is the problem. All this stuff you have to read because it's from like the eighties. There's no audiobook, so you know. Yeah, James Lindsay, though I do listen to his New Discourses podcast, which he basically articulates his blog on this subject. So I am mm-hmm. familiar with all this stuff. Probably not as detailed as you. I don't know the origin and stuff, but who cares? Who cares? White dude, once again, talking about race. And I'm here. Ooh, three of us, all white dudes. <laughs> Does that mean that we don't have to listen to the video? We can just discredit it immediately? Because he's a white dude? Sure, I yeah. guess. I mean, according to critical race theory, we can, but I don't I don't buy into critical race theory. <laughs> oh, so. You, so, so here, since... Uh, here at PSA Sitch and Adam, we are not racist, so we won't discredit someone on the basis of their skin color. So sure, this guy could have a a decent argument. I doubt right. it. We discredit <laughs> people based on their arguments, not on their skin color. Way to be right. Yes. Here today to screw up talking about critical race theory and why it has become the latest in an endless series of dog whistles by right wingers to pretend they have some legit. Sitch. So, are you, well, do- are you dog whistling here? I am dog whistling. Oh, this is the most dog whistling dog whistle you'll ever dog whistle. Um, and it's interesting that he starts it by saying, I'm here to screw up defending critical race theory. So he's basically admitting in the yeah. first 10 seconds of the video that his defense of this is going to be fucking awful. And we're just supposed to accept, like, this is so weird. So much of this video is him saying, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But then he keeps talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you just like this is a video okay this is a video for youtube you have technically an infinite amount of time until you die to prepare to make the video okay so Mm -hmm. why don't you spend some time researching the subject material so you can make an informed video on the subject or i guess you could just say i wanted to click on the algorithm and youtube's let me shit out a video wait a minute adam if I just crap out a video that's really stupid, people might attack me for it. I know. I'll just say I'm stupid right in the beginning and don't know what I'm talking about. And then I'll just get away with everything. This is something ContraPoints does all the time. And you are constantly giving her credit for it. The, the, is, wait, the, wait, 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 wait. The wiggle wait. room. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
This what is why we never respond about? to contrapoints because contrapoints always puts the wiggle room in her in her videos. Well, no, 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 no. This is the wiggle room. This, no, 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 no. This is different. This is very different. Okay. You think contra so? Contrapoints. Yes, contrapoints puts wiggle room in her videos because she, the way that she explains something is she'll she'll use the some but not all like in every sentence. Right. You know, she uses very uh, vague general terms while while also saying that that doesn't apply to everyone. Like she just uses like she has gives herself a lot of wiggle room in the way that she's talking. Okay. Right. She doesn't she doesn't put her opinions down in anything definitive. That way, people be like, "Oh, well, her opinion is X." She's like, "Well, no, actually, her opinion is Y." You don't get it because it's an artsy fartsy video, right? But he's he's giving himself an out in the first twelve seconds for this but entire not, video. But okay, so he's giving himself an out the way Donald Trump gives himself an out, right? So I'm sure he'll love the comparison. Exactly. Well, that's what's kind of ironic about this uh, is that you know whenever Donald Trump says something stupid or he does something unethical people are like well you know everyone knows donald trump says you know random stupid shit stupid all the time. shit yeah exactly yeah you know it's expected right you know that's that's why we love him because he's just one of the guys you know he's just saying whatever top of his mind right so thoughts yeah. over here like comes and maybe it's a good strategy where he just in the beginning of it says you know hey i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but I'm it's, still going to talk about it. <laughs> he's going down the comedy road. It's funny and, and a height reference in, in record time here, but this is like the social intuition model. If you learn anything about psychology, you should learn the social intuition model because it basically yes. says that your, your goal as a human being, just for psychological uh, uh, sanity, you want to embed yourself into a tribe. And you see this online all the time. Uh, Thought Slime has embedded himself into a tribe that has taken positions on all of the things that he talks about. Like, he has to take this position no matter what. Otherwise, he's flushing his entire tribe and, uh, by extension, his YouTube channel uh, down the toilet. So he doesn't really have a lot of, um, a lot of leeway here. And if you, th if you think about that, uh, what's the point of digging deeper and finding the truth, Sitch? Like, it's he might actually. I mean, he, that's he a might. great point, but usually, political pundits and ideologues don't say that out loud, right? Like that's hidden. Oh, totally. The yeah. Surface. Oh, totally, totally. Well, we're you know? saying it. He's not obviously. He's not articulating that. I'm well, calling him out the same way no, I no, called no. out serfs. I'm video? saying, listen. Have you watched this video? Because he sort of yes. does say almost exactly what you just said. Oh really? Oh my god! Yeah, maybe I maybe I uh, remembered it subconsciously, but I, I don't remember that specifically. We don't we don't have that that thing, and you know uh, they were talking in the chat earlier about uh, Destiny and Sargon uh, did a talk. I don't know if you listened to it. I didn't listen to it yet, but I'm gonna listen to it. But Destiny is sort of the same way as we are, where he cares more about the truth and being embedded in this tribe, and I think a lot of that has to do with. You know, he's got kind of an antisocial streak. I've got a little bit of a, I'm just a rebel. Like, I guess I'm forced to be mm -hmm. antisocial because I just, I'm, I'm a contrarian. I want to take the contrarian position. Oh, Adam, you're so cool. He's such a well, rebel, I do. So, but listen, <laughs> the truth, the truth is the most important. But if you want to take the contrarian position, you're going to take the contrarian position against your own tribe. And therefore you're going to be a little bit antisocial, but you're going to get closer to the truth. I feel like this guy's like, I'm killing it on YouTube. I'm funny. People like me. I just have to virtue signal all this 
critical race theory shit. <laughs> I don't want to dig too deep into it because, you know, I may be wrong and that would suck. And then, well, like, knowing you're wrong is the worst. Yes. And as you said, I mean, this, this video is actually the perfect example of blind tribalism. As he literally says, I don't really know about the subject. And he says this multiple times in the video. I don't really know that much about the subject, but I'm going to defend it because, God damn it, that's what my tribe wants me to do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, totally. Legitimate reason not to care about minorities in general or black people specifically. I don't know what. Wait, let's go. Back. I know that's a two. I paused at the worst time. So basically he's saying that uh, right wingers are uh, racist dog whistling because they don't like black people or minorities. Right. Of course. Like that's his that's his his idea of the world is conservative equal racist. <laughs> Grew up Awful. talking about critical race theory and why it has become the latest in an endless series of dog whistles by right-wingers to pretend they have some legitimate reason not to care about minorities in general or black people specifically. I don't know. It's funny. Well, also, I mean, some of the biggest uh, critics of critical race theory until recently, I mean, the, the Republicans weren't really talking about this until Donald Trump's uh, executive order. It was like James Lindsay and the intellectual dark Alan web, Pluck, you know, disaffected. Rose, yeah left you know liberal people that were yes. focused on critical race theory but, you know conservatives weren't digging out critical race theory and being critical no. of it yeah you know it's all it's, these people on the left the that are like who are like philosophy is kind of our thing well right what? yeah it is what it is queen hilarious. or central cortex node instructs the conservative hive mind to adopt the talking points they do i don't know how or why certain topics become the new hot button issues but i know that critical race does he live like, wait, what? He just said, I don't know why people are talking about it now. Does he, does our political ideologue commentator not follow the news well enough to know Donald Trump just did a executive order on it and that's why people are talking about it? Well, I think he did the executive order because he realized somebody, somebody whispered in his ear, hey, guess what? There are all these disaffected liberals that hate this woke shit. You know how we get those votes? <laughs> I got an idea. Well, I don't think it was that. I think it was someone was they, they're thinking, how do we draw attention to uh, some negative aspect of the protest ideologically besides rioting, you know, and, and oh, let's, let's, let's attack some ideological component of this. And maybe, maybe some people on the left will be stupid enough to defend it because I'm attacking it so, or because Trump's attacking it. So. I think that was what was going on here. Well, they are, there are people stupid enough to defend it. Of, of course. Thought Slime is defending it right now. He doesn't right, even know what he he's sure defending. Is. He sure is. And it was, and so was, I mean, Cyrus was defending it last week, even though he believes in he a colorblind society, which is the exact opposite of critical race theory. Yeah. I missed something in the, when he, the the thing that he just said, I, I missed something. That thought I'm gonna, back, I'm gonna back it up a little bit. Well, he said he didn't understand why people were talking about this right now, which is why I said I don't understand how someone who does political commentary doesn't know that Donald Trump pushed an executive order about the topic he's doing the fucking video on. Yeah, it was something else. Never mind. Theory has become the it was, latest. It was something about right. the the right winger. It just it bugs me that that these people just think right the right wing argument is just a racist argument like they all they have is a huge straw man of conservatism and i just it bugs the shit out of me they should be teaching this stuff in grade school it's like what right. what team doesn't 
doesn't do well with an effective offense and an effective defense. And I just I see I conceptualize the left as offense and the the right as defense. Like uh, mm-hmm. one one wants to fight. Uh, uh, security and freedom are at odds with one another. Like the the more freedom you have, the less security you have. The more security you have, the less freedom you have. And uh, conservatives are just advocating for security constantly, and liberals are ab, ab, uh, advocating for freedom. But they're just conceptualizing uh, conservatives as race. It's so bad. It's just totally bad. It's like, can you imagine going out on the football field and calling your defense, you guys are a bunch of fucking racists? Like, <laughs> what? I can. It wouldn't be we're, very we're, smart. But, uh... Yeah, we're here, to, we're, here, we're here to defend you. What are right. you talking about? But I guess they want to disband the police department. They want to disband the military. It's like, why do you think the military and the police officers uh, attract conservatives? Because they're more interested in security, for heaven's sakes. It drives right. their whole ideology. Yeah, no, it's a good point. It's so stupid. And in right-wing spheres. Here's Christopher Rufo on Tucker Carlson's daily squinting video talking about how critical race theory is an existential threat to the United States. It's absolutely. See, I have. I don't know about this. <laughs> is mm-hmm. it an existential threat to the United States? I, yes. I consider this. Do you really think so? How so? Uh, well, lay it out for um, me. Okay. So, the way that the I think of an existential scenario. threat is something. An existential threat to me is something that believes it wants to destroy the system that it's critiquing. Right. That's it's a threat to its existence. Okay. Mm-hmm. So critical race theory doesn't believe that liberal democracy can solve the problems that it's critiquing, that it's bringing up. Now, most critical race theorists are very careful not to openly advocate for revolution or communism or something like that. However, I would argue that if you keep saying, the system that we're in right now cannot solve these very important problems that are plaguing our everyday lives. I'm not telling you what the solution is. I'm just saying, I'm just asking questions. I'm just pointing out, you know, that the system we're currently in can't solve these problems. And it's because liberal democracy, if you keep saying that over and over again, I think it's fair to assume that you're implying we need to overthrow liberal democracy and overthrow the yep, government. But you have approach. to have the you have to have the well, I guess you you have to have the votes to do that. I can't imagine them doing these protests are ridiculous. Like we can't five hundred well, people. I, we could just march them up. They don't we literally have enough minute. jail space to incarcerate they don't, all these people. <laughs> critical race theory doesn't believe in liberal democracy because it doesn't because it says that white people are the majority and white people will never uh, the majority of white people will never cede power to black people. Okay, this is what critical race theory thinks. And yeah. they can't conceptualize that white people and black people will unify together and stop caring about race. That's that's out the window. Critical right. race theory doesn't think colorblind society is possible. Okay. So yes. they're saying that since white people are the majority, they will never vote. Okay. Through incrementalism, through normal civil rights procedures, they'll never vote to make things actually fair for black people. So they're not interested in winning this through votes, Adam. They're interested in, I guess, a violent overthrow of the government. Are things fair? I, I mean, you, the people, the conservatives will argue that things are fair already because we don't have institutional 
racism any longer. And and I like the th the thing that critical race theory says about how our incentives can never align, our goals mm -hmm. can never align. I think is patently untrue. It uh, is. I think untrue. the it black is. community wants the same thing the white community wants, like safe streets, you know, good right. schools, like yeah, the, clean the majority drinking water. Of black people support the police <laughs> like yeah totally so if if white people are going to vote for their interest clean water uh you know good schools safe streets and th that's in the black people's interest they are literally voting for the black people's interest the problem right. is uh like what exact what does the black community want that isn't in the white people's isn't in the white community's interest because that's what that's the scary part it's like you're, so you're saying you you don't have enough political power to do what exactly do you want to do that you need well, this so, political power for? So critical race theorists view, again, that they're viewing the world through the lens of oppression and race. So they're yeah. basically saying that white people consciously view themselves as a collective white tribe and that they are consciously uh on some level maybe unconsciously but they're on some level they are subjugating the black tribe on purpose in order to retain their own white power okay yeah that that's just seems farcical to me <laughs> well it is farcical i mean this is the what problem are we, what are we is... doing <laughs> well we're having we're doing this video that's what we're doing <laughs> but it, it's similar to the adam neely video it's similar mm -hmm. to to Hitler, okay? This is what the critical race theory does. They, they point out real problems that um, that occur. Like, oh, you know, even though the civil rights, you know, movement passed, you know, in the 60s, there's still lots of, you know, black people are still disproportionately far poorer and in worse situations than white people, okay? So that's a, that's a mm -hmm. real thing that's happening. The problem is then the solution they provide for it, or even the reason they provide for it is fucking insane. Yeah. So they pray. That's how they prey on people. They they point out a problem that's real, but then they 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 give you a solution that's really fucked up. Well, I don't. I'm I'm not sure that they're pointing out a problem that's real because their only evidence for systemic racism is uh, the outcome differences. No, I'm not aren't. saying. I'm not. The the thing exists. There is a disproportionate amount of black people in a lot worse economic situations than white people. That's real. Sure. Right? That's the problem. They're, they're there are Asians are a minority too, and there are a lot more Asians that are in better shape than white people. Exactly. What's going yeah, on right. there? Sure. And same thing with Jews, right? But no one yeah. cares. Yeah, but that's not a problem. I mean, that's the only problem if you don't like Asians or Jews, I guess. But, yeah, the, Jew but the Jewish population is half the black population. That's what do you mean? It's like even it's significantly less. Yeah. It's like one percent. One. It's like two percent. One point six two percent of America is Jewish, and like okay, two percent, thirteen percent is black. Yes, yeah, so it's yeah. a lot, a lot less. But no, no, but yeah, but yeah, I'm not saying that the reason for the pro obviously the reason they give for why the problem exists, I don't agree with. But it does exist in that black people are disproportionately in worse situations than white people. Yeah. Really astonishing how critical race theory has pervaded every institution in the federal government. And what I've discovered is that I will say critical most people, race... uh, they most people who are atta attacking critical race theory do a very piss poor job <laughs> attacking critical race oh, theory. Oh, really? Yeah. So I mean, they speak very vaguely. They speak very generally. Um, yeah, this guy should black. On... 
If he's on, if you're on Tucker, you're blasting about they don't believe in a colorblind society. What? <laughs> right? Yeah, they don't believe in it. Yeah, this guy should be saying they don't believe in a colorblind society. They don't believe in liberal democracy. You know, et cetera. Et cetera. They don't believe in objectivity. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe maybe the people criticizing it, I wouldn't be surprised. Probably aren't very knowledgeable about it either. So maybe that's what's going on. Yeah. This theory has become, in essence, the default ideology of the federal. Oh, I did. I did think of the way that they can fuck shit up the defunding the police thing. Like that's <laughs> terrible. There are a bunch of there are a bunch of politicians right. now that are actually defunding the police, and crime is skyrocketing in various cities. And yes, uh, that's not so bright. <laughs> well, it's it's so annoying because all of this weird leftist like. Uh, neo-marxist crap they all, they all employ the same strategy where they use language the mont and bailey they use this language they say let's defund the police and they say what defund the police that's fucking crazy and they say oh no 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 you don't understand we actually don't mean the words we used we actually mean this other complicated idea that's actually not a big deal and that everyone agrees with and you go oh okay but then in the background there's actually people advocating to literally defund the police so yeah they have it both ways. It's so bullshit. ...bureaucracy and is now being weaponized against the American people. But conservatives need to wake up that this is an existential threat to the United States and the bureaucracy, even under the Trump administration, is now being weaponized against core traditional American values. And I call on the president uh, to immediately issue this executive order and, and stamp out this destructive, divisive, pseudoscientific ideology at its... Uh, nuclear... <coughs> Nuclear Lab hosted a multi-day re-education camp for its white executives. Yeah, I saw. I've watched the whole clip of this when he's on Tucker Carlson. He talks about how yeah, there was some uh, U.S. nuclear lab, and they forced. He said, I don't know if this is true. He said he they forced the white employees to go to one of these, you know, uh, race racial training things, and they have to apologize for like you know the crimes that they've committed against non-white people and stuff. My God. And the question is like, yeah, I mean, these are the people that are supposed to maintain the nuclear arsenal. And you're saying like they should be fucking worried about fucking critical race theory. Like, I think they have a little bit more important thing on their mind. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe maintaining the weapons that could destroy the entire fucking world. You know, maybe that should be top priority, not like, oh, you know, critical race theory and white privilege and all that nonsense. You, they have to turn the keys at the same time. You know how you get them to turn the keys at the same time? You yeah. know, because it's like one, uh, you know, inside the nuclear silos, they have a key system set up where well, one guy turns the key the and the other But maybe that's the problem, Adam. You have to make sure one of the guys with the keys is not white. That's the only yeah. way to ensure that when you end the world, <laughs> that the world was ended in a non-racist, non-bigoted way. Oh, my God. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if they're trying to get that set up. The whole idea is so one guy can't launch a nuclear missile. Like it takes right. two guys to launch a nuclear missile. But if you want two guys to unite on turning the keys, send them to their, send with their critical race theory. Meeting. There you go. There They're you like, go. oh, it's over. Let's go turn the keys. Root might be. You might be overstating your case there, Chris. You maybe you laid it on a little thick. And a finger curled on the monkey's paw when President Trump, who for those... What does that mean? A finger curled on the monkey's paw? Someone's making a 
wish, I, I guess. I don't know. Sounded vaguely racist. I don't, know wow. I don't know what he's saying. I don't know what he's trying to say. You don't know here. what a monkey paw is, Adam? Sounds like he's dog whistling to me. This sounds like well, dog I mean, whistles. First, yeah, that's true. That, that You know what? That's true. I'm going to pretend that I don't know what a monkey paw is and say that it's a racist dog whistle because he used the word monkey in relation to <laughs> anything regarding racism. So good job, Thoughts Line. That's how they do it. <laughs> that's how they do it. That's how you turn miscommunication into racism. You get extra <laughs> points for that. Cerce will teach you how. Cerce will show you. If, if you say something I don't fully understand, it's probably racism. Totally. Those of you who don't, is President of America announced he would sign an executive order. That's another thing. Why are so, we... Wait, so he does know that Donald Trump signed the executive order. Yeah, he that part too, but this guy's Canadian. What is wait, up, up with Canadian? all these? It seems that way. Do you know that or you just, this is your guess? Uh, listening to the video, I this point made me wonder if he was Canadian, and then by the end mm -hmm. of the video, I was convinced he's Canadian. So, I didn't look it up. I didn't look Canadian? it up or anything, but I I think he is Canadian. Yeah, all these Canadians I mean, lecturing us. What's up with Can Canada lecturing us? Yeah, I don't their, know. It's all the, from their universal health care. Their no defund the police. <laughs> what? Is, how are they defunding the police up in Canada? Doubtful. <laughs> Doubtful. <laughs> You know, didn't the, didn't the Canadians like um, didn't the Canadians like sterilize? Uh, oh yeah, or something oh, terrible, yeah. or they stole yeah. their children, or tried to erase their culture, or something. I oh, they know. did awful. Yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff. They're on stolen land up there. Those yep. Canadians, they should go back to France. Uh, Malcolm for five Canadians says the monkey paw is a reference to being careful of the hubris and wishes. Yeah, I, I know. We're just we're just memeing. <laughs> yeah, we're just having fun. Just having fun. Bring back. Bring back. Bring back. Patriotic education. Nothing worrying about that. By getting patriotic education, these guys are so terrified of patriotism. I know, I know. Well, I mean, so to be fair, you know, I don't like when you wrap things in the flag too. I mean, mm. I would agree in terms of critical race. We theory. literally have a meme of you wrapped in the I know, flag. I know, I know. But but to be <laughs> fair, though, it, it actually, because here's the thing. Here's what's funny. People oh, hear emotional, <laughs> people hear certain words, they hear certain language, and their brain, you know, goes in certain directions. So when Trump says, we need to have our history be patriotic, right? People hear patriotism, and they go, oh, they just freak out. They go, Patriot Act. Oh, my God. This is just a ploy for the bootlickers. When actually, <laughs> in this situation, it would be very apt because critical race theory is literally unpatriotic. It literally believes that America can't solve the problems of racism. And especially when the focus is so much on uh, inherent white privilege and the inherent badness of, of the whiteness. And, and when the whole idea is that America is basically built on a system of racism so deep that you, they cannot be untangled without revolution, then yeah, I would say you need a patriotic uh, retelling totally. of history that doesn't involve that idea. You know what would destroy systemic racism? Systemic what? racism is, some say it's impossible to solve. Well, especially the way that they want to solve it. <laughs> Equal right, outcomes, again, I think, is impossible. Into, which we'll talk about later in the video. It's the definition of systemic racism is... 
but if you want to if you want to solve impossible problems what do you need what you need simple, everyone what to do come you together you need each other. exceptionalism you need yes can do attitude yes american exceptionalism is yes. how we solve this problem because america can do anything that but, is uh, right. but not with the critical race theory attitude you can't do shit with that to be honest it's true it, it is entirely uh the antithesis the antith i can't even say the word now antithesis of american exceptionalism because it's yeah. saying you cannot secede succeed in society if you're no the what. wrong skin color you know yeah. you're being held back by these invisible forces that you cannot hope to overcome as an individual but patriotism i think is part of american exceptionalism but they 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 hate sure. american exceptionalism they're like what well he, he has a reason to because he's canadian so we'll forgive him he's but... jealous <laughs> jealous <laughs> all of this stuff is driven by jealousy it's so Wait, driven me... by jealousy no one no one in the chat knew if he was canadian or not uh look at us sitting here someone says our... this man is canadian like french quebecers are canadian <laughs> Is he, oh. is he is he a Quebec? Is he a French? So uh, the rest of Canada disavows. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good. 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 Our Canadian brethren don't like it either. I agree. You know what? I agree with someone in the chat. Defund Canada. Yes. Let's defund Canada. I think we should just invade. That's true. We should just invade. You know, you can't. It's not morally right to ever kill someone over property. So if we invade Canada, they should just give up. Well, they're technically colonizers. So if we go colonize them, it's, you know, we have an excuse. Colonizer for they, colonizer. I mean, they still have a fucking monarch on their money, don't they? Yeah. We just take a the white king. monarch. Adam. What? They don't even, they haven't had a black king yet. Racist. <laughs> Why hasn't England had a black king yet? You know, I agree. Oh, yeah, they're totally to racist. Immediately, yes. <laughs> rid of critical theory and propaganda like the work of Howard Zinn. By the way, people are always asking me for more to read. And if you're in the States, you should probably read Zinn's A People's History of the United States. Isn't that the book that Lance suggested last week? Yeah. Have you read it? No. That was the guy I said, oh, I don't know. But then I looked it up and it said he was like a socialist. And I said, oh. Well, I'm okay. sure there's been some historians that have attacked it to say the history is wrong. Like he's he's working on that narrative. <clears throat> I contemplated reading it because, I mean, I believe that we need a shared narrative that all Americans can be proud of. And like blacks want a narrative that they can be proud of as well. I don't seems like basing it around the civil rights would be the way to go. The civil rights movement but so according to the wikipedia it says zinn portrays a side of american history that can largely be seen as the exploitation and manipulation of the majority by rigged systems that hugely favor a small aggregate of elite rulers from across the the orthodox political parties yeah so there you go that's why all <coughs> economies like it it's all well, about i am curious structures. See, I am curious because uh, in Why Nations Fail, he talks about how uh, the where the English landed, and I know I said Plymouth Rock last time. It is Plymouth Rock, right? Someone in the comments was saying that I got that wrong, that my American history is awful, terrible. I went to public school, guys. Give me a I fucking break. I didn't land okay. on Plymouth Rock, Adam. <laughs> Plymouth Rock landed on me. Yeah, there we go. So... 
the pilgrims landed at plymouth rock didn't they <laughs> am i getting this wrong <laughs> jesus christ anyway uh the where the english this this plot of land that the english uh staked out didn't have the same attributes that they had down in south america where the spanish landed because they I've said this many times before, yes. uh, had hierarchically organized institutions. They had a, a, like a, a form of leadership that the Spanish could come in and basically take over their institutions and just label themselves boss. You know, we, you got a new boss uh, now uh, from, the, from Spain. You guys keep doing what you were doing and make us rich instead of those other guys. <clears throat> we didn't have that luxury in America. <laughs> America mm -hmm. had the American Indians who didn't have any hierarchically organized structure that that uh, was as as big as as society wide as the Aztec and Incans. So we formed capitalism or out of this problem that we had uh, having to give people actual incentives to work because the people that came over from England. If they didn't like it, they went, hey, I'm going to go live with the Indians and not not right. do any work. So they actually well, had to pay the decent type wage. Of work, let's be fair. So I'm curious if any of that is in this book by Howard Zinn, A People's History, because those yeah. two dynamics are so different. And in Why Nations Fail, he literally talks about this being one of the major uh, turns in our history that made us embark on a capitalist incentive Adam Smith type uh, trajectory that they didn't necessarily have in in Mexico and even I mean he cites examples of cities that are on the border of America and Mexico and how everyone in Mexico is poor by comparison to everyone in America and the only difference is those institutions those institutions based on incentives not based on extractive economic institutions that, that create a society that's predominantly rich and poor. There's absolutely no middle class. So I'm curious if Howard Zen points that out. Somehow I think it's probably missing. Like he wants to he wants to make a story that we showed up here and just started oppressing people on the reg. And I just I don't that's not that's not the story I'm familiar with. Well, I guess to show you where Zen's uh, focus is. Uh, someone, a history professor who criticized him said, um, in his in his volume subtitled "Class Struggle to the War on Terror," Zinn notes that September 11th was an assault on the symbols of American wealth and power. However, he fails to address anything about religious zealotry. <laughs> wow! So there you go. <clears throat> yeah, they have they have wealth and power also in Saudi Arabia. But they, I don't know that they have a, a thriving middle class in Saudi Arabia. Isn't it mostly like rich and poor? Digenis for $5 says, I'm tired of hearing <laughs> these foreigners talk about God's favorite country. Tell yeah, the Canucks and Bongs to bend the knee. God bless America. I agree. That's, what he's, that's why he doesn't want us to have patriotic education because <laughs> the first he thing we're we'll all going to do... Yeah, exactly. We're all going to bond. We're going to be right. like, let's make Canada See, bend the knee. Here's the problem. We've been too focused on cultural Marxism, okay? The, the commie influencing our culture. But what we really had to be worried about was cultural Canadianism. The Canadians, they're secretly worming their way into American culture and trying to destroy it from the inside because they know if we're ever united, we'll take them over. We'll say, hey, 
We're tired of you sitting up there doing nothing but drinking maple syrup and driving mooses, thinking you're better than us. We know that's where all the fucking cold air comes from. God damn it. We're going to build a wall. We're going to take over Canada. Then we're going to build a wall across the northern border to keep this country warmer. Yeah, totally. We're trying to warm this place up and you got the door that's open. Right. Better watch. But here's the thing. Canadians, come on. You want to be American, right? Hell yeah. Like you can feel it. You can feel it. You want to be a real country. <laughs> America. There, uh, You know Aaron Raw? CT is going to say, fuck no. I can I can already feel the long message. <laughs> type of you know Aaron Raw, the, the celebrity atheist on YouTube? No. He's taught. I saw him on Facebook talking about moving to Canada if Trump wins re-election. Yeah, I was like, holy shit! I don't know. I just I think it's weird when you have. He's not it's too I, cold. I, I, well, he's he's more of an anti-theist, but you know, he's. I think of an. Uh, I think of atheists as truth seekers, but when you have a truth seeker that is literally in the bubble, I think, oh yeah, they don't have to be truth seekers. They just have to hate religion. Right. What's going on with this video? Here, Thanks. let's play this video. I was, I was reading the chat waiting for you to start the video again because I'm trying to be more engaged. I'm trying, I was to, be trying to be a good streamer, but Adam's like, no, I'm drawing pictures. I was pictures trying to find that meme of you. Smoking pot with the... and doing other things. I know. I have the cough today. I was working on a comic yesterday. <laughs> do whatever you do, don't smoke weed and draw because it's addictive. <laughs> it's totally addictive. Gets the thought slime quality seal of good reading book. To me, this situation that was a decent performance. Oh, the ironic, joke. the ironic. Yes. Joke. Sure. As far as these guys go, this guy is is probably the least unfunny of them all. Illustrates the adage: <laughs> When you're accustomed to privilege, equality feels like oppression. I tried to look up who wrote that. So true. So Wait, true. Shut up. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, oh, that was wrong? Oh, sorry. You agree when you're accustomed to privilege, equality feels like oppression? That's like yeah, the dumbest totally. shit ever. Oh. No, oh yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> that turns you... out oh no. I want you to keep that in mind as I I'm I'm curious though. Wouldn't equality just be the same as the privilege though? Because it would just yeah, be what everyone he's saying has is the like... privilege. I don't get it. You know, he's saying is like, oh, because white people have been exploiting non-whites for so long. And they have all accrued all these benefits based on their white skin. What are those benefits? It, don't ask questions. Yeah, I'm okay. curious. Um, it's I like was, the cat in Rick and Morty. Don't ask questions. Okay, let's go to Florida. I was, but anyway. I was, um, I was reacting to uh, surfs on Twitter talking about Nazis, comparing everything to Nazis. The, the Nazis... Um, they they went after the people with money. I don't understand the like the comparison here. Why are whites mm -hmm. going after the black community? Like so every well, all the left everyone on the left is talking about how the the blacks have nothing. They live in squalor, they're poor, which I think is offensive. Like if I was black, I'd be thinking why is why is the stereotype for black poor? <laughs> like that's, that's fucked true. up. That's totally yeah, racist. It's very racist. But well, also, it doesn't. The whole three doesn't even make sense because maybe you can make an argument that the white population in America is exploiting, 
you know, illegal immigrant labor, right? Sure. They are. Totally. Um, but, but as you said, it's not like, I don't know what is this, the exploitation of the black population they're talking about. Because I agree, yes, uh, there's a disproportionate amount of black people in lower income situations. But the people in lower income situations uh, that are American citizens, I don't, how are they being exploited by white people? Yeah. Are they suggesting like because they're <laughs> fulfilling minimum wage jobs or something? I mean, I don't think with, with, with the amount of immigration coming in this country, I don't think you need to have like some sort of permanent racist underclass to fill those positions. Yeah, I agree. It's crazy. Move forward in this video. Do you think that they're looking at these ideas as presented and finding genuine fault with them? Or are they perhaps inventing straw man versions of CRT to avoid truths that make them uncomfortable with their place in the world? Or how can perhaps he, how can he <laughs> dare make the claim that people are straw manning critical race theory when he doesn't even know what critical race theory is and is not looking into it? Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's funny how he characterizes everything as they have another narrative on the left that white people are scared of losing their place in the hierarchy. That's the, that's what everyone is afraid of. And I right. just, I don't see that. Like I, I, I want every, everyone to be able to succeed based on their merit. I mean, that's the, the, the conservatives that don't are worried about people succeeding without, uh, without doing anything, uh, yeah, that's a problem. But they're not worried about people succeeding on their own merit. Uh, the opinion one for $5 says, it was likely me, Adam, who commented about Plymouth. Jamestown, Virginia was the first English colony as well as the longest running Puritans blown the fuck out. Jamestown, yes, exactly. Jamestown almost ended up getting uh, wiped out a couple times. And they... Um, so, uh, one one of the leaders of Jamestown. I'm only I only remember this because it's so so cool. Like he basically took the reins of power and said, "Listen, we're gonna fucking die if we don't get our shit together." And so he wrote back to England and said, "You know, stop sending us goldsmiths. They're fucking useless. There's no gold right. here. You know, right. we need pe we need farmers. We need people who can work the land. We need, uh, you know, uh." Animal people who know animals, what do they call them? Animal husbandry people. So, so, so uh, Jamestown was the first permanent settlement in America uh, in 1607, and Plymouth Rock was the disembarkment site for the Mayflower Pilgrims in 1620. Right. So but you're both sort I did of that. right. But. I wonder if they got, all got wiped out, the Mayflower people. No, some of them had to make it, right? You mean the the... Uh, the Mayflower people. Uh, it's our history. We don't even know. So yeah, because okay, so I didn't realize the Lost Colony in Roanoke was before this. It was in 1585. So that's interesting. My granddad uh, came over from Ireland. So I'm like, I guess I'm fucking technically Russian. I don't know any of this third shit. generation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My parents didn't come over know. on the Mayflower. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> We're a nation of immigrants. Yeah, My granddad joined. Uh, Derek Drummond for $5 says, 2024, the U.S. annexes Canada. 2032, the U.S. annexes Mars. 2040, the U.S. annexes the Milky Way. It's the natural progress of humanity. 
Oh man, when we have a colony on Mars, that's funny too. That when you're not allowed to say colonize Mars anymore. I agree. They're fighting for the bacteria on Mars. I know. I yeah, I saw that. Some sort of financial risk to them. That's what I'd like you to do, but you're not going. You know, if if Trump is president, if Trump is reelected, and we get to Mars, you know he's going to call it the Martian colony. Right. <laughs> Just, well, he, no matter which he said he said conservatives are fighting against this because they're racist and because it hurts their financial incentive to help black people i don't get that inventing get straw that. man versions of crt to avoid truths that make them uncomfortable with their place in the world or perhaps pose some sort of financial risk to them that's what i, I mean i don't know i don't know who he's talking about but he's just yeah. talking about he's like because conservatives generally want less social welfare programs. Is that is that what he's suggesting? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. What is my place in the world? I don't necessarily know. Like I'm focused it, it on. Would, it, I'm focused on me. Yeah, will be helpful if he actually, you know, said things and arguments. Right? I mean, I'm not a Supreme Court justice or anything. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I would call myself a nobody. So. Really, Trump didn't uh, put you on the, the short list to be the next Supreme Court justice pick? No, unfortunately. <sighs> what a bigot. Yeah. I'd like you to do, but you're not gonna. No matter which side of the question you land on, you're locked in. You're already leaving your comment. I'm just yelling into the yawning void where our curiosity used to be. So that's true, but... <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. That's true, but he uses this as an excuse to not research critical race theory. He's like, well, since everyone's made up their mind on the subject, I shouldn't have to actually find out what is true. Yeah. Which ironically is sort of actually critical race theory's position because they don't really believe objective truth can be found or matters. They only believe they believe that narratives and personal experiences matter more than objective truth. So I guess in a way, he's actually embodying critical race theory right now doesn't even know it oh the irony it's like irony inside of irony <laughs> i'm going to try to explain what critical race theory is to the best of my ability but keep in mind i'm a lay person who's going to do most of my research on wikipedia and youtube videos normally i try to be a little more thorough but it doesn't actually matter for our purposes what critical race theory is but rather what people are pretending it is Okay. And that's so this is insane. So he's Did he just admitting. say I'm lazy? He's like, yeah, I'm lazy. Yeah, just say I'm lazy. Just say I'm lazy but he, and I want I don't, views on YouTube. I don't like the fact that he tied it to race, though, because he's like, I'm white and lazy. Like, fuck you, dude. What oh, fuck? did he say that? I didn't I didn't hear that part. Well, he basically said, I'm white and I'm just going to, you know, do the bare minimum possible. That's that's <laughs> well, the he argument means... he just made. I, I think he means not that white people are inherently lazy, just that like since he's white, he can't well, possibly some of us understand, are. you know, critical race theory because that's you know beyond the understanding of the whites. Yeah, but gotcha. the, the thing that's so crazy about this is that he's just admitted. Again, this is a YouTube video. He doesn't. I don't know what's going on in his life. I'm assuming he doesn't have some contract with a demon that says he has to produce a YouTube video. You know, every week or he loses his soul. Like he could have spent. You don't know. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. But, you know, he could have spent time to actually fucking read some critical race theory. I All the stuff I found about oh critical race God. theory. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It's so painful. Which, and, it, and it's so funny because it's so simple. You, like, I went to Wikipedia. I said, okay, 
who are the people that are credited with finding with founding critical race theory? I, you know, you see like the first like five names. You look at those names. You can find all their literature, most of their literature, on the internet for free if you know where to look, which I did. Mm-hmm. And I just started reading it. And obviously, I didn't finish it all. That's thousands of pages. But you can read you can read specific chapters. You can read all their introductory chapters where they say what critical race theory is. You can start to look into specific points uh, of things that that interest you. Like, and it took it took me I don't know it took me like a day. To do that, mm-hmm. I did this on Saturday before the debate with uh, with Serbs. Okay, so I spent one day looking into all, the, all this shit, and I didn't make a video on this. This was just because I wanted to have background information. Yeah, you're. And this fucking guy is over here. He's making a whole fucking video, and he's like, ah, you know, I'm gonna read some Wikipedia articles, and I'm gonna watch a YouTube video, and then I'm gonna just say, well, well, you know, I'm done. That's it. Hmm. And and he says, this is why it's just insane. He says it doesn't matter uh in terms of wait let me see let me go back to what he exactly said i'm a lay person who's gonna do most of my research on wikipedia and youtube videos normally i try wikipedia exclusively for white people (laughs) (laughs) just so you guys know i mean it probably says black lives matter all over the way to be a little more thorough but it doesn't actually matter for our purposes what critical race theory is but rather what people are pretending it is. Okay, so he just said, for the purpose of the video, it doesn't matter what critical race theory is because he wants to debunk what other people are claiming it is. Is, is he like, an, like, is this the dumbest thing you've ever heard in your life? How can you claim that other people are wrong about what something is if you admit that you don't know what the fuck the thing is either? I have actually made this argument. <laughs> the same exact <laughs> no! argument that he's... I did, I made it with Marxism. <gasps> I made it no! with Marx. The, di- the, the difference is I feel like I know Marxism better than most of the people no! advocating for Marxism. Well, no, hold on. It's it's different, though, because he's saying I don't know uh-huh. anything about critical race theory. I'm In my video, I was saying I know a lot about Marxism, and every time I try to use that knowledge that I know about Marxism, it's ultimately futile mm-hmm. because the person I'm arguing with has a completely different interpretation of Marxism. So right, I have to end up right. arguing against that interpretation that they have, which is not my interpretation. So like right. I seems to, I just wasted my time. Actually, they have an interpretation of Marxism that I can't even fathom. Like, I don't know how you could read Marx and interpret it that way. Yeah, no, that's no, I mean, yeah, that's definitely fair that every individual asshole you talk to on the internet has an individual asshole sure, opinion totally. about Marxism. That's very different. Um, so he, he yeah, wants this, to... it... go ahead. But with this, it doesn't, that's not applicable because he's claiming that all these people are saying critical race theory is an existential threat and they're full of shit and they're actually yeah. dog whistling oh, totally. racism. Totally. Except he's too fucking lazy to actually look into it and see critical race theory is literally an existential threat to American liberal democracy and it doesn't pretend like it's not. So, yeah. so you have you to know, believe. You have to believe that critical race theory is something that advocates for equal rights for for people of color and that anyone who's against that is against equal rights for people of color when that's not remotely what critical race theory is about. Critical race theory is about, yeah, it's about power dynamics. It's basically repackaged Marxism. Well, it's, it's critical race theory, it's, um, exactly the same as as uh, P plus P equals R, and all this other shit that started in the late seventies, early eighties, 
where you had a bunch of uh, civil rights minded people uh, who, mm. who looked around and said, okay, so we had all the civil rights legislation in the 60s, and it's been a whole, you know, 15 years, and everything in the country isn't fixed yet. So therefore, I guess doing things through normal legal procedures sucks because it hasn't fixed all the problems in 15 and 20 years yet. And so they concoct this whole new solution, this whole new theory to explain why you need to circumvent the law in order to you know, promote equality. Right. So also critical race theory, and I want your opinion on this, obviously, no, it's it's like that. critical race theory is zero sum, right? It's a zero sum interpretation of the world. Like blacks cannot succeed if whites succeed. Like zero sum and non-zero well, sum. Do you want to explain I the difference? I don't know if it's zero sum. I don't know yet. I haven't done enough research in it to see if it's completely zero sum in terms of there can it only sounds be one. Zero you know, sum. it sounds zero sum. Highlander. It, it, it sounds sort of zero is. sum. Yeah. Right. It, well, if you if they're it, saying white people never like white people are going to take all the stuff, that assumes that there's a limited amount of stuff. Just well, wait a minute. So the reason I would I would say maybe it's not zero sum is because they're saying under our current liberal democracy framework, white people will take all the shit. Mm-hmm. Now, since maybe they're saying, well, under communism, true equality, you know, could be achieved. I don't know. So. Just the zero sum is uh, a zero sum game is where there's only a like everyone's gain comes at someone else's loss. It comes at another player's loss. Uh, a non zero sum game is where if we cooperate, we can both uh, we can both win. Both all players can win in a non right. zero sum. Chess game. is a zero sum game. There's a one winner yes. and one loser. Exactly. Assuming there it's not a tie, obviously. But yes. Um, live streaming is a non-zero sum game. <laughs> right, right. And that's, it sucks that this discussion will take this turn because there's really nothing about critical race theory that warrants the vitriolic reaction it gets. It's a... That I don't know because I haven't bothered to do a fucking ounce of research on the topic. But I'm just going to yeah. pretend like what I say has valid meaning or merit. You got, if we could just ask him, hey, are you in favor of a colorblind society or do you think that's racist? Don't you think? You'd probably say no. He's not in favor of a colorblind society. I feel like Thought Slime is more up on the woke literature than Lance is, that Mm -hmm. he would be smart enough to (laughs) understand that his position, maybe not smart enough. Maybe has to be against a okay. colorblind society. Maybe learn, yeah. Maybe learn enough to understand that he can't actually say he's in favor of a colorblind society. But I would what, assume. Maybe I'm. What wrong, is the word that you can say? Because it, it's. I feel like it's just a language game. Like they just want you to say. Like now, colorblind societies. What does everybody say? How do we make they, that I, racist? That's kind of the game say, we're playing here. A society of racial equity or something. Okay. Exactly. So we'd have to ask if he's in favor of that. Yeah, we'd have to ask if he's in favor of colorblind society, and then he would probably say, no, he believes in some form of racial equity. Because this is, it's so funny because literally one of the founding principles of critical race theory is that colorblind society is a right-wing dog whistle uh, used to prevent black people from achieving true equality with white people. Mm -hmm. That's That's what critical race theory says. Says colorblind society is just a dog whistle. 
exist. Not right. not only does it not exist, but it can never exist. Yeah, well, they think it's just lip service, basically. Yes. A series of and in most cases, very common sense ideas to explain the dynamics of racism without relying on lazy answers like, I don't know, some people are just bad. Or like, everyone just naturally hates people who are different. Ideas that are just... It's so hilarious because if he had done an ounce of research, he would know that he's actually saying the exact opposite. Critical race theory literally says, yeah, people will just hate people that are different because they're racist. Yeah. inherently and that's something that can never be fixed that's literally yeah. what critical race theory says dot slime if you had spent two seconds doing a fucking ounce of research you wouldn't say stupid shit that turns out to be the exact opposite well it's funny because he's saying that that's the the white people's straw man of it but it actually i know crt it's like the real it's thing. literally what it says it's crazy yeah. It's, it's a series of normal and in most cases very common sense ideas to explain the dynamics of racism without relying on lazy answers like I don't know some people are just bad or like everyone just naturally hates people who are different ideas that are just like hey racism's gonna happen what are you gonna do about it the people who it's so funny because Derek Bell literally says basically racism's gonna happen what are you gonna do about it that's well, literally what the founder of critical race theory says almost but isn't it Teach aimed, it. isn't it targeted at whites, though? Critical race theory is not targeted at whites. It isn't? I thought no, you said that's that. No, that's one of the, um, well, it's not. Well, you, you just said white majorities won't, will never vote black people's interest. What, where right, did that come exactly. from? So you could, so the more newer, modern form, modern, mm -hmm. yeah, newer, more modernish forms of critical race theory, like Robin D'Angelo, mm -hmm. is a version of critical race theory that is aimed specifically at white people. Right. Um, and it's mostly around you have to acknowledge your white privilege. You have to acknowledge your white uh, fragility. You have to acknowledge, mm -hmm. you know, you're the white privilege you've accrued. I'm so fragile over here. I'm so fragile. fragile. I'm yes. falling apart. But the actual oh, deeper... Hold on. Is she going to call... Is she a feminist? Wouldn't she... What about my toxic masculinity? Am I fragile? That, yes, of course. Or do I have toxic masculinity? Well, I'm no, you so see, torn. You're, you're, the fact that you get angry when you're challenged is really just evidence of your toxic it's, masculinity. But I thought it was fragile. I thought toxic no, but you masculinity see, made me strong. Toxic masculinity, Adam, is a cover to protect the fact that you really feel fragile. Oh, the, on the fragile inside. ego. Oh, yeah. yes. The soft on the inside part. Yes, exactly. I need my, but, uh, my the, tough exterior. The, the deeper, more foundational aspects of critical race theory are not aimed at white people. And I would argue that they're actually aimed at not at not white people specifically. They're aimed at black really? people. Really? Okay. So yes. they pulled the racist shit out as they developed it. But here, I'm going to back up a little bit and try something. You tell me if this is, this is relevant to critical race theory. Well, now for, I don't know, some people... It's a series of normal and, in most cases, very common sense ideas to explain the dynamics of racism without relying on lazy answers like, I don't know, some people are just bad. Or like, I don't know, white people are just bad. Is that a critical race theory? <laughs> Would that be relevant to critical sure. race theory? Yeah. Sure. I don't know, white people are just oppressors, right? Yeah. That's kind of critical race That's theory. That's true. They're right there. Everyone just naturally hates people who are different. Ideas. 
white people just are naturally racist. White people just naturally <laughs> hate pe people that are different. That's critical race theory, right? That's that yes. applies. Yes. Okay. I, I thought I thought like this. The irony here is fucking nuclear off the charts. It's like okay, yeah, you're describing critical race theory. Yeah, you're nailing it. That are just like, hey, racism's gonna happen. What are you gonna do about it? And then, oh yeah, whites are always gonna be racist. What are you gonna do about it? That's critical yep. race theory, right? Like he kind of yeah. nailed it. He, <laughs> Look at that he, face. <laughs> he accidentally, in his irony, completely nailed critical race theory without realizing it. I guess. Yeah, yeah, targeting. That see, that's the face that that's the thumbnail face, Adam. <laughs> I know. We gotta change the thumbnail that's, now. That's the thumbnail face right there. Oh my god. <laughs> Here, I'll take a screenshot and I'll send yeah, it to you. Do a screen grab of that real quick. Do it yeah. nice and big and I will put it in the thumbnail. Okay, wait, how do um You guys don't okay. know how important thumbnails are on YouTube, man. That thumbnail right there. That's a million that's a million view thumbnail. That's the thumbnail. That's the th I'm just gonna I'm gonna say that's the thumbnail. What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Oh, I knew we were getting warm on this critical race theory stuff. Mm -hmm. This is why this is why it seems like it might be an existential threat because I, it's just so funny too when he began this video mocking the fact that white people are upset about losing their place in the hierarchy. I wonder why when this critical race theory is like uh, targeting white people as stereotypically racist oppressors. <laughs> seems like yeah. you guys are gearing up for something here. What's going on? I'm just minding my own business, smoking weed and painting. No, definitely. And as have you, you've said, and we've both said many times, if you're, if you're saying that our society is based around racial hierarchies of oppressed and privileged people, you're basically just giving white people a reason to never want to change anything. Because yeah, you're exactly. saying that, that there's always going to be these oppressors. And if, if you put out a framework that there's always going to be oppressors, then you're just saying, well, you're just making it so that the oppressor is going to want to stay being oppressor forever because they don't want to be oppressed. Yeah. Yeah. But the people who teach it will now forever have to contend with dishonest hacks shouting over them to pretend as though they're claiming some shit like white people are evil or whatever. So the Yeah, Adam. <laughs> Stop being dishonest. Oh my God. Well, see, I this is gotta read between the lines here. This Who's is the oppressor class? It. Hold on. Who's the oppressor class here? The Come whiteies. On. Yeah, the whiteies, right? The whiteies. I'm, I'm picking this stuff up. People know what you're talking about here. I mean, listen, they're constantly talking about Donald Trump being this authoritarian dictator. And I'm going, what? He had Kanye in the Oval Office. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you saying that you can't be an authoritarian dictator and like the music of Kanye West, Adam? Oh, I guess you're right. Got me. Come on. You got me. Gotcha. Obviously. Gotcha. Everyone likes Kanye. You can be yes. even racist like Kanye West. Even racist like Kanye. Adam, come on. The very least I can do is be a dishonest hack that defends them. Let's go super bare bones here. Critical theory is a philosophy or method of analyzing so oh, yeah, that you, views the way. Yeah, I know. You got to pay attention to this. Part. Okay. <laughs> See, he just admitted that he's like, the least I can do is be a dishonest hack in their defense. Mm-hmm. So he's admitting that he's being, this is so weird. He's like doing it as a joke. He's like, oh no, I'm just joking. 
but he is giving himself the wiggle room to basically just lie. I told you. I told you. It's contrapoints. Come on. I don't. It's, it's different. It's a different tactic. Well, it's, it's, a different it's not tactic. as it's not the fancy wallpaper and the and the mood lighting, but. <laughs> so contra. Okay, so let me let me say this one more time, so so you really understand. So contra's tactic is to inject enough nuance into every statement that she always has wiggle room to escape. Mm-hmm. So that's one tactic. Now you can say that that's dishonest. That's fine. But that's one tactic. This is a different tactic. This is just saying, oh, I'm just going to be dishonest. Right in the beginning of the video. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you got wiggle room. Got to have that wiggle room. What can do is be a dishonest hack that defends them. Let's go super bare bones here. Critical theory is a philosophy or method of analyzing things that views the ways that social structures and power dynamics influence social problems more than individual beliefs or actions. Critical race theory is that method. Okay, so social power dynamics over over individual over, curse, over individual beliefs or actions. And actions, right? yeah. So okay. he's saying fuck um, American exceptionalism individual exceptionalism well that would be a social dynamic though obviously like you and i and everyone else who we're fucking america god damn it we're the best no no no, but he's saying you know like the american attitude of the individual being the exceptional you know Mm -hmm. that can that can change their life that can master their own destiny and fate he's saying that's bullshit or critical race critical theory not critical race theory. critical theory is saying that that's bullshit yeah he's saying it's an illusion because we were born into this social setting where that is true for our social setting, but it's not true for every social setting. So someone no, no, he's saying it's not true. He's saying it's not true. Or he's saying that critical theory is saying that that's not true at all. Period. There are, uh, there are. Well, hold on. Uh, critical race theory is saying that your so your social standing is going to be more important than what you personally believe. Okay, wait, your let's, own let's ability go back a to achieve. Let's go back a second. Here, critical theory is a full- okay. So he's talking about this is, this is what he did since he didn't want to research critical race theory, and I'm assuming he knows about critical theory because that's where all the neo-Marxist shit comes from. Mm-hmm. He's just explaining critical theory, and then he assumes because it's called critical race theory that it's just critical theory plus race lens is what he's assuming. Okay, but that's okay. not that's not correct, right? It's not correct because even. Uh, Derek Bell, I don't even think, I'm not sure if Derek Bell, the guy who's always credited with with creating critical race theory, I'm not even sure that he's a communist or anything. And he never, I don't believe he personally coined the term critical race theory when he was creating whatever he was creating. It was kind of labeled that after the fact. So no, I, would, I don't think it would ever be accurate to to look at or define critical race theory in that in that way. Though I can understand why some would. But this perfectly makes sense why some people believe that your place in society is the only thing that matters. Uh, they, if, if you believe that, you wouldn't believe in upward mobility or any of that stuff. And he's saying uh, critical theory is social dynamics over personal beliefs or actions. So, so yes. your, your lot in life is basically handed out to you by your place of birth and 
Yeah. I mean, you could go as far as, I mean, there are some people that even dwell on like birth rank and stuff like that. Yes. I don't know if I buy that. Uh, Stuck for $5 says, <clears throat> excuse me, says, uh, what is the society critical race theory strives for? Marxist, perhaps, but who's in charge and how is it decided? Do the races live in parallel societies or no? So part of the trick of critical race theory is that they point out a bunch of problems and they don't provide any solutions. So you, so if you attack them and say critical race theory is promoting Marxism, they'll say, no, we're not. Look in our text. We don't promote Marxism. We just say that capitalism and liberal democracy fails in every aspect. We're just not giving any <laughs> solutions. Yeah. So weird. So it's funny because critical race theory is like the angry uh, – angry radio political uh political radio jockey who just bitches constantly but doesn't actually provide solutions like us to some extent well we try i i provide solutions i'm constantly racking my brain for solutions we need a a shared uh narrative yes we need a shared narrative that everyone can be proud of we're storytellers i mean we should be working on that shared narrative you got fucking quentin tarantino rewriting history every other movie like, why aren't we re- rewriting this history? Django Unchained is pretty good. That's like a, that's a story you can be proud of. What story? Django Unchained. Oh, <laughs> sure. Uh, I like that movie. Sure. Yeah. I didn't. Great. I like that movie. I didn't like the 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 not the Nazi one, the Hitler one. Oh, you didn't like it? Really I just, interesting. I don't so I like Django because it's just a fictional story. I don't and see what the point Bastards. of yeah, and glorious bastards. I don't see what the point of of making a movie where you just it's like this is how I wish history went. Like uh, okay, because <laughs> like, it's a shared know. narrative. It becomes the history. It becomes the emotional. Yeah, but it, no, history. It, that's not how it works. Yeah, yeah, I know. You like Inglorious Bastards and Schindler's List should be a double feature. Oh my God. So Prince Charming for $10 says, uh, equal societies are oppressive to warlords. The collective man keeping me down, I could have been the next great con. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Yes, Mad Robot in the chat says, Sitch is no bear Jew. What's that? From Inglorious Bastards. Remember the really big Oh, yeah, 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 that no, that, yeah. Being people with a bat. I can't believe you don't like Inglorious Bastards. That's such a great movie. It just... It, no, okay, it is good. Like when you're watching it, you're like you're really emotionally invested. I just, if I watch a movie and at the end of it, I question what the point of the movie is, mm-hmm. then I can't enjoy it anymore after that. I, I say, thought it was, was badass because I was like, I was bored the whole movie thinking, oh, I know how this ends. And then I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I thought I was, this was some version of history that actually happened and like it was a failed attempt to get Hitler. And then they got him. I was like, what the fuck? That's hilarious. So that's This so is funny. amazing. Me and Adam literally had the exact opposite experience for the same reason. I'm watching. It's like, oh, this is interesting. I'm invested. Then when I find out like, oh, this is just bullshit. I go, oh, I'm not interested anymore. And then Adam's literally the opposite. He's like, oh, this is boring because they're all going to lose. Oh, wait, no, they won. So it's, a, it's interesting now. Yeah, it's totally different. I like the okay. idea of ch- changing history in that way. I do. Okay. Yeah. That's because hey. you, you don't... Ab- you don't believe in uh, objective truth as being very important because you're. A you dirty, can only uh, do it. Well, no, I do believe dirty in. Dirty pinko commie like Jordan Peterson. I believe in uh, the thing that I believe in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Philosophy or. 
analyzing things that views the ways that social structures and power dynamics influence social problems more than individual beliefs or actions. Okay, so to be fair, he wasn't saying critical only... race theory. Is... Oh. To be fair, he wasn't saying you have no control. He was just saying that that you have less control than over your life than inherent power structures, which I would argue is probably true for most parts. Sure. I don't like the conclusions that critical theory comes to based on that. We have a very important super chat from Derek Drummond for $5. Sitch has trash so. movie takes. Another reason to be A-team, baby. That's right. So, okay. First of all, Adam doesn't like the movie Aladdin. Not the remake. He doesn't like the original Aladdin. Well, I've never seen it. Maybe it's great. I don't know. It looked he like there was singing. He the original Aladdin. It looked like there was singing in it. I was like, this, this is a kid's <laughs> movie, right? <laughs> I don't like kid's movies. No one can ever say that Adam has better movie takes than I do. This is a man who loves rubber and hasn't seen a fucking Aladdin. Hasn't man. seen Lion King. Hasn't Listen to seen this. the original movie. Listen to this. Okay. Listen to this. Listen to this. But back when I I was sneaking into R-rated movies when I was 12 years old, <laughs> like you you seem to be obsessed with kid movies. I always wanted to see adult movies. Uh -huh. I, I I just like the idea that Adam, like at, at 12 year olds. Adam, he's like smoking a cigarette. He's got like the black Fuck sunglasses yeah, on. I'm smoking a cigarette in the theater. From like the I'm 80s, watching he's Porky's. Like, you're, he's watching what Porky's are you doing? and Terminator. And he's like, Ugh, too cool for this kid shit. <laughs> I am. Added, you're describing fucking, my does life. Anyone get shot? Does anyone get shot and bloodily decapitated in Aladdin? If not, I'm not going to watch it. Totally. I'm like, I'm sitting in Phantasm. You're, you're at fucking Aladdin. Ugh. Lion King, Pff, fucking. I think I'm gonna watch a movie about lions fucking each other. Pff, fuck that. <laughs> I want to watch doing, a tire blow up a person's face. You do. Oh my god, that's Go the best part of rubber, dude. That's the best part of rubber. <laughs> don't, don't get me. I we're gonna watch rubber clips after this. Don't get me started. Oh wait, so wait, have you seen The Emperor's New Groove? No. What is that? A <sighs> Disney movie? Jesus, all these Disney movies. You're like Disney obsessed. My God, guys. Guys, I'm trying. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. He hasn't seen any of these fucking movies. He hasn't seen Emperor's New Groove. It doesn't even have singing in it, I don't think. I've seen all Nightmare on Elm Streets, even the bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen all 13 of them. Have you seen? Okay, wait a minute. What about um? What about Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah, I saw that. I told you I tried to get a... I tried to uh, get a job working for uh, Tim Burton. Oh, that's right. I don't remember because of, you of that movie. Oh, I loved it. Well, Danny Elfman got dicked on that movie, so that tainted my first viewing. But on second viewing, I thought this movie's amazing. Right. Fuck Danny. <laughs> okay. He can live. Okay. I'm just bringing up Disney movies because I'm trying to think of like um, musicals that everyone likes that are universally beloved happy which are generally feet. i love good. happy feet happy feet's a great movie and that's a that's kind of well, a musical is it's not is it happy i guess it's sort of is a musical, it's borderline yeah. it is borderline, borderline. i like happy feet my feet look i will agree stop with you. moving daddy <laughs> i will agree with you that um most live action musicals are terrible <laughs> i'll agree with that okay I will agree with that. Yeah, totally. Uh, is that math? No, 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 no. This is very important. <laughs> Super chat. Thunderson4228 for $5 says, a question I've been meaning to ask 
since the musical stream. If Adam doesn't like musicals, then how is he even alive? <laughs> I know. I know. I should never have I I should never have told my secret. I feel like I feel like uh everyone knows. Everyone knows. Oh wait, so you have you seen Lilo and Stitch? Yes, yeah. That's like not that? really okay. a musical though. There's no music in it that I no. remember. Yeah. Wait, I remember... so okay. Read and Nice Wonder in the chat says Little Shop of Horrors is the best live action musical. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Oh. I'm I'm good. anti-musical, but uh, Read Nice Wonder also says Happy Feet is definitely a musical. So yeah. Yes. I loved Happy Feet. Man, what, wait, what about movie. the producers? No. No, bullshit movie. Oh my God. You haven't seen Springtime for Hitler? Oh no. Nah. Nah. I'm going <sighs> to watch. Uh, I'm going to watch uh, my own movies. You watch your movies with the okay. singing and dancing and all the. Yeah. That, you know, like that. South Park, Book of Mormon. Nonsense. You know, I'm gonna watch Hardcore Henry again. Okay, hey, you watch Hardcore <laughs> you do, Henry. You again. Do, what you do you do you. Right. Adam is like, I can only watch a movie that has at least 30 deaths in it. Okay, so I have to watch only Hardcore Henry. Uh, taken. Hardcore the, uh, Henry, I think, has 30 deaths in like one scene. Come on, yeah, exactly. Now. Sounds perfect. What are we, were we watching a thought slime video? We were watching a thought slime video. This is how uninteresting the thought slime is applied to race and racism. In this view, racism is not simply a product of individual bad actors, but is also reproduced unconsciously in systems and institutions. See, that's a fucking nonsense. Bullshit. Well, total bullshit. Well, see, this is the problem. This is why I hate these terms, systemic racism and all this shit, because they conflate a bunch of different ideas together. Yeah, because you do. could make the argument that uh, historically racist institutions or systems have created long-term effects that haven't, that are still being felt today. Right. You can say that. Mm -hmm. I think, I think everyone agrees with that. That doesn't mean that there's a continual right now, magical, unconscious, unprovable racism that still permeates in these systems. Well, they, they but they look at the outcomes and that is their evidence for yes, the racism exactly. which is fucking right. bump kiss bullshit it's total bullshit like yeah, if you have a job and zero black people apply how can you say because no black people uh, do that job that it's racist you can't right. fucking say that well yeah it's a, it's a total causation correlation fallacy but then on top of that it always gets mountain bailey it always gets bait and switched because people will say like oh you know, they say ACAB, all cops are bastards, all cops are racist, right? And then you, mm -hmm. you say, wait a minute, you can't claim that all cops are racist. And they say, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not suggesting that each individual cop is racist. I'm suggesting that the police is an institution mired in historical racism and systemic oppression and that it comes out in these unconscious blah, 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 right? But then yeah, totally. whenever you have an incident where a cop shoots someone who's black, they immediately say, oh, it's because that individual cop is racist. And that's why they killed that black person. Mm -hmm. So they try to yeah. have, that's why it's so bullshit. They try to have it both ways. Both they ways. constantly yeah. try to bait and switch. All to support I mean, this phony narrative. It's so yes. evil. It's yeah. so evil. They need a better narrative. They do. How do we do that? We, we got to like, we got to get the re-education camps up and running. Hopefully gotta... Trump gets a second term and we can get those re-education camps. Oh, God. Those FEMA camps. <laughs> we got to promote the colorblind society. Okay. 
Okay. Let's group out of debt. If we're Take re-educating for good, is that is that acceptable? Like, what if we re-educate them for a colorblind society? What'd you say? I was reading uh, Streamlabs. What if we re-educate people for a colorblind society? It's, it sounds bad because it's kind of brainwashing, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Right. Times are tough. Well, are you, are you taking the Scott Adams approach that all education is technically brainwashing? He says that? What yes. a weirdo. He probably hates artists. <laughs> That sounds Probably totally does. irrational. Yes. That sounds like an irrational artist. Is he an artist? He Paradox says, I was worried for a second. I was forced to miss one hour of the show, but then I noticed you were only three minutes into the video. <laughs> lucky, lucky, <laughs> I know. It's sad. It's true. Come on. Uh, Alex for $1 says, Nigerian and Kenyan immigrants is a death blow to critical race theory and much of the systemic racism arguments. Very, this is exactly what I'm talking about. You can make... The problem, I agree with what Alex said, that Nigerian and Kenyan immigrants is a death blow to critical race theory and much of systemic racism yeah, argument. Because totally. This is, this is why you have to separate the ideas of the institution has some magical, unfalsifiable, unconscious racist bias, and the, his, the history of racism has created a hole too deep for many people to climb out of on their own. These are two very different concepts that need to be separated, and unfortunately they're not. I can't remember the Blogging Heads TV guy, uh, but he he talks about immigrant pluck be, because that evidently is the counter argument to that. that and is, I yes. had never that heard is, that yes. argument before. Black uh, black people here are saying, well, you can't expect us to have that immigrant pluck. Those people came here, so they have a lot of uh, you know gumption, they, a lot of uh, well, motivation. Sort of true, but not in the way that they're saying. So I think you could make an argument that'd be fair to say that a person who's more likely to immigrate to another country has mm -hmm. a personality type that is striving towards success. I naturally. agree. We've been pilfering those. Right. We've been poaching those people from around the world forever. Why do you no, think no, America no, obviously rules? Not everyone immigrating to a country, but I'm saying more generally, if, if you were to say the average person immigrating to another country versus the average person staying in their country, especially if their country isn't you know, a good country. Lazy people are going to stay. It's so obvious. Right. Lazy people are going to stay put. They're going to hunker down. They're going <laughs> to stay home. Uh, Paradox for $1 says, I was not able to enjoy anything from Quentin Tarantino since Death Proof. True. Death Proof is one of the shittiest fucking movies ever made. Man, this guy. This fucking you guy. like Death Proof, Adam? Well, there's one scene that you have to fast forward through. That when they're in the coffee shop, yeah, you, that's unwatchable. That movie is fucking. It, it's it's an attempt to be woke feminist, and it's like the literal opposite. Oh, totally. I don't think that's what purpose. I love about it. Like, yeah, the, but I don't think that was on purpose. Okay, come on. They got the cheerleader the whole time. It's like, like every movie needs a cheerleader. <laughs> Uh, he also says, remember Four Rooms? I didn't see Four Rooms. Four no, Rooms that was, was awful. Four Rooms was uh, terrible. But uh, He likes Four Rooms. I never saw that. Uh, Django Trash. Disagree. And Glorious Blasters. Delusional. True. I heard the last one was good, but I just can't bring myself to watch Tarantino's Oppression Olympics. Mm. Uh, mm. Utter Nonsense for $1 says, this guy's background is a sewer because all his opinions are absolute shit. Perfect. True. See, this is the problem. He's in a sewer with shit and slime in the background <laughs> saying that he's just making shit up like right in the start <laughs> he's yeah. very upfront about it 
Racism is baked into how we do things in ways that we may not realize and may not even intend. I'll give you an example. Yeah, you know when you cut an onion in your kitchen? Racist. <laughs> what the fuck? There's no better way to just drive people crazy than tell them their entire lives that racism is the ultimate evil. Oh, and by the way, the way you take out the garbage is fucking racist. Right. It's like, yeah, what the fuck? And to be specific, not the ultimate evil, but this, like, the ultimate force on your life that it's always totally. there, pervasive. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder people hate this shit. Yeah, I know. Eurocentrism in history education. That's when you focus on Europe or the descendants of people from Europe in history and kind of ignore the rest of the world, where things also happened. An educator may not set out to center your- So here, here's a, we talk about this with the Adam Healy stream a lot too. I don't know what your experience is. I really didn't learn very much European history at all. Yeah. So was that your experience too? Well, I, I learned a bunch of European history. Yeah, totally. Oh, really? Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I learned about World War One, World War Two. I took oh, no, 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 no. But I'm talking about yeah, okay. Obviously, I learned about World War One and World War Two. I'm talking about like those happened in Europe. FYI, right, just so you okay. Know. I'm okay. When he's talking about European history, I'm assuming he's talking about pre-American European history. Oh yeah, fuck that. Who cares? Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, but you didn't learn about you that. Think right? I, I didn't learn about no, that. yeah, the history no. of France beyond like them helping us in the American Revolutionary War. Hell no. Maybe this is his Canadian bubble here, because maybe the Canadians, since they're technically, you know, the serfs of the, the UK, maybe they learn yeah. a bunch of British history. But here in America, damn it, uh, we don't learn a lot of history pre-American founding because, yeah, let's be honest, totally. it wasn't really the world wasn't really that important before America was founded. Sure. So. I took a world cultures class that the fucking instructor was amazing. And most of the stuff that I know, I learned from that one semester his freshman year in high school. Mm -hmm. And he went through like uh, World War One, World War II. Like uh, we learned about Russia, like Russians uh, always wanting a freshwater port. That was a big driving motivation for them. Uh, invading a bunch of countries and stuff like that. But everything that we learned about the world was how it related to America <laughs> like America uh, was like we learned a lot about the Cold War but we learned about the Cold War because it was relevant to America so and they right. did call that class they did call the class world cultures but it was basically I mean, the world cultures that affect America I I went in, in my school we had one year in high school of world history mm -hmm. freshman year two I don't remember anything about it. It was incredibly boring. So you had a terrible instructor. We had an instructor that just yes. fucking killed it. Like he came yeah. in and, and just, he told a story that was a narrative story that like he told all the fucking drama, all the drama that, that no. went on with the different well, SARS and Caesars and shit. It was so for, great. for some reason, our world history teacher required us to read Nicholas and Alexandra, a tomb <laughs> of a book about the last hour of Russia, and it's so fucking boring, and I'm like, what is the point of this? How is this relevant no whatsoever? There was no reading. It was like audiobooks. Every, it was like an hour of audiobooks, <laughs> and I just loved it. The, what, Sar, is it Sar Nicholas the first was the, started World War One. Uh, the guy called him the nut. I still remember it to this day. 
Like on mm. the exam, he called him the nut so much that he let you answer questions on the exam, uh, like instead of Czar Nicholas the, the first the or nut. the second. You could say the nut. Yeah, exactly. So I So basically I you had remember. Robin Williams as your world history professor. Dude, he was amazing. Side. Yeah, he, exactly. he said, Take it off your like... shoes, stand on your desk, carpe <laughs> diem, Adam. Yeah, exactly. Uh he had a toothpick in his mouth. He always had a toothpick. He all, the class was right after lunch. And he always That's had a toothpick in his mouth. That's how you knew he was mouth. cool. He always had a toothpick in his mouth. No, we would watch. Yeah. We would watch the toothpick because the toothpick was, it was like, how is that thing staying in there? Because it was like barely, like it sometimes it would be out of his mouth, like stuck on the sides. That's actually, that's, that's interesting and to say. That's actually be talking. That's actually, I don't know if this was intentional, that, but that is an intentional uh, a strategy to distract people. Really? Uh, yeah, it there's worked. Some, what's the name of the lawyer? It's like from a hypnotism thing, isn't it? Yeah, we would, we would be fixated on that toothpick. Is it going to fall? Is today the day the toothpick falls? So what's, you remember, the, what's the lawyer from Inherit the Wind's name? I'm blanking. On Inherit the Wind, that musical that I never watched? Oh my God! Inherit the so, wind. Inherit the Wind is a fantastic movie about the Scopes Monkey Trial, where a person was arrested oh, I've for seen teaching that. evolution yeah. in school. I've seen that. Yeah. Okay. It's black and white, right? Yes, it's it's an old movie. It's black and white. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen some old. I've seen Twelve Angry Men. Come on, I'm cool. I've seen a, a face in the. Oh, Henry I've seen Drummond a face in the, the crowd. Have you seen a face in the crowd? So, we should watch so Henry a face Drummond, in the crowd with serfs. <laughs> so so the, anyway, the lawyer from Inherit the Wind, in the real life lawyer, whatever his name was, if it was Hunter Drummond, or if that was a fictional version of the real guy, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. uh, he would do what you just said to distract. Like when, when it was the other attorney's turn to present evidence to the court, he would have like a, a cigar that would like, <laughs> the ash was like, like baked oh, onto the cigar yeah. somehow so it would never fall but you oh, would keep yeah. staring at it because you keep waiting for the ash to fall off the cigar and it would just keep getting bigger and bigger and you're like how is the ash not falling and he would purposely do that during the other lawyer's testimony just so that the jury would be distracted and he'd stick it. a wire in it i've done yeah, that stick for, a wire in for it, a yes. movie scene yeah yeah that's how you get the ash to stay you stick a wire in the cigarette and you can do like a super long ash it looks really cool little movie yeah, magic for you guys but the tools and information available to them might treat that as the norm. Regardless of intent, this results in the history of people from other continents. I love it how... So We've we got two seconds, Adam! No! Well, it's just the idea that it's wrong for you to study your history. Like, you have to be egalitarian yeah, about studying... Like, what the fuck, yeah. dude? Imagine this in the Star Trek universe. Not only do you have to study... Earth history. Cuban history. You have to yes. study every fucking history in well, the galaxy. I mean, like, we don't even have to go to, to science fiction. It's like, get so, fucked. You know, it's too much I, to learn. If I immigrate to India, I'm not going to demand that, that in history class we learn about, you know, American history in India. Like, I, totally. I don't understand, you know, they're going to teach totally. about their country's history. So, as I'm saying, my experience in America is that we learned primarily only about American history. And I would assume that European countries learn about like their specific country's history as the majority of it. They're not going to learn about, you know, a bunch of other bullshit that's not super relevant to them. They go to the good stuff. They want you to feel proud. They're like, I, you know, right. French people have a tough enough time. They they want them to feel proud of being French. I mean, I don't, again, maybe, maybe me and Adam just had some very specific 
you know, special education, but I'm assuming most Americans learn primarily American history. It's not this huge focus on, on the rest of Europe. That, uh, that book, white or black rednecks and white liberals goes pretty hard on the Scottish, which I mm -hmm. thought was hilarious because my favorite, uh, philosophers, David Hume, and he's Scottish. And I thought, Oh, that's there you interesting. Go. Yeah. Bunch of drunks. Everyone, even no matter what, you just got to go to the good stuff. You find the good people in your past. Was he white, Adam? He was Scottish. Get out, get the fuck out. Of course, I'm, I, I'm not making assumptions. Okay, I'm not a bigot. I'm not going to make that assumption. Oh, okay. Was he a white male, Adam? David Hume, of course. Yeah. You think that? Do you think women are interested in philosophy? Proof. Come on. Proof that. Oh, proof that Adam is a racist. Sexist bigot. Actually, you know, I Confirmed. know. There's a. I know a you couple. You know that you're a racist, sexist. Bigot. No, I know a couple women that are fucking obsessed with philosophy. <laughs> like it's... There you go. Yeah. Thereby presenting their story. Did you call me a sexist? I did. Yes. Oh, okay, it is less important than that of whitos <laughs> like myself, and less worthy of study. Wait. He should have said honky. He should have said honky. I like white. <laughs> that Wido. is the norm. Regardless of intent, this results in the history of people from other continents being neglected, thereby presenting their story as less important than that of whiteos like myself and less worthy of. This is so fucking stupid. Okay, obviously, and if, if he is Canadian, which I, we're assuming, I don't know. I'm assuming in Canada you learn Canadian history and then you probably learn British history because you're fucking Brits. Like No, they learn what? American history. They're they're That's, so, there you go. They're there so you go. beaten down. They're like, it'd That's be too true. boring if we learned Canadian history. You <laughs> like, know you know how much Canadian history we learn in America? Zero. Zero. Yeah. I know, I know shit nothing about Canadian about Canada. history. You know why? Canada has never, never been. Canada's never been a threat. We know all kinds of shit about the Soviet Union. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying this destroys this whole white racist narrative. Because if it was about race, then yeah, we would learn about Canadian history because they're white. But yeah. we don't because it's the fucking relevant to Americans whatsoever. Yeah, totally irrelevant. <laughs> How's it feel to be irrelevant? <laughs> Daddy. That's that's all it is. <laughs> well, okay, obviously that's not all. I'm not gonna do like a semester's worth of critical race theory education in this YouTube video. I'm not gonna do five minutes worth in this five minutes in and I've done one sentence of what critical race theory is and it's not even accurate. Yeah, social dynamics over personal beliefs or actions. It's questionable. Like, I'd love to hear an argument on this, but I right. doubt... Well, he doesn't give us one. Spoiler alert. Well, so, so like, the bare-bones uh, take of what he mm -hmm. of what he gave was that... Is what you, how did you describe it? Uh, social now? dynamics over personal beliefs or actions. Right. You basically... It, I had a friend of mine, uh, this guy, Dan, who always, man, he was so depressing to hang out with. He was such a, a pessimist. And I just, I've been a lifelong optimist. So I always have worked and tried and like tried to get ahead and stuff like that. And every time I would do anything, he'd always tell me, oh, you can't do that because society's stacked against you, all this shit. I'm like, that's exactly right. what this critical race theory sounds like. It sounds like, ah, oh, dude, just, you can't do that. Nah, no, powers but, against what, you. Right. What I was going to say is that that's such a, that his 
explanation of critical race theory is so broad and bare bones that essentially it would be like saying, oh, well, Nazism is just a, just a form of nationalism originated <laughs> in World War II in Germany or pre-World War II in Germany. Like, it, that's what he's, ba- that's like the same comparison. He's giving you this very like broad, vague, useless definition of critical race theory. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Obviously, it's more complicated than that in a lot of ways that I'm particularly ill-equipped to discuss. But that's not going to stop me from making a 20-minute video on the subject. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I have the education, life experience, or just... Why do you think he picked this video? You you're, seem to go at him for not doing his research and stuff like that, but not everyone, is PS- not everyone is PSA Sitch, man. No, he wants like, the he- clicks... Adam. Okay. okay, and also because you know why? Because right now there's a narrative about critical mm. race theory, and he has yeah. to fight back. Or maybe, yeah, his patrons a, here, are at okay. him like, "What are you going to do?" Critical conspiracy race theory. theory. Here's the conspiracy theory, Adam. Okay, mm. I don't know if you know this, but Thoughtslime mm. and the Surfs regularly stream together. What? I did not know that, and I okay. should. Uh, well, I don't know if regularly. I know that they, I think they stream together pretty often. Okay? Terrifying. Maybe, maybe just Terrifying. Sometimes. So so here's the conspiracy theory. Maybe Thought Slime watched our conversation with the serfs. No saw way. Saw the serfs get blown the fuck out on critical race theory and then decided that he needed to create a counter narrative that the bread tubers could draw on. Oh but my he needed God. to do it quickly. And so that's why he just kind of shat this out with no research very quickly. Blown the fuck out. <laughs> that's just a theory. Oh, that might not be true. That might not be true, but that's just my conspiracy theory, you know. I think that was my favorite clip on the clip channel when you blew him out, when you blew out the surfs on race theory. Just <sighs> natural brain smarts to do the subject any justice. But if you just want a simple answer to the question, what is critical race theory? It's that. It's that thing I said. If you're looking for an answer to the question, how come everyone's mad about it? Stay tuned. Now, it, it doesn't sound con- Why is everybody mad about it, Sitch? Because it's terrible reason. and racist and bigoted and anti-American democracy. Yeah, well, also, you got a bunch of people have been raised <laughs> to s- see society as a colorblind society, and now people are actively telling them that's racist. So mm. you've, you've had all these people socialized dare I say, indoctrinated with this philosophy that we should uh, treat all races equally. And now you're saying that just saying, uh, striving towards that is actually just lip service and that you really I mean, haven't done. But, but think of the argument that he's just made. He's saying, you know, he gave this very bare bones uh, definition of critical race mm-hmm. theory. He said, that's it. I'm not going to explore, you know, explore it further. I'm just now going to totally pivot to why people are mad about it and totally straw man that. This would be like saying, I don't understand why people are so against fascism. I mean, I'm not going to look into the history of fascism. I'm not going to look into examples of fascism. But look, here's the definition of fascism, okay? It's about, you know, the word fascism just means a bundle of sticks joined together. It's about strength through unity. That's all fascism means, guys. It just means strength through unity, okay? That's all you need to know. You know, when I then pivot into now talking about why people don't like fascism and totally straw man them, I don't have to go into any further detail about fascism. Do you know that the fascists and the Marxists were at one time in league? Did you did you know that? 
Yes, they were in league to destroy the terrible uh, centrist. <laughs> the fascist and the Marxist uh, wanted to achieve the same thing, but the fascist thought you could only achieve it on the national level, and the Marxist believed you could achieve it on the on world. On a global level. On the, right. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why, I mean, that's why, um, as much as they hate to say it, that's why Nazism is called national socialism. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Though, I mean, to be fair, though, you, the, there is a, another key difference is that fascism focuses much more on ethnic groups, where communism obviously focuses on class groups, not ethnic groups. Yes. But it, it is it is believing that whole strength through unity, you know, power of the people, collective, you know, stuff. But stuff. The they, they found a way, and this is where the cultural Marxism, which is, I know, triggers thought slime, so I'm, I'll say it again, cultural Marxism. <laughs> this is this is the whole idea behind the cultural Marxism being uh, blurring those lines, saying, "Well, right. a good a good way to discern class is through race," which is just that's so evil. Like there are black people that actually have money, guys. I know it's hard to believe with this stereotype going around that the left is always talking about, "Oh, blacks, poor people, poor, living in poverty." It's like no, that's so that's so wrong. Why put that stereotype out there? I would hate that stereotype. Uh, Explosive X for 549 euros says, Edinburgh University has recently renamed its David Hume Tower. I know. Over I the philosopher's that. comments on matters of yeah. race. To uh -oh. George Floyd Tower or something like that. Uh -oh. Yeah. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Is that they threw, they threw David Hume under the bus for George Wow. Sad. I don't care. Sad. I don't give a fuck about some tower. Who cares? Uh, Hummer Eduardo Rodriguez Medrano for $5 says, that is so obvious. I studied history in Mexico, and I learned about Mexican history mostly. We didn't even study World War I. True. Exactly. Very true. Uh, Cruz Buggin for 279 Canadian says, uh, so, I assume show, show some respect to your Canadian fans. If you're Canadian and you're watching or listening to the stream, obviously <laughs> oh, no. you're one of oh, the no. few elite Canadians, okay, who is super amazing and 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 obviously since you've donated, you have free will critters, okay? You have free Special will. Special forces Canadian. We have yes, a you have very <laughs> You have evolved beyond petty things like race or nationality. You are a true enlightened centrist. Very okay. much so. Yeah. But all those other Canadians. Thought slime in particular. Controversial. Just that institutions and like society-wide trends can have a meaningful impact on your lived experience. But there are a few reasons that it is. The first is. You know what's going to really impact your lived experience? When you think every single thing that happens to you, every single exchange that you have in public that doesn't necessarily go swimmingly is because due to of racism. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, true. You, that's really going right. to ruin your fucking outlook on life. That's to true. To think that some to think that white supremacists are gang stalking you. That's really <laughs> going to be helpful for your for for your mental state. Yes. That you cannot succeed in that this white supremacy in every corner. Yes. Oh yeah, that you might as well not even try. Why try to get that scholarship? You know, you're great at math, but the world is against you is obviously, let's get this out of the way, some people like racism. 
this is a thought slime video, so you know I have to call something racist. That's the whole trademark thing that I do in every video. So see, maybe he Adam, did see Surf's he, fucking video. He did. <laughs> he watched the debate. See, he knew Adam. He's calling you out Holy right now. Holy shit, he is, isn't he? Isn't yeah. he? I got so many comments from people just that love the fact that I did that. <laughs> I just cut. We're cut. At, at Sitch and Adam, we cut through the fucking bullshit here. We like to cut through the nonsense. We should we should change our, our, our channel name to No Bullshit. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I take everything back that I just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just... To tide you over for now, um, uh, okay, uh, like when a medieval king or knight eats a big turkey leg, that's racist. That's racist now. See, all you guys, when you go to the Ren Fair and you get your big turkey leg, now you got to wonder, is this racist? Am I being a well, racist right now? It's funny because he's saying this as like, I'm going to pick something random as a joke, but. I know. But I'm sure. But. I'm sure that if you talk to an avowed critical race theorist, they would say that the fact that America has these Renaissance fairs and these jousting shows is just proof of their Eurocentric white supremacy racism. Because, you know, you don't see them having medieval Asian shows or medieval African shows or medieval Indian shows, right? Mm. Why is it medieval European night shows? <laughs> do, I really have to, do I really have to answer that? Yeah, what, they, we know where? the answer, Adam. It's because of racism. So uh, let's see. The solution the to that. The big turkey leg is racist, Adam. The, the solution to that is for us to find some other culture in the world and appropriate that culture as our history, right? We You're can right, have a, but we can oh have my a God, we, we're not allowed to appropriate things. That's cultural oh, appropriation. Oh, really? Oh, we can't do that? Oh, shit. It's almost like no matter what you do, you lose. You lose. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's horrible. What Are is you, the line have you, from War Games? Have you been to Ren Fair? Of course. Okay. Of course. He's like, of course. I like the cleavage. only way to win is not to play. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. be honest. I've only been to a Renaissance Fair once in my entire life, and there's a re and you know why? You went for the cleavage, right? Yes, actually, there was a girl I liked <laughs> in he's school. Like, he's like, should I lie here or not? Oh, no, okay. there was a there, no, there was a girl I liked in school who was part of a Renaissance fair. So I went. Of course, I went to hang out with her. That's the only time I've ever been to Renaissance. Was fair. she hanging out with you? She worked there. She was one of the. Renaissance oh my god, she was one of the people. winches. She was. She was in. You know, like they always have the chess games. Yeah. She was one. Of, she was like the queen or something in, in the chess game. Oh, in the chess game. So I was like, Z I gotta hang out. Zero yeah. sub chess game. That's right. How'd it go? It, it went. It went all right. It went well. It went well <laughs> you know. Good for you. You Ren do Fair like at the Renaissance Fair, they wear those amazing like push-up bras, where like their tits are like up to their chin. It's like oh, <laughs> fantastic. I, I didn't want I was dragged to the Ren Fair kicking and screaming, but that was the pitch. Come on, Adam. You'll love it. There's cleavage By everywhere. By whom, sir? Uh, a friend of mine, a, a guy friend. Okay. He lo he loves Ren Fair. Like he would go every year. He's like, you got to do Ren Fair this year. I work there for like three weeks. I'm like, dude, you're kidding.
Like who wants to who wants to hang out at Ren Fair for three weeks? That's better, nuts. better than better than Ren. I mean, I've only been once, but better than Ren Fair was. Uh, I love those those jousting shows mm-hmm. where you get to watch them like attack each other in horses, and they give you those like the turkey legs. They give you the big like custom Cornish game hen meals. That's fun. yeah. That's good. No, the, there was good food, and there was. I mean, I couldn't complain about the cleavage, man. It was everywhere. <laughs> like they were, they they got their game going. I think that's why he worked there for three weeks. <laughs> Probably. That, kings and knights are canceled. Anyway, some people like racism. Conscious. Wait a minute. Desert runner for Who five likes Aussie racism? bucks says. Desert runner for five Aussie bucks says, "Sit, you missed my super chat from last week. I demand satisfaction." Desert runner, I. We already gave I, it. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you came in late. I literally read your super chat right in the beginning of the stream and apologized for your amazing super chat that I missed. Yeah. And I got angry because you super chatted on my live stream and I didn't know you were coming out as S class. You traitor. <laughs> you traitor. And they think racism is very good. So when you're like, hey. Who, who would think racism is very. Oh, wait. Critical Richard race Spencer. theory. <laughs> well, and critical race theory, yeah. Critical race theory. Richard Spencer, who's now endorsed Joe Biden. <laughs> no, he, endo- he endorsed Ibrahim uh, Kendi's proposal that it's racist for white people to adopt black children. Yeah. The horseshoe is real. You've convinced me after all this yes. time. After all this time. See, it's so funny. Like, uh, you have best selling anti racist author was saying about how it's like white colonizers who are yeah. adopting black children. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, it's it is terrible. And you got Richard like they should do a collab. <laughs> and Richard Spencer literally retweeted it and said, like, this is true. <laughs> yeah. Let's do something about all the racism. They're like, nah. Racism is tight. Let's not. By no means is this the majority of people or the majority of people that are opposed to critical race theory. You so know at least at least that's fair, right? He says that that's not the majority of people opposed to critical race. Oh, yeah, that is good. That's good, yeah. That's fair. But you know credit Richard Spencer is, like, too. maniacally rubbing his hands together about, like, oh, these critical race guys, they get it. They're, like, racist, too. Well, no, he's <laughs> trolling. I think they're both, but I think that a lot of the critical race people are patently racist against white people. He, he oh, wants sure. the He wants the the accelerationism he wants it to reach he wants the race war so i'm glad you brought that up because i had forgotten and i want to talk about this but i've forgotten so someone had said something in a tweet and i looked it into this i couldn't find the exact sourcing but um so apparently ibrahim kendi if i'm saying his name correctly the guy mm-hmm. who's his best-selling author for anti how to be anti-racist or whatever yeah when he was uh in college or high school he thought he thought two things. He thought white people were aliens. <laughs> nice. He thought white people were aliens. And then are we he the, revised are that. Are we the good? Hold on, hold on. Yes. Which kind of alien? Like the xenomorph? Are we like the terror? Or yeah, are we exactly. like the yes. good aliens? You know, they have that white people have a secret mouth that like when they unhinge their jaw <laughs> comes out and it sucks Don't the leave me hanging, man. Don't leave color. me hanging. Yes. Is it the arrival or? Is it the fucking? Is no, it it's like the aliens. It's the xenomorphs, Adam. Oh my god! We're not we're not friendly octopus monsters trying to communicate through painting. Okay, we're we're ripping oh out the throats god. of innocent people of color and, and ingesting our eggs in their chests. Okay. 
Well, the acid blood is at least cool. That's true. Uh, so, but then later he revised it. He went down. He downgraded. He said, "Well, humans aren't. I mean, white people aren't aliens, but they are a different species of human than people of color." Oh my! Okay? So God. he went, and I couldn't. And I want to find this. Apparently, he wrote oh an op-ed God. about this in college that I was trying to find, but I think it's been erased from the internet. If anyone knows, send a link to me on Twitter because I'd love to read it. I'm assuming that he got sucked up into Nation of Islam, you know, Yakuza. Sounds bullshit. like it. So, yeah. Oh my God. Parasitic aliens roaming the universe. Right. But obviously, they exist. Let's just get out of the way. Moving on. The second reason is because critical theory was first developed by the Stinko Pinkos at the Frankfurt School. Hearing that something was created by a bunch of Marxists is enough to get a significant portion of people to reflexively assume it's designed to take away your freedom and make guns, soda, and the Bible illegal somehow. Like if, if we admit that- Here at PSA, for Sitch and Adam Friended, we don't want to make soda illegal. But we do want to drive <laughs> poppers out of existence. Down with the poppers. Soda forever. When he made the soda reference, this has to be. Like, he is completely, he's sending us secret messages right it's now. It's all like about the us. Soda, the it's soda all about thing. us. Like, I think he might be a fan. I'm starting to feel bad Maybe here. he's a fan. That's true. Institutions can be racist. That means no. No, but what I was going to say seriously, though, is that um, it's also very disingenuous because while it's true, if you find out that some ideology is created by communists or Marxists, I guess specifically, it should make you raise an eyebrow. And I shouldn't instantly dismiss it, but you should be critical of it. You should say, well, that's interesting. And you should look into it. And when you look into a series of thought created by Marxists or, or even if it's not created by, but bolstered by Marxists, and you find out that they don't believe liberal democracy can solve your problems and that a revolutionary a revolution is needed, it kind of seems like maybe then it's an existential threat to America. I don't know. Maybe it's I don't know what the word existential threat means, but uh, that's how I interpret it. <laughs> it means a threat to your existence. It's really... I, you know, think, I tend to think when someone existence. says an existential threat, it means they want to destroy the very foundations of your yeah. existence. And yeah. when you say you want to overthrow liberal democracy, it seems a little bit like an existential threat to me. I don't know. Have don't you know. seen should... Aliens 1? The the yeah, Xenomorphs, that's like an existential threat. <laughs> like they're trying yes. to get back to Earth. Yes. Uh, Stephen Hicks' book, Understanding Postmodernism, just completely annihilates... Uh, the the argument that postmodernists well and a lot of this critical race stuff comes out of postmodernism isn't just Marx repackaged Marxism. Uh, Bobby Nobody. says basic sitch Disney and medieval times. This is why we are a team. Wow, someone doesn't like medieval times or Disney. Wow. terrible, <laughs> terrible. Uh, but Skip Mayfield for ten dollars strikes back and says, "Thank you for making discount Will Wheaton watchable." That's an actual, that's a very apt comparison. Uh, also, S-Class is best class, mostly because Adam lives in California. Yeah, I know. Everyone's leaving California. Rogan left. Uh, ben Shapiro left. I'm, I'm looking around. I'm starting to think, is it really that dangerous here? It just doesn't seem that dangerous. You can believe it. 
important anymore. The third and most relevant reason is because it sort of contradicts the conservative principle that one's individual choices are the sole factor in determining whether or not someone will succeed in life. This is the moral foundation of their worldview. I say sort of because a more reasonable conservative might argue that even if the odds are stacked against one group of people, you as an individual could still work hard enough to counter those odds and succeed despite that. But they're not going to make that argument though, because then they'd leave themselves open to the criticism that even if it's possible to succeed despite injustice, it, you still shouldn't have injustice. Injustice is still bad. So it becomes necessary to pretend at the same time that this injustice does not exist, but even if it did, it wouldn't be that big a problem. Here's Ben Shapiro. Any, any, any comment on that, Adam? Yeah, the it's the immigrant pluck argument right there. They're like, uh, the injustice does exist, but uh, obviously people overcome it. But I mean, well, I, I think all, like everyone faces injustice though. Like, come right. on, just because you're born white doesn't, there's so many other factors. Like I wasn't born rich. My parents weren't rich. He, he's saying that conservatives will never make that argument because conservatives will never accept, they never will state that the world is unjust. Systemically. Yeah, that's, bullshit. that's bullshit. I mean, I'm not conservative, so I'm not going to comment on that. I, obviously, I think the world is uh, unjust, but I'm a disaffected centrist, enlightened centrist liberal, so. I don't think I conservatives, I don't, conservatives, I think, basically, believe in the law of karma even though they would never like they're not for eastern right I, I'm, no i know what you're saying yeah. <clears throat> they want they're worried about creating a world where that doesn't respond to incentives where people uh where injustice is propagated and people get ahead but i both sides are worried about that correct right i think jordan peterson said this um and if he didn't i'm just going to attribute it to him even though i don't think he's really conservative uh, he said that even if the world isn't just, it's beneficial for you to act like it is on an individual level because that's what's going to help you strive towards success. That's what's going to help you, you know, keep being motivated. And I think that's what you're talking about when you said there's sort of this belief in karma because it's, it's, it's like this belief that if you work hard and try hard, you will be eventually rewarded for that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I believe, I mean, I've faced injustice. I'm sure you faced injustice. Sure. A lot of, everyone faces injustice. It doesn't, like to promote this narrative that white people never face injustice and black people only face injustice is just, I mean, it's toxic. It is terrible for society. Right, definitely. I'm but sure it, Thought it's, Slime it's, has faced injustice. Like, I'm sure uh, he has. Look, he's I mean, look facing us right now. Oh, <laughs> but uh, no, but... Um, I, it's not, I don't think it's a question of that. I think it's more a question of, and we've talked about this a lot. If you just, whatever you focus on primarily, that's going to become your world. Yeah, your reality. And I think that's why if, if all you focus on is one thing, if all you focus on is, you know, this oppressive racist system, that's your reality. That's all you're going to see reality as, is a racist oppressive system and you're basically preparing yourself for failure your entire life. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it is when you when failure comes, you don't necessarily want to blame your own actions. You you don't want to say I should have done different things. I mean, right. it's 
it's tough. It's like a case by case basis. Obviously, sure. I hate saying that because that's what fucking well, Surf said. But the thing, and again, but the thing, the thing that's more important about this, um, is what I've always said is that even if even if you don't believe in conservative political ideology, it's mm. still beneficial to to believe in the bootstraps argument on an individual level. That's what's going to help you personally succeed in life. Because yes, a lot of times in life, you're going to be met with failure. That's completely something that you don't have control over. It's going to be some unfair part of the universe or the system or someone being an asshole or something, but you don't have control over that. All you have control over is yourself. Yeah. And that's all you can change really. Ruining yep. my YouTube recommendations by destroying systemic racism. Shouting institutional racism does not actually combat racism. You have to find individual instances and you have to show me who the racists are so that we can fight them together. I hate racism. I think it's evil. But if you're just going to say institutional racism. <laughs> it's like, I hate racism, but. But. As if he really does, I mean. Racism, every time something bad happens, there's no way to fight it. I need a policy that you're proposing, or I need a person who's actually racist so that we can fight it together, or we can determine whether the policy is good. You can see the old switcheroo Ben is pulling here. You say that racism is not the result of a few individuals, but rather systemic problems. And he says, well, if these systems are truly racist, show me the racist individuals. The framing of the Wait, is that what he said? Wait, let me go back a sec. Systemic racism. Shouting institutional racism does not actually combat racism. You have to find individual instances and you have to show me who the racists are. Okay, so he didn't... Okay, so again, so I don't know what Ben Shapiro said because, again, obviously if you've been listening to the stream for a long time, I'm not some big Ben Shapiro fan or anything, but... I read his book, off... it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> he's cut off the beginning of, of what even is the topic. All, all we know going into this is that Ben Shapiro says it's not helpful to just shout institutional racism. You need to point at a specific person that's causing the problem, or you need to suggest a specific policy that can be looked at. Okay. Which that seems, what is, what is the contradiction there? Yeah. Well, he, he's, he's going to pull the, if there's um, bad outcomes, then obviously, you know, there's racism baked in, even though you don't necessarily know. Like, that's right. the whole argument. Their right. argument is, because this, this is the argument that goes back and forth. They're like, 13% uh, of the population isn't um, rocket scientists. And since right, they're not 13... represented across <clears throat> all fields and, you know, economics. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, obviously, there's some racism in the rocket right. uh, science field that we can't determine and Ben Shapiro steps in. He's like, come on, you got to show me like the individuals that are being racist in the rocket industry, or, you know, you got to show me the policy that says right. we don't hire black people to do rock, to work with rockets. So and this you is can't why... find that, but they're like, so it's baked in somewhere subconsciously, unconsciously. It's like the secret sauce of the rocket industry. Right. And this is why I hate the term systemic racism. It's it's so useless because the term is too broad, it's too vague, it it refers to too many different ideas, too many different things. Because mm -hmm. I'm sure if you asked Ben Shapiro, and I think he's talked about this in other videos, he said that yes, he does think that the history of racism has put certain groups of people in the position that they are in today. Disadvantage. Okay? He's not yes. denying that. But there's a difference between that and saying that there's some 
magical, invisible, unconscious, racist bias that is, you know, forcing people, forcing white scientists to not hire black scientists to be rocket, you know, rocket scientists or whatever. I, but I wonder, and this is, this is the left's argument, but I never hear making it. Uh, is the disadvantage stereotype threat? Like, is this stereotype? Blacks are poor. Blacks can't get ahead. Blacks face systemic racism everywhere. Mm -hmm. Are they living up to that stereotype? They, like, I mean, it's you, so ironic you, that the yeah, left right. is if the one promote... who... <clears throat> the, le the left is the one who buys into stereotype threat. I don't know that the right buys into right. it. But they're, like, not reading their own research because they're the ones that are literally saying stereotype threat is a thing. People live up to the stereotypes we create right. of them. And we shouldn't put those negative stereotypes into the world. And at the same time, they're like, black people are poor and can't get ahead and face systemic racism and get shot by cops. You know, can't yeah, interact exactly. with the cop. It's like, what the fuck? You're the one who's creating the stereotype. I don't yes. like that stereotype of blacks. Very true. Blacks are hardworking Americans that want to get ahead like everybody else. What the fuck? Yep. Policy that you're proposing, or I need a person who's actually racist so that we can fight it together, or we can determine whether the policy is good. You can see the old switcheroo Ben is pulling here. You say that racism is not the result of a few individuals, but rather systemic problems, and he says, well, if these systems are truly racist. But he didn't say that. He just said the problem with randomly shouting institutional racism is that it, which I agree with, is that it's so nebulous and amorphous that how are you supposed to solve that problem? How you fix it? Yeah, we want to like employ American exceptionalism here and fix the goddamn you know, problem. It's like if someone went up to the courthouse and said, the reason there's all these problems with crime is because ghosts have possessed the Constitution. <laughs> You're like, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that information. You know, I, there isn't the Ghostbusters. I can't call someone to to exercise the constitution of ghosts. You need to be a little bit more specific at what you're referring to. <laughs> racist, oh me the racist individuals. The framing of the question makes systemic racism impossible to demonstrate by the dishonest rules he has established. In order to give him evidence he will accept, you have to pivot from systems to individuals. Otherwise, you're- He is ignoring the fact that Ben Shapiro did say individuals or policies. Yeah, totally. You know. Just a little thing. Giving a cop-out answer. Generously, though, he'll also accept explicitly racist policies, but oh, not the discriminatory... Did he say explicitly <clears throat> racist policies, or did he just say Well, policies? he's saying that Ben Shapiro's doing like a, a... where he pivots back and forth between these two things. But no, but did a... Ben Shapiro say... Wait a minute, let's go back. We're at 841, so that's what we'll come back to. I don't remember Ben Shapiro saying explicitly, explicitly racist policies in this clip. He does. He says explicitly. Shouting institutional racism does not actually combat racism. You have to find individual instances and you have to show me who the racists are so that we can fight them together. I hate racism. I think it's evil. But if you're just going to say institutional racism every time something bad happens, there's no way to fight it. I need a policy that you're proposing or I need a person who's actually racist so that we can fight it together or we can determine whether the policy is good. You so he's not even talking policy about... Policy or individuals. Right, but he's not even talking about policies being racist. He's saying suggest a specific policy that you want to implement. Yeah. That's so funny because so, there are plenty of racist policies. It's like affirmative action. It's totally based on race. Right, right. That's true. Policies which are not explicitly racist. 
Racism has to be a choice that a person made, not the result of implicit or unconscious racism in systems or institutions. It's so funny because there's like so little evidence for this unconscious implicit racism. There's none. What are you talking about? Because it's like, no, because they'll, they'll say like, oh, you know, the evidence is, you know, people will take like 0.5 seconds longer to like look at at the faces of people that aren't the same race, you know, totally. in terms if if you do the eye test or whatever. It's like it's so insane. It's so crazy. And the name like, This study. is really what we've reduced ourselves to. We're looking at these tiny tiny <laughs> microaggressions, these tiny differences. We were looking like we we've done our society has done so well, right? Obviously it's not perfect, but it's done so well at combating racism for 20, 30, 40 years that no longer are we talking about fucking people being enslaved no longer are we talking about fucking separate but equal we're talking about like oh well you have a super secret unconscious unvalsifiable can't be proven subconscious racism and that's controlling all your action yeah why do they think if everyone has unconscious biases and unconscious racism why can't you just say the same thing as the reverse is true like oh all all the all the non-white people are actually just racist against white people, so you can't trust what they're saying either, because they're unconsciously racist. Well, they, because it, they are, <clears throat> they're they're consciously racist though, and they've developed a way for them to be consciously racist and it to be a okay because they're right. oppressed and like you should be exactly yeah you That's should what be are is. Yes. yeah you should be against your oppressor you should be uh violently against your oppressor it's why this narrative is so such horrible bullshit because it's like oh some random dude is oppressing me because he started a business well it's it's funny because you know earlier in the video he talked about he was he was criticizing saying like oh well the people against critical race theory you know they don't have any solutions and yet the whole ideology is so fatalistic it's all you know, you're unconsciously racist and it's impossible for you to not be, you know, you have all these biases baked into you, hardwired mm -hmm. into you, and that's just reality. And you just have to accept that you're a bigot. Mm -hmm. That's the only way to prove that racism is the result of implicit or unconscious racism in systems or institutions. So for example, sentencing disparities between powder cocaine possession and crack cocaine possession can't be entered into evidence in Judge Shapiro's courtroom. The fact that the latter tends to fall more heavily on black Americans is irrelevant because the law doesn't expressly state that black people receive longer sentences. Wasn't, wasn't this law changed? I believe it was changed. Uh, so under Obama, it was re the, the sentence disparity was reduced but not removed. Oh, and that really? should tell you something. The fact that it was reduced but not removed probably means that there's some reason for it that some third they're not factor. talking about it's <laughs> some third factor it's always well, this that is goddamn so, third factor this is what's so annoying because it's it's what you said and it's what you know i've said why i hate the term systemic racism is that it only looks at outcomes it's only saying oh well you know if the black population is disproportionately affected by crack sentencing versus cocaine mm. sentencing therefore this is proof that there's some sort of unconscious implicit racism in the system. It's like, wait a minute, before you make this claim about ghosts inhabiting the minds of people and controlling their actions, you need to go back to when this was created. You need to look at the facts and say, 
why was a sentencing difference created in the first place between crack and cocaine? Yeah, exactly. Which none of these people have ever fucking done. They just say, I like, want to know. I want to know. What is it? <laughs> What's a disparity? Right. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is racist, but I don't this know. These wise. people have never fucking proved it because they don't give a shit. This is why Sitch, this is why I love Sitch. Sitch is my go to guy. He looks, he's too curious. He has to look it up. I, yeah, exactly. He I, can't wait. He has to know. I have to know because I'm like, this because there's there's a reason. Okay, even there's this is some a reason here. Someone's lying. We have to get to the bottom of this. This was this was in like the early '90s or the late '80s. Okay, totally. So it's probably just an accident. It's probably some dumb. Well, no, like bullshit. So there's obviously like politicians are always going to give a reason for something, and generally that's always going to be a bullshit reason. Totally. But right. But so you have to know, well, what's their bullshit reason they give? But then what's the actual real reason? Because I, I thought that this all, the crack cocaine disparity had all to do with, you know, the crime wave of the late 80s, early 90s that everyone was freaking out about. And oh, there, yeah, There was totally. some sort of panic where they were blaming, you know, crack as this causing all the violence in the streets. And so it's so funny because it's like, if that's the what it was. The black community like probably this, made them do it. The black if community it was some was like, like irrational panic over something. That was spurred on by the fucking mainstream media. And then that gets the politicians to act a specific way. Like it's like, well, you're saying right. you're going through like this very complex social uh, system that happened and you're just going to dumb it down to uh, implicit racism. Yeah. Well, he's making it sound like white people are like, we really got to stick it to the black people. How can we do it? Well, they like crack right. cocaine more than than regular cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> So let's change the policy. Oh, that's a good idea. That's not how life works. Not at all. Uh, Nathan Ravenstein stain for uh, $2.82 says, my wife says I don't appreciate hard work. I said, hun, that's nonsense. I give super chats to Adam and Sitch each week. <laughs> she asked me how I'm going to make our marriage great again. I told her I don't have time for tribalism. At least now I can watch Sitch and Adam show in peace. Oh my God. Don't true know. fan. Nathan. Nathan is a true fan, a true enlightened individual, true uh, man of free will. Nathan was like, be gone, thought. Oh my <laughs> God. Watch Sitch and Adam. Oh my God. Don't, don't cry to us when you need marriage counseling. <laughs> That's just the result of the law. That doesn't matter, you see. We hadn't made it clear. If you ever have to choose between your loved ones, your family, and us, you better fucking choose us. <laughs> because in theory, if white people were to use crack as much as black people, which we don't, because statistically, white drug users can afford to splurge on fancy cocaines. We Is that true? I have no fucking clue. I don't know. I know that's the narrative, but I don't we, know. I feel like true. we should do a side-by-side -side comparison just for like, you know, just for research purposes. Yes. <laughs> do you Wait, even know I'm what I'm talking crack. about? No, I'm not doing coke. Get out of here. Well, come on, live I'm, a little, I'm man. strictly so, stop a hallucinogens so, man, stop okay? Stop being so stuffy, okay? I'm strictly a coffee up and hallucinogens, okay? I'm not doing coke. Get out come of here. Come on. Come on. You're a bad influence. This man's a bad influence. Way. So Ben is essentially saying here, prove to me this thing exists, but only using evidence which does not prove it exists. Oh, can't do that? Guess it doesn't exist. Checkmate, libs. We, we are arguing, though, over whether or not exi it exists. So, 
I mean, that's a good question. How are you, like, you can't just point to this one policy, which was fucking changed. Do you think this guy knows that it was changed? Well, but it, and but that's what, I mean, we keep saying. It's, the problem is they've constructed a system, a term, systemic racism, that basically mm -hmm. says, I don't have to actually find evidence for my claim. Yeah, exactly. Period. Yeah, You just have to accept it. Well, the ev the evidence for the claim, though, is any disparity in outcomes, which is it's, that's fucking bonkers. That's bonkers. There's a disparity in outcomes in the number of people that buy romance novels. Right. You know why? Guys don't fucking buy romance novels, okay? Like, it's not sexism. It's not a sexism thing. It's guys aren't interested in buying romance novels. Like, there are things like that that happen in the world all the time. Like, you can't point to the disparity and say, this is evidence. You know, on average, guys like sports and then women. Yes. Reality check. Here's Steven Crowder with the slightly less piss-minded take that systemic racism and sexism... Speaking of piss-minded, I'll be right back. ...existed in the past. But nowadays, everything is fine and dandy. So again, let's compare this to examples of actual institutionalized racism, like being prevented from voting, being forced to not being allowed to sit at the front of the bus. That was a big one. Yeah. Now, almost all of these movies. See, I hate this too, because a lot of times people are conflating systemic racism with institutional racism. And it's good that they're making it clear. I was supposed to debate, I was going, I was contemplating debating Skylar Fiction on this, but he wouldn't, uh, I couldn't iron out which he was talking about, uh, systemic racism and, or institutional racism. And he kept on vacillating between the two, using the two interchangeably when we we're talking about setting up the debate. And I was like, man, <laughs> this is nonsense. What's your definition of systemic racism? Movements today, if you contrast institutionalized racism, and if you look at that, by the way, they were they were won legislatively. Institutionalized racism is a institutional policy that is is racist. It discriminates against people based on their race or ethnicity. Mm -hmm. They were won through education. Yeah. Whereas in this case, these incident, these modern well, day tweet movements, that. <laughs> tweet, these modern day movements are won by keeping people in the dark. Almost all, let's look through all of the major movements in recent memory. And they, uh, the catalyst was something anecdotal. So as a matter of fact, there is zero evidence. Just like there is zero evidence that women are oppressed, and there is zero evidence of systemic, institutionalized discrimination and or race. See, he used it uh, interchangeably there. Systemic and institutional. Racism. But rape culture now, they just, people believe it. It's hedging your bets on failure. It's giving you an excuse for your poor behavior, for your failure, because you chalk it up to some discrimination that doesn't exist. That's the reason people use this right now. I say that this... Hard to argue with that. I don't necessarily know if I have a good argument. It seems like a lot of people do use it to justify their own failure, which I understand. You know, I'm a human being. I've fucking failed at all kinds of things. Uh... I guess maybe because I've I'm never a failed more... at anything ever, so I don't know what you're talking about. Really? Come on, you failed never. at some shit. My... No, nope, nope, perfect. Some... I wonder if a little bit of masochism is actually good for you because, uh, like, the fact that I failed at a lot of stuff, I think I actually enjoy blaming myself a bit for that failure. Where I know other people just like they can sleep at night if they thought they were to blame right. for anything. So. Yeah, I, I, I blame myself for lots of shit. Well, more important than that, 
it's almost sundown. And you know what that means? Happy Yom Kippur, my fellow Jews. What does that mean? Are you, you got to go? You can't like talk on the phone or something? Oh, I'm not going to go. I'm just saying happy Yom Kippur. Oh, so you're basically a bad Jew is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm a, I've said this many <laughs> times. I don't, I don't fucking observe any of this shit. What are you, you supposed know, to do? You know, I got to keep the, up appearances, Adam. What's the Yom Kippur, uh, what is, what's the thing that you're supposed to Yom do? Kippur what's Kippur is, what is the, the holiest, ritual? holiest. This is of, the holiest uh, holy. day? Yes, the oh, holiest wow. of holy uh, Jewish holidays. This is the day where mm. God decides whether he's going to inscribe your fate into the book of life or the book of death. You're fucking playing with fire here, and you're just going to live stream that and say, like, we could be saying profanity and stuff. God loves me. We're talking about, doesn't care. We're talking about doing a side by side comparison <laughs> between crack cocaine and regular cocaine. Look, I'm doing I'm doing the Lord's work, okay? God wants America to be a free, democratic, colorblind society, okay? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So God loves this. This is, he's put my name, he's not only put my name in the Book of Life, he put it in full caps. You know, he wrote it in with like a wax seal. He's bookmarked it. It's solid. Solid. We're, we're here, we're trying to red pill people. And by red pills, I mean uh, ecstasy, but... <laughs> <laughs> take is less piss-minded because it allows for the possibility of systemic racism or sexism it just denies that it, it's currently a thing make no mistake however his mind it is still pissy he claims that white people are more likely to be arrested by the police than black people which is a demonstrably not true when accounting for the percentage of each type of person in the general population and b in the fictional world where it were true that would be an example of systemic racism it's worth noting however that in the real world the world that you and i live in there can't be systemic racism against white people because uh, we're we're the system the system in question is us Hmm. That's not true. That's yeah. not even remotely We're the true. system. Because just so, the the system is based on the majority. Is that what he's saying? Well, I well, I don't. What he's saying is bullshit because it's also inherently simplistic. You can't say that there's like one unified system, right, that controls all all systems in America. No, the whole okay. the whole point of the Constitution is checks and balances, like overlapping. No, but I systems. mean, like. You could have an institute. You could have like colleges, for example. You could have sure. colleges could be, you know, Princeton and Yale. Like they're 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 being sued right now because aren't they? They're racist against yeah. Asians or whatever. Okay, so you could have institutions like that that could be systemically racist to Asians or white people. Mm -hmm. Just because of the majority in the country doesn't mean that they're free from all systemic oppression everywhere. That's yeah. not how it works, buddy. Princeton's like man. You know the race analogy where they're like the running the marathon thing? You know that analogy yes. they like to use? Like yes. black people never got to start the race. They're like, no. Soon they started further be... back and they had a bunch of weights on them. Yes. Right. The Asians at Princeton are like, dude, slow down, you guys. Come on. Like fake a limp or something. You're killing it here. <laughs> Nathan Ravenston for another 141 says, for real though, shout out to my beautiful wife, Sue. Oh, we are road tripping today to a resort as we haven't celebrated the concept of we haven't celebrated the conception of our COVID baby. We find wow. out that she'll, we found out she'll be a baby girl. Okay. Make sure wow, that you don't cool. uh, start any forest fires as you reveal the gender of your baby. Okay. 
Do uh, Nathan says, I was thinking about naming her Sitch after the best girl I know. Oh, do it. She'll forever be grateful that you named her Sitch. Oh, my the God. The true best girl. Yes. A baby it. Sitch. That'd be baby crazy. Sitch. Do it. Do it. Do you, do you know anyone with COVID yet? No. Oh, okay. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. COVID survivors. I'm like racking them up. Jeez. Yeah, you don't White like it's ninety ninety eight percent recovery or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I know, right? but still the problem is that there's there's unknown long term possible effects. Oh man. <laughs> for some people. I don't know if it's for everyone. Yeah. Crowder civil rights movements have been responses to specific injustices but current civil rights movements are just whiny babies who want to feel like victims well see yeah he got that part right well i mean because you whiny you had victim the, babies well and, it, and it's true to the extent that so you have with with previous civil rights movements they can point to something very specific they say okay yeah uh, blacks need to be able to fucking vote. <laughs> blacks need to be able to do everything that white people can do. Okay, it's very specific. It's in shining law. It's easy to point to. But the current one is like this amorphous, oh, well, there's this racism that's not really in the law. It just kind of vaguely exists somewhere in this blob. And we can't really point to it. And we don't really know what the solution is other than to like overthrow the entire country because it's baked into the system of America. So, yes, it's not really helpful. I would totally agree with that. Blacks need to be able to re resist arrest, Sitch. It's really easy. Okay. <laughs> like, just let them resist arrest. Come on. So Why you got to make this was... so complicated? Oh, I want to talk about this. So there's a story. I don't know if this is true. We'll find out if this is true or not. Um, the lawyer for the cop who shot uh, oh, Floyd. I know. I know. Or not Floyd. I'm sorry, Blake. I shot up Jacob yes, Blake. Jacob Blake. <clears throat> says. Suing for defamation. <laughs> Right. Says that uh, Jacob, that the cop who shot Jacob Blake says that that cop was told by, I guess, Jacob Blake's ex-girlfriend mm -hmm. that Jacob Blake was attempting to steal her children. Yeah. In the car. And that's and then that's why he shot him. Who said that months ago? Who said that that maybe that was the motivation for the cop months ago? Who speculated who reached deep into their gut butt and pulled that <laughs> speculation out that was clairvoyant was sitch what are you talking about me psa sitch and if that turns out to be true i'm a fucking prophet yeah totally crystal ball time crystal ball nice. motherfucker. i need some stock picks from you sitch please and i'm do I'm, me right. I'm just shocked that no one else point had thought of that or pointed that out yeah crazy but you know he's <laughs> the alleged kidnapper everyone is celebrating now but well here, here's the thing and that should be really easy to prove because mm -hmm. you just asked the lady did you say this or not <laughs> right and if it turns out that that's true if it turns out she told the cop that he has the keys and the children aren't his and he's taking them oh mm -hmm. my god is you it's gonna be like there would be the biggest Mia culpa do for all these fucking people. Like, why oh, did he shoot him? Even if he had a knife, why didn't they tase him? Why did he shoot him six times? Blah, 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 blah. They're not going to fucking do it, but it's going to have to be a fucking yeah. reckoning. It's going to have to be a fucking reckoning. That reckoning will never come. They're, they're really, I do not believe in justice in the world. 
This is the kind of injustice that you have to live with. There is going to be no reckoning. Yes. Well, I don't know. Uh, uh, the Covington kids got some justice, so maybe. I don't that's know. That's true. Well, I think what will happen is if it turns out that that's true and the woman told the cop that her kids are being kidnapped, they won't uh, admit that they were wrong. They'll just quietly never talk about it again. <laughs> the, the Jacob Blake's dad is on CNN all the time. Like, why isn't the girlfriend on the one that made the 911 call? Why isn't she on CNN? Right. What's what I'm saying is this should be really simple to find out if this is true or not. Just ask. Yeah. They don't want the truth. They want this. Fuck, they're like, Trump, TDS, oh shit, gotta get him out. It Fascism! That they think the best way to win the election is just to promote this racist narrative. Oh God, all it's this awful. Stuff. The, the, the death of the Democratic Party is if the Republicans elect a black president, oh my God, it's over for Democrats. <laughs> they're, the Democratic Party's toast. Like All they have is racism. That's the only fucking thing they have these days. It's true, unfortunately. Yeah. As soon as they put, as soon as the Republican Party puts that uh, notion to bed, oh, it's over. Democrats can't. They don't hold a candle to anyone. Uh, Warden of the North for $5 says, Princeton is being sued because the president tried to virtue signal and said they were institutionally racist, so the education secretary trolled them. Hilarious. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. I think I did see that, yes. Uh, Stacking Damage for $5 says, what do you make of the mere exposure effect as applied to race? Is that something like stereotype threat? Uh, the mere exposure effect, effect is a psychological phenomenon by which people tend to develop a preference for things merely because they are familiar with them. In social psychology, this effect is sometimes called the familiarity principle. Yeah, that's real. That's totally real. Yeah. It's more real with conservatives because yes. uh, the Liberals are open to new experience. Conservatives are more fear-based. Like I said, you know, conservatives worry about security. Uh, liberals worry about freedom. I know everyone, they always want to come at me. What? Oh, my God. The liberals hate freedom. What are you talking about? They fucking hate freedom. Well, then you throw the libertarians in there and it throws everything off. Liber liber libertarians only care about freedom. That's like all, right. that's all they care about. They care about uh, Liberals care about, or progressives care about freedom and fairness. Taking care of the poor people. Yes. Oh my God, the oppressed people. <laughs> Take care Lieutenant of those Amazon oppressed for, people. Lieutenant Amazon for $5 says, I don't know, Sitch, you don't want to end up like the last Jewish prophet. True. Oh, uh oh. True. Was that Jesus? Kind of see. That was Jesus. See how this rhetoric oh, lines up with Shapiro's. Unless you can point to, to a specific, discrete instance of a problem, you shouldn't complain. It's not worth analyzing or attempting to fix larger societal problems. You don't know that they're fucking problems, though, dude. This is why, like, well, like, what he's saying a problem is there aren't, like, mirroring demographics in every single vocation. That's the problem they're pointing to. Well, okay, is that so a problem? Well, no, that's not a problem. But let's be let's be fair and say. I assume you agree that it's a problem that the the black population in America is disproportionately lower income than the white population. Mm, it depends. It really depends on their. What do you mean it depends? Like, 
well, if they're if the black population doesn't want to get jobs and they're like lower income out of their own free volition because they okay, don't so want to get jobs, okay, so then what are you what are you saying? Moved you moved two steps ahead mm-hmm. of of the question. Okay. I'm not saying why the problem exists. What? Why the You're fuck is it, the Asian community like trying to kill it? Like, why are they trying to get more? Okay, like, you're, you're going PhDs and all this. You're going, shit. You're like, going too far. Adam, stop. Slow down. You're going too okay. far ahead. You're going too far ahead. Okay, we're not talking about why anything might be the way it is. We're just talking about okay. whether it exists. Okay, so okay. we know for a fact that the black population in America, which is again, obviously. Again, it doesn't make sense to lump all blacks in together. Obviously, yeah, totally lumping in totally uh, offensive. You know, black Americans with with black immigrants, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, sure, I understand that. But Dave Chappelle, low income, right? Throwing that all aside, we do know it is a fact that black Americans in America, okay, are disproportionately on average disproportionately less wealthy than white Americans. Right. Okay. So, so that so you agree that's a fact. That's a thing. Okay. So you, so I'm saying Allegedly. I would categorize that as a problem. Okay. Now I'm mm-hmm. not saying why the problem is. I'm just saying I would categorize it as a problem. Right. Okay. So you okay. agree that it that it can be or should be classified a problem. Uh well, I mean if it's the <laughs> like I don't know if I, if I was in a situation <laughs> where I like wanted to work a dumb job instead of working a harder job for more money. And that was my choice. Then that's not really a problem, but of course it is. It is a a problem. If I want to be a doctor and I can't be a doctor. I no, I don't agree with this. If you make of your own free will volition, which I don't think most people have anyway, so I don't know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying this, but if you make the own choice, Uh, if you make, if, if under your own free will, you make a bad decision, it's mm-hmm. still a problem because you're still making a bad decision, right? Micromanage my life. I'm going to try that crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Micromanage my life. Like it could be someone's decision to get addicted to fentanyl, but it's still mm-hmm. a problem, right? Just because it's your decision doesn't mean something's not a problem. Like, okay, here's, here's, here's an example. I, I, I understand what you're okay. saying. It's it's a lot of look young at this people's... liberal wanting to wanting to it's... structure society. Here. here we go. Let me use an example that I know that you'll be more in tune with. Okay, lots of young people want to make the decision mm-hmm. to get gender reassignment surgery. Okay, oh without without going through the process of trying to figure out whether they actually have. Whether a doctor will okay, you won, you won. Gender dysphoria or not? Even though that's their decision, isn't that a problem? It's a huge problem. (laughs) Okay, it's a gigantic problem. Okay, there we go. So, what was the point of that? (laughs) Well, the point of that is so. So, when I say that there's a disproportionate amount, the black community is disproportionately lower income and lower wealth uh, than the white population. I would say that's a problem, even if it's for even if every individual person is making the choice to do that. That doesn't mean it's not a problem. Well, I would argue that they're probably making the choice to do that because society stacked against me. Of course, I'm not work for the man. Fuck you. Yeah, but when you say that they're making the choice, you also don't think that people have that you think that people aren't making the free will decision to that choice. You think they're being well, they're making all these negative aspects of society. Totally. They're making okay. the choice based on bad 
information, which is right. awful. Like it's the same thing when you know you're you like some salesman tells you something you don't need. You're making so a bad choice on problem? bad information. The bad information is the problem. Yeah, totally. But okay. I mean, so you would be in favor of broad social changes that are aimed at fixing the bad information that is polluting the minds of lower income people who are disproportionately black. Yeah. I think that's okay. what we're doing now. We're arguing for that. That is part of what we're arguing. Yes. Yeah. Like, cause all yeah, this stuff definitely pollutes the minds of people. Yes. It does. Yeah. Gives you a defeatist attitude that right. is not going to get you anywhere, but it's difficult for me because there are people who are not, I don't even like saying that because I, I think there are everybody lots has of people. A... Let's remove race from it. Okay. Cause that makes it too. Well, sticky. I wasn't even talking in terms of race. I'm just talking in terms of people. Like there are a lot of unmotivated people out there. Yes, but... exactly. There's it's lots hard of unmotivated people and there's going to be a disproportionate amount of unmotivated people in lower income situations. Obviously. Right. Right. And this is why the simplistic naive solution of let's just throw money at people will never solve the problem. No. Because the problem, I mean, of course, there's some people that that's all they need, but I think that's the minority. There's some people that just getting some amount of capital will fix their problems. For most people, I don't think it's not, it's not just giving them money. It's fixing the motivational problem. And that's such a complicated, difficult problem to solve that no one's really addressing it properly. Yeah. I mean, you have I think... the rights position on it is basically to throw their hands up and say, that's an impossible to solve problem. So mm -hmm. fuck it. And the left is not even addressing it. And they're pretending like it's not a problem. <laughs> so, yeah, I think LSD could fix this. I agree. We should all do shrooms. That would fix everything. That's the salute. You know what? I agree. That's Adam twenty twenty. It's a lot okay. of motivation. I mean, I I know I know when I did hallucinogens, it completely motivated me. I was like, God, life is amazing. That's right. When a Adam's running for president, guys, and his policy proposal, when I say, What are you going to yeah. do about lower in the problem of of income inequality? Adam's going to say, LSD. <laughs> LSD shrooms we're gonna get all these people fucking psychedelics high. we're gonna expand their consciousness and they're gonna see the truth okay yeah they're gonna progress they're gonna see it's so much there's such a big world out there to conquer even even though i'm saying this is a joke oh wait i do think <laughs> the white I do just slipped out of me that if you gave every single person in America one dose of shrooms oh. once I do think that would make the country a significantly better place they're talking about it they've, they've discovered yeah. like you can give ecstasy to soldiers with PTSD and it like goes away it's like hell yeah well it's it's funny because that originally ecstasy was used I don't know if it was designed but it was being used to treat uh, PTSD and marriage counseling because uh, mm -hmm. people could would take it together and they'd be able to overcome problems that they had. And then once people started using it in clubs, that's when the fucking, uh, you know, yeah, the feds say, ah, well, we got it. It's class one narcotic. Yeah, Schedule one narcotic. Ruin everything. Gotta ruin everything. It's terrible. War on drugs really has ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Amazon for $5. Adam 2020. LSD for thee. But especially for me. There you go. There you go. 
Uh, Lucifer 499 says, Adam is wrong. I'm assuming oh, I saw I'm, I'm that. seeing that scene from uh, from uh, my cousin Vinny. Adam is wrong. <laughs> well, that's Leftism good. cares. I know, right? Leftism cares about security while people on the right value liberty and order. Confusing order with security is a leftist tactic. Ooh. Confusing uh, order with security is a leftist tactic. Hmm. Oh, I don't want to make that tactic, obviously. Like I said, you know, I'm not really a conservative. I've never really Would been it, a I think I agree. I think, I think order, I think it would make more sense to categorize it right as order and stability. Though, obviously, that tends to manifest insecurity. Yeah. But I guess I guess that'd be a, a better, a nicer way to put it, right? Order. I don't yeah, know. Everyone order, has problems with order. Terms, order is a order is a better term. I do agree. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wolf's panel. Left. Wolf's panel zero zero for two dollars says, "I was gonna go to court, but then I got high." Oh, did, did you re-listen to it? I listened to that. I hadn't listened to that song since no, like I the didn't. early aughts, and that song is uh very problematic let's just say uh Aussie are for 10 dingo dollars 10 Aussie 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 says another did you hear uh and oh by the way we're not reading all the super chats or streamlabs when we get them in we just kind of pick and choose what seems if they're if they're on topic if you guys want to send stuff that's on topic we'll try to read it yeah I try but I miss them a lot uh an Atlantic Black Lives Matter activist spent 200 G's of Black Lives Matter donation money on guns a house and fancy clothes for himself, and, and he was charged with wire fraud. Yeah, so the, there's some individual choices going on there. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do with that? Is that a problem? Is that a problem that they're race, basically race grifters, that they've discovered a way to make money by fucking stoking racism? Is that a problem? Yeah, it is a problem. Obviously, it's a problem. Sure. I would argue that's systemic racism <laughs> i agree their whole organization uh, is based on racism yes black lives matter is unfortunately a failed organization that at at its best is completely incompetent and i don't think we'll ever enact positive change and at worst we'll make everything worse so. yeah uh the love doctor 69 all day for 150 says i understand your point on freedom versus security adam but wow you've triggered everyone with this but libertarians who are on the right want to get rid of the Patriot Act like some on the left. Some liberals vote to, voted to renew it. You can look at the votes of who wants to repeal it, not all libs. Um, uh, I, let, me, let me defend Adam for a second here. Good. I think you have to do sometimes it. separate people's moral foundations versus what politicians do, because they don't necessarily always line up one for yeah, one. Yeah, totally. You can't. So. Yeah, the rank and file are way different go ahead right no because i was gonna say because oftentimes politicians things are spun the way they are for political reasons that oftentimes aren't based in moral philosophy that are based in some cynical thing yeah quid pro quo they want to get voters right. like uh trump doesn't care about critical race theory let's be honest trump is like uh how do i get these these disaffected liberals on oh i know uh stephen hicks talks about there being left libertarians and right libertarians. So he makes a distinction between the two different types of libertarians, which makes things even more confusing, I know. But right. uh, Stephen Hicks is a philosopher and a 
libertarian. So you you think that he isn't he an Ayn Randian? Isn't that what made me? He is an Ayn Randian. Question him. Yes. Yeah, that makes me yeah. question everything ever. Since. But is Rand on the is Rand a, a Randian a right or a left libertarian? She's super far right. Okay. I would imagine. Well, I guess it's how are you categorizing left versus right libertarian? I don't know. I I just heard oh, him okay. use the term. <laughs> I don't necessarily know. the The thing is, though, and I always make I this, mm -hmm. di I always make this distinction because libertarians are completely skeptical of government power, but they buy in one hundred percent to corporate power. And progressives are exactly the opposite. They are completely skeptical of corporate power, but they buy in one hundred percent to. Um, to government power, right? It, it has they so, it's the faith in the two different systems. The progressives have faith in democracy, that's why they throw their lot in with the government, and the libertarians have their faith in markets, so they throw their lot in with the corporate side, right? So, but they're both equally afraid of being subjugated by an institution, it's just different institutions. by a boot of some sort. Yes. Yeah, totally. So they and the nine rand is just another level of craziness, which I guess we shouldn't even bother getting into. Yeah. I... Only specific instances of those problems as they prop up. To them, fighting racism is a game of whack-a-mole, where racists pop up out of nowhere for no discernible reason, and you deal with them one by one, forever. Acknowledging systemic racism... Yeah, that's how you grow your YouTube channel, dude. We know what you guys are doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys are over there... Surf needs these whack-a-moles. Stop fucking ruining his game. He'll tell you. Tells you to do something about it. But pretending that racism is simply the actions of individuals means you can just sit back and say, well, we'll deal with it when it comes up on a case-by-case -case basis. Atomizing racism into individual actions also has the added benefit that it makes it that much more difficult to establish a larger trend if you can present a reasonable-sounding alternative explanation for individual actions. Think of it like this, okay? I, I'm trying to explain that the ice cream stealing club keeps stealing my dang ice cream. And my friend, Dave the Conservative, says, hey, you can't generalize the ice cream stealing club that way. Give me specific examples of people from the ice cream stealing club who stole your ice cream. So I say, okay, the treasurer of the ICSC, the PR manager of the ICSC, and the president of the ICSC all stole my scoops, my precious scoops. And this is literally the dumbest, worst analogy of all time. Yeah, it was, it's okay. confusing. So, well, okay, it's so funny because I said Stealing earlier. Stealing is illegal. I, I, well, I said it earlier in the stream, I said a big problem I have with the concept of systemic racism and all this stuff is that they, they do this Martin Bailey, they do this bait and switch where they say, well, it's not individual actors that are doing this, it's some unconscious ghost in the shell system, right? Yeah. But then. When they, but then when you call them out on that, when they say like, oh, you know, all cops are bastards. And you say, wait a minute, all cops aren't racist. And they say, oh, no, no, I don't mean all individual cops. I mean, the system of policing is yeah. racist, okay? But then when you system. turn around and walk away from the conversation, then they turn around and say, oh, every cop that shot a black person is because the, that individual cop is racist, you know? That cop that, that put their knee on George Floyd's neck did it because he's racist. The cop that shot Jacob Blake did it because he's racist. The cop that shot Brianna Taylor, they did it because they're racist, you know? Yeah. So they do this bait and switch where they keep jumping between they, they blame the individual for being racist. And then when you when you tell them to provide evidence, then they def then they mot themselves back to, oh, no, I'm talking about this amorphous system that you can't really prove or disprove. OK, so yep. 
knowing that, isn't it the perfect irony that in his own example of systemic racism, he provides a system where the people in the system are individually stealing his ice cream. I was going to say. <laughs> he's done the very thing I talked about, okay? He's complaining about a system being this amorphous thing that's not about individual actors, but then the example he gives is individual fucking actors in the system stealing the damn ice cream. Yeah. They, they all, all these individuals love to steal ice cream so much that they formed an institution around it. Around literally stealing ice cream. Like, this is so... Yeah. It's it's shocking. what is what is the institute institution that's formed uh, around racism? Policing. That's what he gets at at the end. He says policing is literally it's this is the leftist fantasy narrative that policing literally exists in order to subjugate black people. There is a system that's formed around racing, though. It's grievance studies. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's. It attracts all the individual racists. They all take those classes. They all <laughs> learn together. And again, I've never heard any single person ever provide evidence to this claim that the police literally exist and were created just to be racist. They say like, oh, well, they were created to be slave catchers. I'm like, oh, do you, have, do you have evidence of that? Are you suggesting that before slave catchers that there was no form of policing in the entire country like, and that we wouldn't need policing otherwise? Except to catch slaves, do you think that do you think that there weren't a bunch of white people running around in colonial America causing problems that needed to be thrown in jail and arrested? In the book, white, black rednecks and white liberals, he goes into the history of slavery in all the European countries and stuff. Mm -hmm. When he he says every single ethnicity on earth has a history of slavery. Has a time when they were slaves. Yeah. Which just puts everything into perspective because you're like, wait a second. Like, if that was part of the American narrative, if they said, we were slaves in our past, and we could say, yeah, we were slaves too. It fucking sucked. Hey, like, I'm literally. You fucking yeah, built the pyramids, motherfucker. Exactly. Exactly. The fucking. Uh, this is the thing about Judaism. Like, they turned the that we into was we. kings made us build the fucking kings. But you're you've turned that narrative into we've like come so far. This is like the rags to riches story. This is like the we were slaves and now we're on top of the world. Like why why don't why can't I I hate saying the black community because it's like it's not some amorphous community. There's probably black yes. people that want that narrative. They want like it's doesn't isn't Kanye West isn't that his whole life a testament to that narrative? Like. Him going around talking about slavery's in the mind, man. <laughs> like, you have to fight it. Like, you need a better narrative. You need a better narrative. Agreed. And Dave says, well, the treasurer didn't have groceries that week, so he was probably hungry. The PR manager might have thought it was her ice cream, and the president claims they don't even like ice cream. So these are all the 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 uh, police shooting things. That's what they're trying to say. Well, the see, excuses but, yeah, but this is so Those are bad examples. <laughs> well, no, it's so funny because his example of, because remember, the whole section of this video started by him saying that Ben Shapiro is being dishonest because when you talk about systemic racism, Ben Shapiro wants you to point at individual actors. Okay. So then the example for this is that literally individual fucking actors doing the things that are bad. Yeah. He's laying out a police department that is, 
He's laying out a police department that was founded by the Ku Klux Klan. Well, but and then and then his criticism is, oh, and then when you call them out for doing that, you say, oh, well, there's some reason, there's some explanation for the events that happened. Yeah. It's like, okay, so there was. Doesn't it change again? Like we just talked about earlier with uh, Blake. If it turns out that the cop who shot Blake thought he was kidnapping children, doesn't that completely change the entire fucking situation? Dramatically, of course it does. All the, the same facts thing with Kyle Rittenhouse. All the Kyle pe- Rittenhouse. Or, yeah, yeah. People are they come to all these conclusions about Kyle Rittenhouse, but then you say, "Well, wait a minute. If he was just running away from a person, and all he did to spark the the spark everything was that he put out a dumpster fire, doesn't that change the situation? Of course it does. But yeah. no, it's, it's all. It doesn't matter. You just have to accept it all on face value. That's all racism. We got a narrative here we're pitching. Come on. That's people true. are getting rich off this, Sitch. Stop being so, so it's stuffy. Their word. I know. I'm so I'm so sorry. I'm so boring and stuffy and autistic. I actually want to, you know, get to the objective reality truth behind the claim. I don't just want to accept the narrative. Oh, so terrible. It's all metaphorical truth, man. You just gotta learn to live with it. <laughs> Sam Harris was right. Jordan Pearson was wrong. Sorry. Never. Sorry, Adam. Sorry. Never. Yours! Seems to me like none of this has to do with the ice cream stealing club, but just a few bad apples. And yes, perhaps it is reasonable to think that any of these actions taken in isolation is unrelated to any sort of systematic ice cream theft. Each one of them could be a coincidence, but when you look at all of them together, it's pretty clear that there is a trend. A trend that might require changes and new policies for the ice cream stealing clubs. Like perhaps they could be defunded or abolished. You can. It's so crazy. Like, yeah. Uh, imagine if the ice cream stealing club was the only law enforcement in your community. <laughs> it's like, well, not only are they the ice cream stealing club, but they actually uh, keep us all safe. So weird. Until in this metaphor, the ice cream stealing club is the, is the police and ice cream is human lives. Do they not think crime is, this is what I was talking about over uh, the freedom versus security. Like they're not, how can you tell me that the left is concerned about security when they're talking about defunding the police? Like they live in a world where crime like the police are the criminals. Right. Like crime just doesn't exist to them. Well, and the thing, and this is what's so disturbing is that I do think that the police need drastic reforms. I think there's tons of problems sure. uh, with policing. There's a video. It's so funny. There's a, a video. Well, there's two things. You know, there's the, the incident of the 12 year old white autistic kid that was apparently shot multiple times by a police officer while running away from him. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, why is this not like blasted all over the news 24 seven? The police shot an autistic kid running away, like Mm -hmm. in the back, supposedly. Okay. It could turn out that that narrative is bullshit, but this is the narrative being pressed. And you're like, if that kid was black, oh my God, riding in the streets, the media would be talking about it 24 seven. Okay. And this is the problem that they pick and choose these stories in order to create a narrative and to give everyone a false perception of reality. 
Totally. And it's and this is what's so dis, this was so disgusting. It's not even the normal person's fault. Like I have so many conversations with people that that they believe this the this narrative that the police are like this racist institution just gunning black people down because that's what they see on the news. They don't know the numbers. They don't know the facts. They just see this continual story. Yeah. And I, so I, so when 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 you, when I come along and I say oh, I think the problem is that police just need general reform with lots of things. And I think the biggest problem is that they need adrenaline training and they all, you know, things like that. And they say, no, 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 it's because of racism, Sitch. Why you, why you got to try to make it, change it away from, you know, the, the Black Lives Matter narrative? Yeah, because you're evil. Apparently. Evil did you see incarnate. that? Because um, we did the, the, the great T-Jump versus Jake debate, a uh, modern day debate uh, stream. And uh, you see, T Jump's going to be debating someone else on Modern Day Debate about the exact same topic. Really? Oh my goodness! Yeah, uh, Brent Lengel. I don't know who that is, but so we'll see Another if it's an one. equally lulzy conversation or not. Anyway, you can watch this principle in action whenever a black man is murdered by the police. They must have been doing something wrong. He had a criminal record, or he must have reached for something that looked like a gun, or 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 he, he's probably on drugs. He did drugs probably one time. You see, there's a reasonable explanation for the hundreds of times this happens every day. It's not a structural problem. That hundreds <laughs> hundreds of times every day. That's what made me look it up. I remember now. It was like uh, they. You, will you look it up real quick? Like what is it? They had the, the number of uh, shootings, uh, police shootings for 2018. I think it was like a thousand. Well, he said hundreds of times every day. And I was like, well, yeah, he's of being times. incredibly hyperbolic, obviously. Hundreds of times every day. This is like, yeah. holy shit. This is Sharknado shit. Like we're sharks are in tornadoes eating people. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, so if it's like a if it's like a thousand, it's like three a day maybe for. Let's I see. Guess it is pretty bad. Uh, in 2018, wait, Sally trend of. I saw an article in USA Today. I couldn't believe it was USA Today that was like this narrative is false. The idea that there's an epidemic of racism in law enforcement is total bumpkiss. And I was like, USA Today has this? Wow. Well, this is worded so strangely. I'm going to read this, and you're going to tell me if you can decipher it. Okay. Sadly, the trend of fatal police shootings in the United States seems to only be increasing, with a total of 661 civilians having been shot, 123 of whom were black, as of August 30th, 2020. In 2018, there were 996 fatal police shootings, and in 2019, this figure increased to 1,004. Oh my God! So, it was wait. up eight. <laughs> this is why I'm confused. The way they're phrasing this is very confusing to me. Okay, so they're saying that in 2018 there was 996 police shootings, and in 2019 there was a thousand four. Right? That's what they're saying. Yeah, it's okay. up up eight killings in 2019. Right. So, so we're talking about a thousand people here, which fucking sucks. But even you were saying 661 of them in. A different year. This were year, white. This year, it's been oh, six hundred sixty-one. So six hundred and sixty-one white people and a hundred and twenty-three black people. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, what? Yes. Why aren't white people rioting in the streets about this? 
Well, I told you this is what's so funny. Is that, well, and again, this is just people shot by the police. This is not. There's nothing about who's justified in being shot by the police. Okay. Well, I'm wondering if I'm I'm going to hazard a guess here that the large majority of those people were resisting arrest. <laughs> like that seems to be why you get shot by the police. Right. But there are situations like, and we've seen them all where the people are not resisting arrest at all and just stu- stupid fucking cops. But I mean, I'd like to know how many of that number is people like the stupid fucking cops people. The thing that's infuriating about the Jacob Blakes and all that stuff is they're throwing in people who are re- resisting arrest with the stupid, like, cop fucked up thing. Like, they're well, turning people resisting arrest into cop fucked up, which I don't right. classify as. Like, if well, you're resisting arrest, it. like, put that guy out of his misery, for heaven's sakes. So, it says, so far this year, 661 civilians have been shot, and 123 of them have been black, okay? Okay. So that means that 18% of the people shot this year by police are black. And if we're going for perfect uh, racial distribution, 13.4% of America's black. So look, we're, we're getting there, Adam. We're only 5% away from yeah. being perfect, okay? Well, this is the year for it. This is the year to nail it. This is the year. We're doing it, guys. We're doing it. Police shootings, finally. They're getting there. They're getting on track. Just have to have the cops shoot a couple more autistic white kids in the back, and we'll be, like, right there. Oh, my God, <laughs> Yeah, we need some police. No, but, and I forget because we, we brought those numbers on another stream. There was some Washington Post article or some other article that was talking about how many policings there were where people didn't have a weapon on them. And it was only like last year, like nine black people were shot that didn't have a weapon on them or something. Mm-hmm. It was a tiny number. And it was like 22 white people had been shot that didn't have a weapon on them. And again, it doesn't mean that they were unjustified. It just didn't mean that they, had, they didn't have a weapon on them. So this is, it's just, it's so... And then when Thought Slime just comes in here, and he just barfs up this idiotic narrative. Like, well, when the police shooting happens, people like do this amazing thing where they look at the facts of the case and they try to determine whether it's a justified shooting or not. Yeah. Like, does Thought Slime want us to just stand here and just spoon feed, drip down our mouths, open our mouth wide and accept that every time a cop shoots a black man, it's because of racism? Should we just swallow the BLM narrative load straight down our throats? Yeah. What if the judicial system worked like that? What if they just walked in and were like, obviously, this is, we don't need to see the facts. Obviously, this is racism. Case closed. Well, I'm, I'm curious, you know, does, does he think that, remember the guy in the Wendy's parking lot, uh, Rayshard Brooks? Does yes. That, does Thoughtsline think that was justified? That guy was resisting arrest so hard. He stole a weapon and shot shot a taser in a cop after punching him in the face. You know, it's like yeah. this is this is insane. This of is course. totally insane. Yeah. Never let a good narrative get in the way of the truth. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A very dead horse for one dollar says, actually, Adam, libertarians believe you don't get giant corporations without the big government and generally aren't pro-large corporation. Oh, and my really? last stream of message, our shit's not on fire. Oh, my okay, God. So that's good. Don't burn it down. Good. Be Dreams skeptical of, of corporate power. Problems. The guy did drugs. If you do drugs, the police are supposed to kill you on sight. It's a police. 
please don't. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't kill the drug addicts. <laughs> Peaceful, what nonviolent well, drug offenders? Let them go. Let them all go. Let them go. I mean, this is a big problem. I don't know if we really want to get into it. This is a big problem. Legalize with the, all drugs. <laughs> with the um, what's her name? No, uh, Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor situation is that uh, there was a very great uh, Viva LaFry, I think, did a great stream on this with he had Nate the lawyer and uh, Eric Barnes talking about this. And they really? both, yeah, that sounds awesome. And they, and Nate the lawyer, who generally takes you know, he's black, I hate I have to bring that up, but he's black, and he generally takes a more you know, liberal left approach to things when I've seen the stream. Yeah. Um, even though he has worked, he, he used to work for the cops and be a prosecutor. He did a great stuff. video. He did a great video on the Brianna Taylor. Thing. He did get a great on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. He did a great video on Brianna Taylor and basically him and Eric Barnes took the same, it seemed like they came to agreement, which is that um, while yes, there was lots of fuck ups with the police in terms of how they handled the raid, including the mm -hmm. fact that they did knock They actually, ironically, it might've been better if the cops didn't knock, but there's lots of problems with how the police handle the situation. However, however, the media totally has lied and distorted the truth about the case, uh, claiming that the police didn't realize who was in the house and that it was the wrong warrant or blah, 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 blah. But actually, no, it was the right warrant. It was a warrant for that place. And they actually do have direct evidence that Brianna Taylor was involved in drug trafficking. Her That's name right. was on the fucking warrant. Yeah, her, her name, name was, was on, on the, the warrant. warrant. They, had text phone, they have a phone call, a recorded phone call of her and her ex-boyfriend talking about, uh, you know, moving package drugs delivery. and money and package delivery. Yeah. They have video, supposedly, of, of her receiving packages. So, yeah, she was definitely, this is why it's so complicated. Because yeah. it's definitely 100% that the police knew that, that she was involved in the drug trafficking. Um, mm -hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the police handled the situation correctly, but we can't have this kind of nuanced, complicated, you know, conversation publicly. Everything has to be this, excuse the term, very simplistic, low resolution, black and white, you know, look at the world where it's all either this woman is the total angel who's innocent and she, you know, the police are evil or this woman totally evil and the police are totally innocent. We can't have like a complicated conversation about anything. Well, that's because Thought Slime's not smart enough to figure that out. We have to dumb it down for him, man. Of that's course. true. <laughs> like we, he's not going to be able comprehend the 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 nuances of this situation and and decipher it come on we have these we have the other people of the world that just want to see it it's so funny isn't that the charge that the left is always making about conservatives they're just black and white thinking that's all it is right 100 percent. which sure. is the irony of everything they talk about totally because <laughs> everything they do is black and white yeah so, some issues if you're if you're motivated, if your tribe's motivated, if it's you've, you're like an activist over this kind of stuff, it really makes it hard to see things clearly. Police's job to shoot the criminals and kill them without a trial, and none of this even has to do with the conclusions that scholars. Literally, it's so funny too because literally, this is such a strong man. No one is saying the police should wander around the streets like Judge Dredd and just start executing people they think are mm -hmm. committing crimes. It's no, it's that the police are in a struggle where a person is doing something usually that's mm. fucked up and then the police kill them, okay? Like, it, it's just, oh my God. Like, fucking Jacob Blake is such a perfect example. This is a guy that's tased. This is a guy that's 
that has a warrant out for his arrest for sexual abuse. It's a guy who potentially could have been kidnapping children. It's a guy who, who they're claiming was grabbing a knife. But none of these facts matter. It all doesn't matter. They go, it's so funny. When you know someone's full of shit, they'll bring up useless points. They'll say like, but why did they have to shoot him so many times? Why didn't they just <laughs> shoot him the one time? Like it's, how is that relevant to the, like, you, do, do you understand that the cops shoot you until you stop moving? Like, yes, it's, totally. not, it's not like they shoot you once, stop, take your pulse, see how you're doing, and then shoot you again. Have you seen the video of that dude that gets shot like 20 times and doesn't go down? Like he's still like swinging and uh, sure, he, that's why they knife. shoot you till you stop moving. Yeah, God, it's I so mean, crazy. I was thinking, oh my God, this is. They were saying he was on PCP or something like that. It's a fucking night. Can you imagine a guy with a was. knife coming at you and you shot him and it doesn't even slow him down? Like he's still right. like, you just pissed him off even more. And there's another video that hasn't, I haven't seen any nationalists talk about, which is, I forget where it was. There's this, the police knock on this guy's door mm-hmm. and the guy kind of like half opens the door and he's white. I think he's white. And he, and he kind of mm-hmm. half opens the door and he sees that it's the police. So once he sees it's the police, he fully opens the door and he has a gun in his hand that was hidden behind the door. And he mm-hmm. starts to bend down and put it on the ground. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as he's putting the gun on the ground, the police just fucking unload and kill him. Oh, wow. In the doorway. No one wow. is talking about it. There's no main, there's no mainstream media outrage over the fact that the guy a who's placing dude. a gun on the ground is getting fucking gunned down in his doorway for answering yeah. the door with a gun in his hand. Yeah. We might have been Which doing you're a legally fake allowed out. to do. He might have done a fake out. He might have been like, gotcha. Thought you I thought I was putting it down. <laughs> it's just crazy the job that they have to do. And then for a bunch of people to go around calling them racist, it's just fucking especially since the police force is so integrated now. Like it's half black guys, half white guys, half like there's so many di- especially in Los Angeles. Like <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy to think that a, an organization that's as integrated as the Los Angeles Police Department is being accused of racism on the reg. Uh, Dylan Todd for five Aussie Buck says, I would love to watch these YouTubers who criticize cops for justified shooting spend a night on patrol in a dangerous na- neighborhood. Hell True. yeah. Hell True. yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Do someone, a ride along. Duncan, someone says someone named Duncan Lemp was literally killed in his sleep. Uh, the way Brianna Taylor is being claimed. I don't know anything. See, and I, again, I don't know anything about this. I've never heard of this name until just now because he's white. And so it doesn't get, you know, any attention on it. Yeah, that's what T Jump was saying. And the, like, he brought all those examples out. He dug up all those examples. I'm sure so they're on the local Wikip- news. Right. So according to Wikipedia, it says Duncan Socrates. Oh my God. His middle name was Socrates. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the guy putting <laughs> well, the gun down. Oh, no, no, no. Uh-oh. This is a different guy. This is a different bad guy. mojo. It's a different guy. I, don't here, here's a tip. Na- okay. Name your baby girl sitch. That's fine. Don't, don't give them the name Socrates. Okay. Socrates was killed by the state too. Exactly. He's asking for it. So uh, Duncan Socrates lump was fatally shot at his home in Maryland during a no knock police raid. The police have said that Lemp was shot after confronting an officer during the execution of the raid, but Lemp's family attorney has said that based on an eyewitness, Lemp was shot without warning while he was asleep. So. Mm, that sucks. 
I don't know. Oh, wait, so wait. Lemp, Lemp has since been described as a martyr for the far-right anti-government extremist Boogaloo movement. <laughs> oh, great. Whoa, man. So there's a lot to unpack in this Lemp situation. I can't. I'm a deep sleeper. I don't think the, the cops wouldn't even wake me up. I think I would. I think I would wake up if uh, someone mm. was busting into my fucking door. Based on critical race theory, this is just resistance to the way that they view the question itself. The answers tend to involve shit that they hate even more, like affirmative action, police reform, or just like not using the N word. They like the who who hates police reform. Like, I white people don't want to get shot by the cops either, dude. <laughs> like, well, it, it, this, this is this is so stupid because. They're literally making it like a race war issue and framing it as totally. a race issue. Totally. You'll never get, and this is the thing, they're making white people not want to reform the police because of the way they're framing it. If yeah. they wanted to actually achieve police reform, they would frame it, they would draw everyone in and they'd frame it as this is an issue affecting everyone. Right. They wouldn't say, it's you white people subjugating black people because you're a bunch of fucking racists. That just makes people defensive. I wonder if some dumb white people have fallen for this narrative and they resist arrest thinking they're going to get away with it and they get shot. You probably, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> they're like, oh, Black Lives Matter told me white people can do anything. I'm running. The conclusions that scholars make based on critical race theory, this is just resistance to the way that they view the question itself. The answers tend to involve shit that they hate even more like affirmative action, police reform, or just like not using the N-word. They like to use the N-word and they very much don't like it when they cannot use the N-word. That maybe Who's he if some people- I know, nice what? assertion there. What is he talking? I don't even know what he's talking about. That's why I reminded it. I didn't Sith, have any you, clue what he's you talking admit, about. You love to use the N-word. You know what he's talking oh, about. Oh yeah, totally. Just fucking, right before the stream starts, I just spout it out. Spout it out with the N-words. I got to do it, you know, right before the stream starts to make sure I get them all out of my system. We don't have Tourette's, dude. It's not like... <laughs> like what is? It? But I don't even understand what he's talking about. I'm just lost in this conversation now. He's just making shit up now. This is the making up shit portion of the video. Like, this is the what conservatives hate portion right. of the video. This, the, and they eat babies. Don't you know? They love to eat babies. The taste of babies drives them. They, they'll drive across town to eat a baby together. Have all of the shit, and they have it for unfair reasons. We ought to take some of their shit and give it to people who have less shit for those same unfair reasons. That maybe... Oh, okay. So this is the... This is, this is the looting. The communists, you know, but the oh, justification the of looting. Shit, we just gotta take it from them. Yeah. It's so fun. It, this is this is what happened in Nazi Germany, man. The Jews have all the, the Jews shit. have all the shit. Exactly. No, no doubt. I mean, they were yep. they were expropriating their property and their yep. fucking artwork and their fucking businesses. They were then their fucking factories. And it's, it's so disgusting because I definitely agree. I think wealth inequality is a huge problem in America. But yeah, the but solution turning isn't into a to fucking just... genocide. Like, yeah, right. The solution on. isn't to just, you know, eat the rich. The solution isn't to just steal people's shit and fucking have the government redistribute it out. You know, that's not the solution to the problems of wealth inequality in, in America. Okay. Yeah. It's ridiculous. If some people got rich off of other people being oppressed, 
that the oppressed people should at least be entitled to some of the proceeds. We have to be real specific on that. How are, how is the average white American making money off of the oppression of black people? Yeah, off of oppression in, <clears throat> in general. I mean, I'm a, there's got to be way more white people being oppressed by the system than black people, right? Just by the numbers. You would think. Critical. Are you okay? Sounds like you're choking. I do. Dying over there. <clears throat> yeah, I don't Drugs know. Drugs are happened. bad. Drugs are no, bad. Dr no, happened. no, no. This wasn't drug related. Adam was trying to take a big identity politics load down his throat, and it was too big for him to swallow. So I started to, to choke and cough. Gross. Gross. <laughs> Race theory all that critic, weed I smoked yesterday. <laughs> critical race theory dislikers like to use the word divisive. This rhetoric is... Yeah, it's literally incredibly divisive to say that racism is inherently, inherently part of America, cannot be solved in our current system, and that all white people will not only never help black people, but that all white people will continually gain uh, power and resources by oppressing black people. Like, how are you ever... We've talked about this a million times. How are these people so fucking stupid that they literally yeah. don't understand the only way to move forward, okay? The only way to build a coalition is to expand the in-group, okay? Yeah. You have to have people, to, you have to have Americans look at other Americans and say, that's an American citizen who I want to help instead of saying, that's a black person and I'm a white person and I don't want to help them because they're a different skin color. That's the problem. You need to expand the fucking in-group. Didn't wasn't but, he just advocating for like just taking people's shit a second ago? Like I can't yeah, think of exactly. anything more divisive. But this is what's so insane. They this is what's so fucking bonkers. For so long, okay, growing mm -hmm. up, you know, it seemed like the left was all about dissolving borders, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like not I mean not the physical border of America, but dissolving borders between saying you know, the categorizations of people don't matter. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. We're dissolving the borders between what it means to be white and what it means to be black. And we're saying that these things don't matter anymore. Okay. That's the way forward. But now the fucking super leftists are doing the exact opposite. They're saying, no, no, no. We need to solidify the borders. We need to say this yeah. person is black. This person is white. And because of that, this white person is accrued benefits. This white person is oppressing this black person. This right. black person is entitled to X, Y, Z. We need to solidify the racial borders in our country. Like that's what's so fucking insane about this. Yeah. This black conservative is a sellout. This black conservative is not black enough. They're not black. Yeah. They're not <laughs> truly black. Yes. It's so weird. Oh, God. It's dividing us. It's everyone against one another, right against left, black against white. It's fine. Yeah. I can just say true, what's true. happening in a sarcastic voice, and suddenly <laughs> I'm not actually giving an argument. There, there was, as much oh. as Scott Adams has been pissing me off. I know. He, recently, he said that, and it's very sarcasm. true. A lot of yeah. A lot of leftists will substitute sarcasm for an argument. It's true. It's totally Very true. Very fucking true. This is a perfect example of it. Hot dogs against hamburgers. This country is falling apart. But what do you think is the more divisive message? 
that your problems are your own fault, and if things seem unfairly positioned against you, it must be because you, and people like you, personally suck. Dude, you got a bad attitude. <laughs> Fucking well, for, for, Does he know? I don't... That's not... People don't think of being divisive on an individual level, generally. Yeah. Right? It's, it's not of in terms of being groups, okay? So if you're saying, and I disagree again, I just... There are people, though. There are people that are fucking divisive as fuck. I just stay away from those people. I stay right. as far away from those people as I can. Right. But gen yeah, but in this conversation, it's generally thought of as groups, not individual people. Okay. So you're not really creating division by telling individual people, well, your problems are your own. But guess what? There's a flip side to that, which is that that means you can solve your own problems. Yeah, totally. Right? It's a, both a positive and a negative. Yeah, his solution is to tell people your problems are not your own and there's no way in hell that you could solve them. So you unless might as well you, just you know, give up revolves. and fuck off. Yeah, unless you <laughs> unless you like overthrow the government yeah. in the country. Burning down a Wendy's is not going to solve your problems, dude. No. I'm telling you. Like, it's not the key to solving anything. Well, I mean, that's the perfect example. He's, he's mocking this idea. He's like, oh, they're just saying it's all divisive and stuff. And it's like, okay, well... You look at what happens, okay, when you have these the, the the riots. Okay, what do people do? They just burn down random buildings that have nothing to fucking do with anything, right? Mm -hmm. They burn down the random local businesses and they destroy yeah. the, the random local properties that these that they fucking the community benefits from. Okay. Yeah. They destroy what's around them. Why? Because people are fucking stupid. And people yeah. in a protest and a riot are even fucking stupider because they don't give a shit about whatever the problem is. They don't give a shit about solving the problem. All they give a shit about is I'm angry and I want to lash out to let my anger go somewhere so I momentarily feel better. That's all they fucking, that's all rioters fucking care about. Okay. And this is exactly what, this is the attitude you're promoting when you tell people, your problems are not because of you. They're because of some oppressive society that you can't really change without destroying everything. Yeah. I just think it's an excuse. I think it's totally an excuse. It's like, I, I don't feel like doing any of this shit. I mean, I'm there. I, 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 I get demotivated sometimes. I understand. I know how you guys feel. Like, life is hard. You don't want to do True. that hard shit. True. You just want to do the easy shit. You know, you want to yeah. get an eighth of shrooms and just chill at the beach. You don't really Look, want to. Fuck. Why would you want to go to work? Why can't <laughs> I just put myself in creative mode in life, like in Minecraft? Okay, I just, oh, I just want to be able to just summon oh, objects and fly God. around and being vulnerable. This is survival mode is too hard, people. It is. It is hard. Creative mode. Or it's at. everything is fucked up real bad in a way that's still fixable. And if you try to see it from someone else's perspective. You'll understand. Except if you'd bothered to do a modicum of research, you find out that critical race theory specifically says the problem isn't fixable. So, so I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Hey, speaking of inscrutable forces that have enormous malevolent influence over our lives but are invisible to most people, hello and welcome to the eyeball. So that's the end of the video. That's it? That's it. What, oh, He's just, the is... rest of this is just a shout out to some other leftist channel oh eat look, the rich see? look he's even got a bag that says it i guess he's really into that about the words eat real the canadian rich. super rich that's gonna what be I mean honest he's canadian a lot of these
These only really work if you're Canadian, like this one. I guess he's Canadian, and we yeah. figured it out. See, another dirty it. Canuck. It yeah. is interesting to me that so many Canadians think they have like this deep understanding of American politics and history yeah. and culture. And blah 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 blah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you guys do. Do you guys just learn nothing but about nothing but American stuff in school or something? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense. You should because America is the greatest country in the world. That's the most popular grocery chain in Canada. Both the words "eat the rich" instead of their name. Trust me, that joke scans if you're Canadian. Just take my word on that. Of particular <laughs> interest to my audience is this anti-landlord shirt. You can wear it whenever your landlord schedules an apartment he to must, let them know how you. He must really hate his landlord. <laughs> Yes, I can pay a mortgage. Ask my landlord. Because he's because you're paying your landlord's mortgage, right? Oh, I, I see. But yeah, I am generally the amount. Okay, so maybe I'm just a naive fool here. <laughs> okay, I'm going to assume that generally the rent a person pays for renting a place is going to be less than it would take for them to take a mortgage out and buy a home. Right. Not necessarily. No, it's no, it's no, it's uh, the mortgages are some in many cases cheaper than rent. Yeah. So why the, would the, anyone choose to rent over that? Because they don't have good credit or they they don't they haven't saved up for a down payment. I mean, this is the problem of the housing crash because so they you, were giving. So you think the majority of people renting just don't have good credit and they can't get a mortgage? I mean, that's possible. I'm not. They don't want they don't want to. Well, the down payment is the tough part because you have to save up yeah, I, no, like I 20%, I right? So you right. got to think, I want to buy a house and you got to save long enough to get a, a down payment for that house. And that's the, that's the snag. So, but I guess right. if you're just squeaking by and you're, you can't really save any money, you're never going to be able to save up for a mortgage. It just, I mean, it depends. I know, I know my personal situation. I don't know other people's personal situation, but I, you know, the housing well, crash happened. Well, yeah, but the, the whole thing, yeah, but but here's the thing, though. The, the whole issue with the housing crash, this is why I have difficulty believing this. The whole issue with that housing crash was because they had lowered the requirements so drastically that anyone could literally take out a mortgage. Yeah, they gave them, they really did fuck people over, though, by giving them, well, I guess if you're going to go in and get a mortgage with no down payment, of course there's going to be a catch, right? If you're getting a 30, if, if you're bringing in, you know, a good chunk of money and getting, putting 20% no, but, down. But that's then... not what I'm saying. I'm saying this is sort of a hypocritical problem because you say what caused the housing crash was that because of their own greed, financial institutions lowered the requirements for giving out mortgages so much that they had too anyone many toxic assets. Yeah, okay. anyone could get a mortgage. Exactly. Anyone can get a mortgage. This so is now why the housing complaint... prices went up and up and up and up because right. you had all these people who were financially illiterate. All of a sudden, banks were throwing money out at them. So they said, okay, I'm bidding against 20 other people on this house. Let me bid twice as much as it's worth. Right, exactly. And, and also like, what? people were flipping <laughs> properties very quickly. Yeah, because there's idiot, because there's dumb, there's dumb money out there. Of course, you're going right. to start flipping properties. You're going to be like, dumb money. What they'll pay? What they'll pay double for this shithole? Fuck yeah. So, okay. So, but my point is that okay. So the greatest housing, the greatest financial 
failure, which has led to the greatest, in my opinion, the greatest political failure of all time in modern, not all time, in modern history was the housing crash. And that was because the banks were way too easy throwing money to everyone. So now the complaint is that the banks are are being too strict because they don't want to have a repeat of the housing crash and not just give everyone a, a free mortgage. Not to straw man the the case, mm-hmm. the the leftist case. If you're in a situation where you're working a minimum wage job, it's going to be tough to save money to to own a home. Like there are plenty. Yeah, of people no, a hundred percent agree. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm the I'm the one that's always in favor of raising minimum wage. You're the one who's against it. Okay. Well, I just I don't know. Like, there's a good argument for uh, <laughs> like it right. being bad. I mean, you got to weigh that. You got to weigh the business interests and the the employee interests. You really do. But I mean, you we got to have a conversation about UBI every time. I agree. Like we're in a look, situation. Look, I'm all, I'm all for making housing more accessible. I, Nobody... It's just interesting to me that so much of the communist rhetoric is so focused on like landlords. And, oh yeah, because and pro- like do. Do, are they like they suggest like people aren't allowed to own property that they don't live in and then rent it out to other people? There's two motivations driving the anti-capitalist, uh, and I think it's probably very few of the love of the poor. It's probably like two percent love of the poor, and ninety-eight percent is hating the rich. They just want to fucking stick it to the rich. Right, but but what is the solution here? Is it to say, oh, well, people who own properties that they don't live in, does they just get taken away from them and given to people? Like, I, like how does this work? Like, I got, hmm. I don't understand how was was the process the process of this? Does nobody pay for it? People need to, yeah. This how do you is the build problem. the house in the first place if no one's paying to build the house in the first place? The problem, the the thing about the UBI debate, like a lot of people hate the UBI debate, but the UBI debate is a is attempting to solve a problem that is in our future. Like there not being enough jobs for people to be able to afford buying a house and having a family. So UBI is the attempt at creating a situation where you can, uh, you know, own a home and have a family. It'd be it'd be interesting to see what happens with UBI as far as like uh, people relocating to places where they could live off of it. I don't know exactly what would happen, but I mean, we're headed towards an untenable situation with the job market. Self-driving cars are going to be the ultimate fucking. That's true. And self-driving cars are going to take over as fast as the self, like as much as the cell phones and social media has changed our environment, self-driving cars are going to just be even crazier. Sometimes I wonder if all this stuff is, all this anti-capitalist stuff, because we don't necessarily know how bad it is out there, how many people really are suffering. And the news isn't kind of, isn't reporting this shit. I mean, they're often la-la land with all this race shit if trump loses the election which is possible 
I think things are have to be terrible in the economy because like you've got people voting for a literal dead guy over over Trump, which makes me think the economy is just <laughs> fucking awful. Like I don't I don't think Joe Biden is like I don't know what a Joe Biden presidency looks like. Does it look like him clearing his schedule every day and it's like I don't know I, I'm under the impression the presidency is a tough job. Like it's a daily grind for a schedule. Maybe. Critters Buggin for 1399 Canadian says many Canadians know more about US politics and history than Canadian than Canadian history and politics because of how close the two countries are geographically. We have laws that require the media be be a set percentage Canadian because of it. The what? The what He's saying is... that in Canada, they have mm -hmm. laws that require a set amount of politics and history be focused on Canada instead of the U.S. because U.S. Because culture because U.S. is, is so more prevalent. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Everyone's like, oh, look, oh, we have to study Canada today. Fuck. So look, boring. Guys, guys, look, just admit it. You want to be part of America. Just why? It's why. Canada should just be the 51st state, all of it. Just one giant state, okay? 51st state of America. Canada. Everyone's making fun of my Tim Pool hat. <laughs> Your Tim Pool beanie. They should make fun of it. You deserve to be made fun of it. I, there was only one size. I didn't know it came in sizes. So the population of Canada is 37 million. And the population of California is 39 million. So look, we could take the entire country of Canada, make it a single state, and it would still be a smaller state than California. Well, that's cool. Wise. As long as California is still on top, I'm cool with it. So look, there but you go. I want him I to think... beg. I want I want Thought Slime to do a video fucking begging us first. He's got to beg. I know I have to believe it. It's got to be a good performance. You guys know you want it. He's I mean, if you really, literally have really to make it. if you guys literally have to make a law that forces you to stop talking about America, I think you know. Yeah, it's time. It's time. You're you're it's like you're in love. It, we get it. You know, we're irresistible. We understand. Yeah, we're pretty awesome. Look, <laughs> we get it. Stop uh, being Michael. Good. Michael Gounot for 499 says, to be fair, France also has laws requiring French language songs on the radio because otherwise everything would be American. USA, USA. <laughs> Don't encourage taking us, taking over man. the world. We're insufferable we already. <laughs> No, we're taking over the fucking world. Every fucking country. This is the thing. All these fucking woke leftist bitches, they'll, they'll cry. Oh, America's too Eurocentric. America cares too much about European history. Fuck you. Bullshit. Guess what? There's a new paradigm now. Europe is going to be studying nothing but American history. That's Perfect. right. Fuck Eurocentrism. This is American centrism coming back. I think all European countries should only play songs in English, should only be learning American history. This is fucking USA, bitches. We're taking over the world. Yeah, American history is world history, for heaven's sakes. Like that is fucking <laughs> true. Oh. You got Canada Look. over here begging for us to colonize her. Like she's saying, come hither, colonize me. Could we even, is there any proof? Is there any actual evidence that the world, that reality itself existed before America? 
None. I don't no. think so. There I wasn't even evolution before America. No. I think what happened was on the first day of creation, God didn't say, let there be light. He said, oh, no. let there be America. AOL says, fuck you guys. We have a culture. I'm done with your channel. Who said that? <laughs> AOL. AOL. AWOL. 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 He must be Canadian. We're just joking, guys. Come on. We're all friends here. Uh, I mean, we're joking, but don't you know, hate us. You know you want it. You know you want it. Critters bugging for 279 Canadian says, God save the Queen. Long live the Commonwealth. Adam, draw a manga beanie on Sitch. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. You should not do that. You should, do, you should not do that. I wonder if I could do that while I'm on the stream here. I don't know. Uh, Wolfsbane00 do for 49 says, well, I'm off to destroy Canada. They've had it too good for too long. Somebody will get this reference. We have super chats going. If someone DM'd me. Wait, let me, well, let me see know. if this is the end of the video. If someone really DM'd the fine folks over at Left Merch Apparel are being deplatformed from Facebook. And if you were upset a week or so ago when I had a video deplatformed on YouTube, this ought to frustrate you too. Yeah, we don't want your videos to be deplatformed, dude. I don't know what you had deplatformed, but I don't approve of that. That's nonsense bullshit. They were. Go follow. He was complaining about Crowder for some reason, the, mm -hmm. the, the Carlos Mazda thing, I think. Oh, really? Carlos, fuck I, that video. <laughs> and then the, the algorithm, because, you know, they don't make any distinction. They said, like, oh, he's promoting hate speech or whatever. I believe. I could be totally wrong. That was my, I glanced at it, and that's what I thought was going on. I'm checking my DMs. If if I happen to get a, a PNG with a Tim Pool beanie hat, I could put a beanie on Sitch, but I can't oh do it. Oh, my God. I, I would have Aussie to remember. Yar for five Aussie books. With the best super chat of all time says America was the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fucking true. That's what they don't <laughs> want. Look, true. That's what they don't want you to know. Okay. Yeah. It's this is this is how history this is a real conspiracy. This is how history lies to you. The Revolutionary War wasn't America versus the British. It was America versus the fucking dinosaurs. Okay. That was mm. the beginning. That was the caveman rising up and destroying the dinosaur overlords, yep. creating the one true nation, America. Those were, yeah, exactly. We came from fucking space. Maybe we are aliens. But not white people, Americans. Yeah, Americans are the real Americans. aliens. You guys got to watch out. Space nation. That's where we came from. I think uh, the Gulf of Mexico is actually where the where the asteroid hit. So we are technically right in that zone. There you go. It's very yeah. true. Holy uh, cow. What? CT did an amazing art thing for us. Oh. Saving are you it right it up? now. Yeah. It's I mean it's not a Tim Pool beanie that I could slip on your little sitch head over there. <laughs> then we could both the the conversion will be complete. We can both, we've transitioned into temple. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Anyway. When are we so going to read? When are we going to watch a Tim pool video so you can debunk it? Oh God. 
I mean, Tim Pool might respond. That one video you were saying is all a bunch of nonsense. It wasn't. Oh my god, it's so bad. So but bad. I can fight back. I have the unbiased perspective. I can. I know you're a fucking. Bigot. I just don't. I just don't read anything. So, I'm too busy. Uh, P Funk malfunction for fourteen ninety nine. Thank you very much, P Funk. Says doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is insanity. I'm sure you've heard that this guy thinks communism is somehow going to be different and not cause mass slaughter. Well, that was state capitalism, dude. That was totally different. Yes, I made I made a meme video about that. We should actually watch that right now. Let me. State me capitalism is crony capitalism. What happens is the socialists take over, and they're like. Hey, we need to turn all the businesses into co-ops. And they're like, fuck that. I'm going to give this business to my buddy. He can run it and get rich off this shit. Exactly. No, no, we need co-ops. Oh, can you take down the super chat thing for a second? I did. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Here's a fr here's modern old, day communism explained. Yes. In 26 seconds. Oh, it's got to be good. In depth. Gotta I like good. that. Gentlemen, I bring you more communism. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, after last time. This uh... time shall be different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Because I am hungry again. It's not different at all. <laughs> Is it Steve? <laughs> it's Bosch. Remember when I used to make videos? It's Bosch. It's Bosch. It is Bosch. Yes. There it is. There it is, folks. That's Bosch. Which, are you not Thought making? Slime. Are you not spending an hour a day on videos making? Videos? I'm spending more. I'm almost done. With really? My next video. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Nice. I'm working on the. Gonna comic. be good. Fuck video. I know. Oh. I thought about making a video one time. <laughs> What happened? I got bored. Started drawing. Wow. Classic. Uh, P Funk malfunction for another nine ninety nine. Thank you, P Funk says. Anybody can arrange for him to be sent to Beijing. I swear, I would pay millions. I would work for you forever. Uh, who are we sending to Beijing? Bosh. Thoughts oh, no, line. Thoughts line. Yeah. Thoughts line. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Do it up. Uh, I North Baron Korea. Gatorix for five dollars says. Uh, no, the video is not going to come out tomorrow, but it's it's close. Okay. Isn't uh, it says, like an hour long opus that you're working on? No, I well, I have a very long Watchmen video that is that it's not finished, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of progress on it. But that's not the video I'm talking about. It's going to come out. What is the video about? Can you say, or is it top secret? Yeah, it's about everyone's favorite pedophile movie. Cuties. Cuties. You're doing a cuties response. I did a cuties oh my god. An honest cuties review. Yes. You watch that? Of course I watched it. I have to Did... get to the bottom of things, Adam. Okay, I got to yeah. know the truth. Yeah, I don't know. I'd probably throw up if I watch that movie. It's got a lot of JoJo memes in it. Oh, man. Uh I, Baron Gatorix for $5 says, Sargon at MythCon did great. It's a prime example of why this ideology is laughable on its face. More discrimination is not the answer. Except poppers. True. True. True poppers. Very true. 
get the poppers out of here. Uh, oh, there's, yeah, there's a great picture that CT made where I have noodles on my head. Love it, love it, love Wait, it. Wait, why do I have noodles on my head? Yum, yum, yum. So I've got spaghetti bowl on my head and I'm eating spaghetti. I'm saying yum, yum, yum. Oh, that's right. There was a spaghetti meme. That's true. There I am. Mm. See, Adam, you're wondering how to draw uh, me emoting love in the comic right there. You got it. Yeah. You got little hearts in the eyeballs. That was my suggestion. Eyeballs. You totally, you were like, nah. Yeah. I was so, going to put, I, I literally put in the script, uh, Sitch has hearts in his eyes. and Adam like, oh, is determined God. to make Sitch a beta cuck in the comic. It's very, it's very sad. That's my secret. <laughs> That's my goal. <sighs> of course. Anyway. I want to destroy your entire reputation. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we spend all this time developing this intellectual property and everyone hates it. <laughs> Come on. Come on. That's not my... That's not what's going on here. I want you to be relatable. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I want you to be relatable. Uh -huh. Not relatable I, like a beta cuck, but, you know, just uh -huh. relatable. Hey, I don't have a pasta problem, okay? I can stop eating pasta whenever I want. You eat a lot of pasta? That's funny. I don't eat a lot of pasta, actually. I don't eat very much pasta whatsoever. I try not to eat gluten because I'm, you know, I'm a fragile boy. Mm. You know, I don't want my dick to fly off. Wow, eating pasta will make your dick fly off. You know that no eating idea. gluten makes your dick fly off and explode. I thought you knew fly this. off and explode. Yeah. This is a fact, Adam. Fly away. Yeah, you should look into this. You should really make sure you're not eating too much gluten or your dick's gonna fly off. And explode. Let me just Google um gluten dick <laughs> launch explode. Google it, you'll see. Type it in right I, now. I'm not gonna type in dick. Type it in. Type it in, Google. you coward. Gluten dick fly off not gonna say. happen boom right there first result okay <laughs> gluten dick first fly result. off you're such a fucking bullshit that's total nonsense don't wow. don't google at, it guys look at this guy he doesn't know anything anyways uh derek joke. drummond for two dollars says thought sli thought slime ball is my favorite lol cow yes he's very lol cow it's true look at all this amazing artwork you sent me where's the tim pool hat I'm only in here for the temple hat. Yeah, I sent you the artwork that I received. None of it, fortunately, is a temple hat. So, unfortunately, you mean? No, you're just. I'm listening intently. I'm ready to respond to super chats. Uh, Stug for five dollars says, "Does anyone, anyone anywhere, ever know what they're talking about, particularly on YouTube?" I mean, except no. Sitch and Adam, they're great. Oh, Stug is so fucking true. Yeah. So true. That's the problem. People figure out that, oh, I can just cater to these these dum-dums and tell them whatever I, they want to hear, and I'll be popular. People will like me. It'll start a race war, but who cares? I'm cool. Uh, Matt Magnum, for another $5 after the 100 he just dropped. Oof. What a king. Wow. says just an extra five bucks to tell you that that was a hundred dollars well spent you're always great at responding to my super chats more super chats in the future thank you matt i appreciate that's it. a lot of free will that's, yeah, a, that's lot a lot of free, free will. will that's 105 th units of free will that matt has just shown the world that he has yeah uh, scott fang for five dollars says not gonna lie i only watch this show because sitch is in it dad 
What's mm, S class? Mm, 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 <laughs> oh my god! Mm, 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 S class is best class. No one likes your fucking harmonica. Alice Karras for five dollars says Adam. The next time you buy a Tim Pool hat, make sure that it is the right size. Shots? I didn't know there was a size. What's going on here? So what's the problem? Big. Is the hat too big or too small? It, it, everyone's it's saying big. it's too small, but. It looks too big on your on your tiny head. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm looking, it looks it looks Tim Pool's head is not I mean Tim Pool's beanie is like tight. Like it's like cutting off the circulation of his brain. Like that's probably why he's going the way he's going. Okay. Going the way Yours he's going. What is big, it a secret? Okay. What do you mean? Is this Becoming make, a partisan is this hack for make money? Me, is that a secret? I don't know. Is this gonna make me lose my hair? Is that what you're it, saying? That's is the maybe, Tim Pool beanie bad for my hairline? Maybe, maybe I don't want to wear this Tim Pool beanie. Maybe that's what made Tim Pool go bald. Is that it wasn't? We thought the beanie was covering up the baldness, but actually, it, it caused it in the first place. I do like his. I mean, that's a that's a go to attitude. He's like, I am going bald in my twenties. That sucks, but I can it just wear suck. a beanie. I can. That's just wear true. A beanie. Look, lemonade lemonade out of lemons. Totally. Yeah. Uh, Kaz back on Discord for five dollars says. Thought slime exists to be laughed at. I refuse to believe these people accidentally make themselves ideological straw man. It's true. He provides content just for us to laugh at. It's true. Well, he's way more popular than we are, though. So what the fuck? That's not, talk uh, about not if systemic you injustice. Our main channels. Talk about systemic injustice. Wait, 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 wait. He's not more <laughs> popular than us if you include the main channels. He's only more popular than than us because he doesn't stream for ten hours on Sundays. Oh, okay. So. Put up some of that other art. Jeez, Adam. Oh, yeah. Art. Get in the I game. Forgot. I was waiting. I'm too, here. Too distracted I'm refreshing my DMs. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm for that I beanie. Know. Oh. beanie. Nobody, nobody give Adam a fucking beanie, okay? Nobody send him a beanie. My man, Sam. My man, Sam. Deep. It's Muff. it's not a... It's not a P. You you gotta send like a PNG through like a no no send a JPEG with like a big white background and just make it like totally. I'll I'll try to make it work. I'll make this make work. it totally not work or anything like that. Actually, yeah, you know what? Keep sending those to Adam on Twitter. Wink wink. I'm gonna make this work. Just to you realize that you can't send people transparent PNGs on Twitter, right? You you can if you send it a link through like a Google Drive doc. Oh, okay. Wow, look at all the work he wants you to do. He's like, oh, you got to send me a fucking link through a Google Drive, blah, 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 blah. No, you already sent me the beanie. I'm, I'm doing it up myself. No, I don't want... Oh, you motherfucker. I don't, this look at, doesn't this is, look like a Tim Pool beanie, though. This isn't the actual Tim Pool beanie. bad psychic, okay? Bad sidekick. Give me a pirate hat. I'll take a pirate hat. Go find a pirate hat. Somebody find a, a transparent PNG of a pirate hat and send it to Adam. Brian K for ten dollars says, "Was an aerospace engineer major, switched to psych, now in philosophy, and abandoning my degree." LOL. Last semester took an ethics course and wrote a paper combining height social intu intuition with virtue ethics. Wow. That's awesome. That is awesome. Crazy. That is awesome. Very cool, Brian. Uh, Lord of the Nerds for two dollars says, "You lads catch T Jump versus J Dryer on the kill stream." No. Did not catch that. That sounds interesting. Was that another Black Lives Matter thing? Jay Dreyer's uh, the is a like Christian conservative. He destroyed uh Matt Dillahunty. 
Which um, I thought was pretty good. Destroy Matt Dillahunty's pretty easy to destroy, but wouldn't it have been? Matt, wait, you said he's like a you said he's a religious guy. Yeah. Oh, so wouldn't it be about religion? Not, um... It was about religion. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. I guess but I'll we'll throw, check it out. I'll put some artwork up instead of doing the. Hey, look, it was interesting. Games. Usually, I that debate that he that T Jump had with with Jake was the first time I've ever been on T Jump's side in a debate. So. Oh, I know. I know. Usually he's like crazy stuff. He's like yeah, the so. best of all possible worlds. Yeah, it's interesting. Oh, here we go. Atheist Tom Jump and Orthodox Christian Jay Dreyer battle over the nature of the existence of God and get into a discussion about cognito ergo sum and the then bombs fly as Dick Masterson and Andy Worski face off regarding whether Lollicon should be banned or if it is considered free expression. Is that modern day debate? Is James killing? No, it that was what? on Killstream. Oh, it's Killstream. Ethan. It's on Ethan. E yeah, Ethan Ralph. Ethan. Ethan Ralph's killing it. As someone who is a theist, I have literally no interest in watching people debate the existence of God. I think it's the dumbest, biggest waste of time. Stephen Biggs for four ninety nine says more That's harmonica. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. I was so God. excited about that super chat. He's so happy. So, and uh, finally, uh, oh, Yay. okay. So, you, I see. <laughs> so the the picture that you put up was by uh, another picture from from last week was by uh, Yimmy Acosta David. Another hand drawn picture. Here Freshly I am. Freshly squeezed white male yes. tears. Freshly squeezed white male tears. Just cr I'm drinking in the white male tears while I'm reading some sort of communist source material in order to destroy it, in order to pwn it. Yes. Look at you. Look at you. Because I care. I, I read the source material. I deconstruct it. It's Call good. It, out. it is good. I listen to it. Uh, <laughs> a hack, uh, a hack CSGO for 20 knock knock dollars says duck, Mary kill, Vosh, destiny, and no BS. Oh, Jesus. What? Kill them all! Kill them all! Oh, God. Uh, okay, okay, Adam. No, I'm not. Fuck, Mary, kill, Vosh, no. Destiny, no BS. It's all guys. I'm I'm telling you, I'm straight. <laughs> Sorry. You have to. It doesn't matter. You have to. By the laws of fuck, Mary, kill, you have to answer. There are no laws. I make my there own it, reality. Oh, look at this guy. He's he's Adam's gone full anarchist all of a sudden. I make my doesn't own believe in social order or anything anymore. I make my own reality. Uh-huh. You don't believe that. I do. I'm you're, I'm you're writing the simulation. Fucking, the secret. Oh, you're you're so now you're into the secret, you're into intuition. I am the author. I am the I author of the simulation. Come on, I, I told you the simulation people reached out to me. That's I'm true. I forgot about I'm that. I'm dealing that with them true. directly. So I guess, so we, we did promise a long time ago that if you gave us enough money, Adam would put in a good word with the simulation people. So I guess you got to make sure you put in a good word for Matt Magnum with the simulation people. Oh, hell yeah. You know, oh, yeah. He's in. Throw some He's good, throw some good uh, rerolls his way. It'd be time traveling. No problem. We could do Im immortality, eternal youth, everything you want. Simulation people work it out. What's this picture here? Another picture like, by Yimmy Acosta David. Here I am reading some more source material while next to mm -hmm. a person who is an ACAB mm -hmm. uh, anarchist. 
She's cute. I'd I'd ask her out. Y- you you think she's cute? Okay. Oh yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, I'm not. You won't fuck Mary Kill, but... Vosh, Destiny, or no BS, but uh, <laughs> see how it is. See how it is. Well, she's obviously an attractive woman, though. Someone in the chat says Adam hasn't seen Destiny in a little black dress. True. True. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know what that's referencing. <laughs> Uh, Drew Malcolm for five dollars says can't watch live but have really been enjoying the podcast feed. Would like to hear your thoughts on Lindsay Ellis's J.K. Rowling video. That was one of that was a I think that's a video on the list of potential videos. Yeah, I wanted to do that. that we that never video. got around to. Yeah, she comes out hard against uh, against J.K. Rowling in in ways that are just oh man, it's just weird. It's so weird. I don't know how you could look at J.K. Rowling and just think the things that she's saying in that video so offensive not well, it's, it's not for me to get offended for literal billionaires i mean how much money right. does jk rowling have but well it's funny because you know she calls out jk rowling she's like jk rowling is a transphobe who's who's you know criticizing a position that nobody has that sex isn't real and to prove to you that nobody thinks sex isn't real, I'm going to leak, link to a, a Riley Dennis video where Riley Dennis literally says that sex is a social construct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like way the to go. Dumbest shit ever. Riley Dennis, PhD. Yep. Who literally sang the exact thing you're claiming nobody says, but you know. Yeah. So, okay, I'll add that to the list. If it was, uh, no, it wasn't a list. Okay, I'll add it to the list. It's definitely, definitely something to look into. Are we going to uh, do so the, this the old other one next week? We have a kill. I did a killer thumbnail. I want to do that video. We did. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So this <laughs> oh my vid- God, this- I have the that's the most requested video ever. I know. Uh, this video was. I mean, this picture was by a starry-eyed Optim. Starry-eyed Optim on. Twitter. I love this. This is CT like butt fucking you with a knife. <laughs> so this is um, this is this is <laughs> me. This is me playing Among Us, and like I think it was either the first or second game. CT is the imposter, and she literally just murders me. Like the game starts, everyone's in the cafeteria, and she just fucking stabs me and breaks my neck and stabs me in the back in front of everyone, like instantaneously. So that's some cruel. That's some cruel stuff, man. There it is. So there, immortalized. So this was the, the game. Moment. This was that game. That's yes. Killer. Yeah, you would liked it. Uh, CT's trying to guilt you into playing it, Adam. I would like to play. I would. Just a time thing. Uh, the games are very short. I, I, what are you guys doing at 6 a.m. California time? 6 a.m. on California time? Uh, I'm asleep. Or no, 6 a.m. California time. I'm awake, but I don't think... I'm not going to... I'm working. I don't have time <laughs> playing. <laughs> yeah. Let I don't have know. time to play video games. Give me a heads up. You mean 6 p.m. California time? Maybe that's something swingable. Yeah, we could probably do something. God, I want to play Uh, some games. Go ahead. CT sent you a Streamlabs that just says, and years 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 of therapy, Adam. Sad face. What does that mean? It means this is all the years of therapy she'll need because you're not going to play Among Us with us. I'll play. Everyone's talking about it. Okay, there you it go. It must CT. be fun. We got. I had CT. fun playing that that porthole game. Porthole. Oh, game. okay. So that's Harker. So 
So uh, Starry Optim is Harker, who I recall, who we played with uh, on Among Us. So thank you, Harker, for uh, immortalizing that moment. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Harkin, I'm sorry, I'm calling it Harker. Harkin. Was anyone recording it? Or no, it is Harker. Wait, is it Harker Harkin? I thought it was Harkin. I'm so confused. CT said Harker, so if, if I'm wrong, Harker, blame CT. Anyways. I think I uploaded uh, a video of you killing me in Human Fall Flat on my Adam Friended secret channel. <laughs> as it should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah Lieutenant Amazon for $5 says, it's chill time. Just uploaded a new video for Let's Read. Go check it out. Sitch has the link. Let's read. So Amazon. Post the link. Lieutenant Amazon made a very long, uh, it was like two hours, like a read of of a comic. So check it out. Sweet. If you type in LT Amazil on YouTube, you can find his channel. I'll post a link. Oh, look at that. <laughs> that's that's good. Yes, what? Sam, you're doing great. <laughs> oh, God, did you put the beanie on? Not yet. I got to cut it out first. I don't know if I can do that. I think I can. 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 That's the American attitude. That's the difference between America and Canada. Hold is that on. why you like Fully Cooly so much? Is AWL gone? I don't want to offend anyone here. <laughs> like, let, me, let me scan the chat. So I put here. Lieutenant Amazon's video link in the chat. Oh, nice. Yeah. Save me doing that. Good. <clears throat> uh, do, do, do. Alida Hellajord. Hellajord. For 20 knock knock says S class is best class. Oh, Stupid videos are greater than debates. Yes. There you go. Stupid videos? They like us uh, critiquing stupid videos over debating. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Yeah. So. Although we got uh, well, Destiny versus Vosh. Man, that video blew up. It's almost to 100,000 no, no. views. I'm assuming they're saying stupid videos over us debating. Oh, people over us yeah. like Which I, look, we gotta mix it up. Okay. Gotta go back and forth. That surf conversation was awesome. That surf conversation was awesome. Yeah. People loved it. That was fun. People loved Adam getting very triggered. Uh Alex Karras for five dollars says, Yeah, I mean, what is up with all these Canadians? Even Jordan Peterson. I mean, Dev, Thought Slime, C T, Da Vinci Resolve. Da Vinci Resolve is Canadian? Oh, shit. I Canadian. take it back. Yep. There you go. That should there be you like your opening salvo. Look. If, if Da Vinci Resolve is your, is is like a Canadian thing, you got to put that up front. Look, this that's just more of a reason to annex Canada, okay? I want Don't Jordan look. Peterson to be fucking American, okay? Then he can be an American hero. Canadian Jordan. hero doesn't really have a ring to it, right? You've never yeah. heard someone say, he's a Canadian hero. That's kind of like an oxymoron, isn't it? He had a bad take on Kavanaugh, though, so I, he can stay in Canada. <laughs> Jordan Peterson, American hero. It's a nice ring. Jordan Peterson, bad take on Kavanaugh, stay in wow. Canada. Wow. 
he didn't have a bad take on Kavanaugh. We've had this conversation a million times. You're totally strawmanning him. I can't. No, he had a terrible that. take on Kavanaugh. I cannot Don't believe him. how I cannot believe what a strawman you are, Adam. It's incredible. Not strong. I, I love Jordan Peterson. Seriously, I wouldn't. I wouldn't strawman my man J, JP. Uh, Die Gen S for five dollars says no rest until I get the call in stream so I can debunk socialist sidekick and bring a team to the right side of reality. Trump twenty twenty. Wow. I did put the Colin stream on my calendar, and then I worked right through it. I'm, just, I'm fucking obsessed so, with the comic. So, right are now. we going to do a Colin stream this Wednesday? I mean, I could put it on my calendar again, but you, I looked at my DMs. I'm like, okay, if Sitch says something, I'll do it. But well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do. Here's the thing. I didn't want to do a surprise uh, Colin stream. I want to tell everyone on Sunday that we're doing it. Yeah, that's to the give thing them to notice. Do. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yes. you want to do it this Wednesday? This Wednesday, 4 p.m. Eastern, mm -hmm. PSA Sitch and Adam Psychic Forever call in stream. So We're going to do it. Okay, this we'll Wednesday. do it. This God. Wednesday. Uh, Jarfa of Love, thank you very much for the two Aussie bucks. Uh, Hummer, Eduardo Rodriguez, Madrano for $2 says, wasn't Jamestown something like a commune? I don't know. Yeah. Was yeah. it? Yeah. They all had voting rights, and it was like a, a cooperative. Oh, my God. So it was evil. It was, uh, it was <laughs> Vash's dream, dream thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. I think I need to make the pool hat flip the other way. Hold on a second. <laughs> Uh, Alex Karras for five hours says, does Thought Slime use his turn signal? Oops, I mean, I have free will. <laughs> I like that, true. Oh uh, Whaley for five hours says, if he researched his subject, he may have to admit that his opponent has a point. Yeah, there you go. Look, if I don't actually it's research true. anything, it's just, I can just straw man you. I don't have to actually like address anything that's, you know, a valid criticism. Very true. Hummer, Eduardo Rodriguez, Madrano for two says, oh, never mind. That was Plymouth. Damn commies everywhere. We just have to, I think if there's communism in American history, we just pretend it doesn't exist, right? Like, like Quentin Tarantino, you know, rewriting history. We just rewrite history. Yeah, what's that movie where the, I think it's a Woody Allen movie where all the writers are on the blacklist because of, of communism. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, there's a. I bunch saw the one of... where he goes into the future. Oh yeah, that's sleeper. The sleeper, yeah. There's a movie where it's about the communist blacklist in Hollywood, and he's like a just a like an office secretary or something, and he gets this idea that he's. Oh no, he gets some. Everyone's gonna give me a hard time because people have actually seen the movie, and I saw it like a hundred years ago, but. He he gets some opportunity to write screenplays, so he's having hiring all of these blacklisted writers that to ghostwrite for him, and he's basically taking the credit. Oh, that's funny. Which is a great scam. It's totally right. a great scam. Uh, do 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 do. Uh, Raffle meow kitten kitteth for four ninety nine says I think he said layperson, like layman, non professional in a given field. Yeah, Adam. 
I you don't say layman anymore. That's sexist. You say layperson. Oh, really? Layman? Le I can't person. say layman. Uh, Duper Duff for $5. Thank you very much, Dupa. I am sexist. Uh, Diagenis for $2 says, Restrict Californian immigration. Lone Star never blue. Ooh. Restrict it's California. It's going to happen oh. one day, Diagenis. Are you saying Texas I can't move is gonna to... going to go blue, motherfucker. What? And you're going to be so there are a lot of Californians moving to Texas. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Shem Dupe for $5 says, live streaming is zero sum, only a finite amount of attention. Love you guys. Keep it up. You can grow I the audience. I mean. Disagree. Yeah. Because it's, well, it's technically true. There's only a fine, finite amount of attention. It's not as if anyone's ever going to reach the full capacity of attention. And generally, with a lot awesome. of YouTube stuff, since a lot of it is reacting to other shit or commentating on other shit like we were doing in the stream earlier, yeah. you could say it's not a zero sum because thoughts line produces some bullshit communist crap. And then we respond to it. So good job. Uh, Duper Dow for $5 says that pause of, of thought slime looks like a rat that's seen a particularly stinky piece of cheese. <laughs> I think that was the screenshot picture. Yes. That's hilarious. Oh, there was one more picture I sent you that I don't think you put up yet. I'm, I'm, the Tim Pool beanie is so close to your oh head. Oh, my God. The, fuck the beanie. No. Fuck the beanie. Oh, it's not doing it. I can't grab it. Good. This is... this is. You thought you controlled oh. the simulation. Oh, no. You this got, is the it's, simulation. Look, it's docking. It's docking. No, uh, no. It's docking with the head. It's like it's like the Darth. It's like the Darth Vader thing, like coming down. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ceiling on my head. I'm going no. Here it is. Wasn't make there it, already? I know there's some other streamer. Nice, make it nice and snug right there. I know there's some other streamer. You already did this. Really? You put a beanie on my head. Yeah. This is old. This is old. No. Pack. We've done this come before, on. Then why remember. it would be in the thing? I don't know where I don't it is. Remember. Nah, this is this. Is... I'm telling you, this is the this has been done da, before. Da, da, da. <laughs> been done before. Look at this. Ah, we're twins now. How's it feel? It feels really bad. It feels really terrible. I need to get my tie on. I don't look like Tim Pool. I look like a South Park character now. That's perfect. Yes. <laughs> that's right contrast it. that'll stunt the brain cells very true very true all right we have we have one more art oh uh, derek drummond's for five dollars says sitch has trashed movie takes another reason to be on a team baby oh someone likes rubber and hates disney movies terrible yeah terrible. i read that i read that super chat i know it's awful rub it rub it in your face <laughs> Uh, Gemini Semini for $2 says, Edgy Adam is pretty cute too, not gonna lie. Ed edgy Adam is pretty cute. I will go. Hell yeah. Born, born edgy. So there's a picture of, us, of uh, Zofrats where she's using me as a human box when we play Portal 2. She picks me up and dumps me on a button. Yep. Oh yeah. There it is. Sitch the human box. See, like a real man, I make the woman do all the work. Yeah. It's just like... Uh... <laughs> Like cuttlefish or something. What? Isn't aren't the cuttlefish the 
the the men or the women the men make I the nest have or no something clue like that I, I don't know anything about the cuttlefish uh gender role sorry okay research uh, Gemini Sound for two dollars says hey Adam have you checked out Igor yet Igor three hours I didn't it was a recommend a good recommend I can't remember oh what is, it is. is this a musician uh, no, I think it's an app that that synthesizes the news, if I remember correctly. It's like a, uh, a no. This is a musician. Thing. No, Igor. It's like an app. No, this is a musician. Well, you he Google. makes really weird artsy fartsy shit that you'd probably like. Really, I thought it was an app, but okay. I know you would probably I, like this. It's really weird. Igor music. I'll check it out. I G O R R R. Three R's. I Anyways. G O R. -R, -R. Uh, Daniel Collective One for four ninety nine says Lion King is low resolution Hamlet. That's that's true. That's true. Uh, oh, I did. I watched the. Yeah, no, I did watch that music video. It's fucking crazy. The very noise Ooh. one. It's awesome. Yeah, it is weird. Sitch Cube seems like something that should be in the merch store. I like that. Zofrat's had another picture of Sitch as a literal cube. That would be funny merch. A companion cube, Sitch. Yeah, let's throw it in. Let's do it. Uh, Thunderson4228 for $5 says, Adam doesn't like the producers? No wonder he's not as funny as Sitch. True. Very true. Everyone says I'm the funny one. Very true. <laughs> also, you were thinking about the seahorse, not the cuttlefish. Dumb dumb. Anyways, Everyone says I'm the funny uh, one. Barry Bluebird for five dollars says, "What about historical war films?" Yeah, I like war. Like, um, I my favorite war film is probably Platoon. That's a good one. And Saving Platoon Private Ryan. Great. Full Metal uh, Jacket. I don't. I'm not a huge Full Metal Jacket fan. You don't like Full Metal Stanley Kubrick? I don't. What I don't like nuts? Stanley Kubrick. We've talked about this. Me love you long time. Oh my Me god. Me so horny. Come on. There are many weapons. This one is my own. Yeah. Anyway, um my weapon is my friend. Oh yeah, it is my life. Historical I will war worship it as I worship my life. Historical war films are great. Uh fantastic. As long as you don't like rewrite the ending of the war and say like, "Oh, but then, you know, this this thing that didn't happen actually happened." That's that's my only contention. It's actually, this yep. is my rifle, but anyway. Whatever, I don't remember. Dumb, dumb. <laughs> uh, Damo Collective one for four ninety nine says, uh, "My first year as a teacher, I taught history class starting with the Levant and ancient Near East, and ending with the fall of Rome the next semester." Yeah, see, you didn't get very far, did you? History's too long. They need to shorten that shit up. I know history is too long. So I'm saying, start when America was founded, and then mm. that's all that matters. <laughs> True. Uh, doo, 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 doo. A snack that smiles back. Taven Burner for $5 says 70 rule. 70 divided by the annual GDP growth equals the number of years for the, D, the DGP to double. Long-term economics is greater than short-term economic thinking. Keep this in mind. True. There you go. Yeah, long-term thinking is much better. Yeah, I don't like Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. Because watching shit float through space to classical music while nothing happens is fucking stupid and boring. 2001 is a piece of shit movie. Suck it. Gotta put the 2001 
background in with such. 2001 book is fantastic, and I'd highly recommend every single person read the 2001 book. Oh, man. Very short and awesome. That's so elitist. That's like elitist scum move every it's time super like, short. oh the book is so much better oh my god I love mr mr I, i'm reading all these books about philosophy and history and blah, 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 blah. complaining yeah, that I've... someone read a book instead of watched a fucking movie wow yeah, but the, i don't compare the book to the movie i don't go like because oh, there yeah. is no fucking movie for the books that you read well true but <laughs> so i guess i'm not in that position so that's good uh, Derek German Fadar says, Sitch's shadow brother, Literature Devil, talks about fairness and heroism in his new video. It was very good, in my opinion. That's yes, right. Here's I have his new to video watch it. About uh, is Superman, Superman, I think it was, is Superman relevant in today's world? Yep. It's like an hour long. I was like, oh, this is great. I can cue it up when, uh, when, I, um, when I draw. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Hoppus Spartan for ten dollars says, "Define injustice." I think conservatives have a different definition of the word compared to the left. I think conservatives would use unfair, would use unfair that unfairness can be overcome at an individual level. Yeah, fairness, fairness, cheating, moral foundation is answered the same by libertarians, conservatives, and progressives. It's one of the reasons why I thought Donald Trump would win the election in 2016, because Donald Trump has this way of framing everything in terms of fairness. It is really a blind spot of the progressives that they don't think that uh, conservatives believe in fairness in the same way that they believe in fairness. Fairness cheating is the moral foundation. I was yes. going to bring up the chart. I think I actually have uh, the fairness cheating. So, yeah. So, uh, it, uh, go ahead. No, you continue. So, yeah, I think, um, I think uh, they do conceptualize it the same uh, individually but I think that they believe the other side conceptualizes it differently than them, which is super ironic. Uh, Troublemaker for $3 says, have you heard Sitch released a video? Oh, wait, that was the other better shadow person. <laughs> uh, so, hey, Adam. Wow. Hey, what's up? Yeah. I'm assuming they... that's Zofrat's being sneaky. I sent you... Uh, Zofrats made a animated GIF uh, of me and Literature Devil to see who would finish their video faster. So, yeah, I saw that on Twitter. I, I DM'd it to you. How do you How do you do that? How did How did you save it? To DM. Oh, I just sent you the link. Oh, okay. I'll pull it up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Twitter's stupid. I don't know why it's so complicated to save GIFs. Uh, the love doctor 69 all day for 150 says watched Vosh's recent watch Vosh recently ranked his debates and he gave both his debate with Adam and Sargon an F saying that he got angry in his first debate with Sargon and didn't perform very well. True. Very true. Uh, he called Adam the book guy and said, you never listen. LOL. The book guy. Yeah. Yeah. The book guy. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, reading books is probably a good thing. I think I'll take Shut that. Shut up, book guy. Yeah. You just said I was being elitist for saying you should read a book instead of a movie. And now you're like, I think reading books is good, Sitch. Well, reading books for information about like a debate is probably a good 2001 thing. is a book about the human soul. Okay. It is. You're it's not going to get that from 2001 that is about artificial intelligence. It's about UBI. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. Ultimately, no. it's about oh, UBI. That's about why. Where... That's why the. That's why the book is so much better than the movie. It's about something such something so much more profound and deep than than artificial intelligence. Okay. It's about the this. human soul, Adam. Where's that? I want to hear. No, actually, I take it back. I don't want to hear. It. You don't. Analysis paralysis for one for fifteen dollars. Thank you very much. Analysis says. A-team, S-class, you are both god-tier to me. Oh, there's the enlightened centrist position. We appreciate it. I do love it, yeah. Uh, Paradox Engine for, th for $3 says, Yes, yes, Sitch. I might switch teams to S-class since you think critical race theory is an existential threat to the United States. To United States, not just United States. Uh, critical race theory goes against almost everything America stands for and says it does. It's a threat that wants to think it's that wants us to think it's not a threat. Very true. Very true. Yeah, I, Keith I Ryan for I don't know. I think America's kind of invincible, but I could be wrong. Like That's an true. existential threat. I mean, I think I don't know. It's might just be a bunch of hooey, it might be a bunch of fuck. It's well, a, a it is definitely annoying. I'll give it that. Something could be an existential threat without being without like without a, a strong likelihood that it would succeed uh okay I, right I, I, not necessarily i think success is part of the equation like you wouldn't say it's an existential threat unless it had a chance of succeeding i i guess we're just sitch lying it up here then i guess oh on the word existential yeah okay. on, on what no on the on the term well, it has to be a real threat to your existence right if there's no probability of success is that a real threat I think that's a different question. Existential threat. Existential threat. Okay. Existen well, hold on. Existential threat means a threat to your existence. Well, critical. I think critical race is definitely a threat to to our existential existence. Sure. Uh, okay. Keith, Keith rhymes for six dollars and thirty nine cents. Says, just ask the race obsessed if black folks are oppressed. By disparate impact, then outlawing, then outlaw the acts of murder and contract breach is then in fact also anti-black. That by itself shows commie logic blows. We must thwart their scheme. Their scheme also go a team. Got a little nice rhyme. <laughs> oh my god, you oh, sound I, I so dour when been, you say that. I know. Sounds so depressed. I guess the whole thing I should have read as a rhyme. Let me see if I can do this again. Oh, Just ask the race obsessed if black folks are oppressed. By disparate impact, then outlawing the acts of murder and contract breach is then in fact also anti-black. That by itself shows commie logic blows. We must thwart their scheme. Also, go eighteen. <laughs> it's it worth is. it. Just, you realize you're encouraging them by how depressed you sound. Hey, 
Who's going to read your rhymes, Keith? It's not going to be Adam. It's going to be me. I'm the one putting in the effort. I'm the one reading the rhymes. Adam's just going to read it off and go, blah, 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 blah. He doesn't care. He can't even read. I, I <laughs> cut out the PNG for the Tim Pool beanie. I even made it symmetrical so it fits on his exactly. head perfectly. He only cares if he can mock me. That's it. That's all he cares about. We're a team. We're the Tim uh -huh. Pool team. We're the T team. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, ben Toki for $5 says the argument for an interpretive phenomenological. I don't even know what that word Phenomenal, is. First, phenomenological. Come on. What is that? Phenomenological. Phenomenological. Yeah. I don't, what is that? Logically based on a phenomenon. Oh, that sounds a lot more complicated than I thought. Phenomenological. Uh, perspective, is, perspective is so boring. What critical race theory is doesn't matter because his interpretation of it is it trumps the racist's interpretation. True. Yeah, that's what he's thinking. Well, that's what he's saying. Yeah, that's true. So I brought up the that moral foundations. I, I, this has got to be like a guesstimation thing for the... This is like a terrible chart, but it has the exact same uh, outcome for fairness cheating for, for libertarians, progressives, and social conservatives. So on the moral foundations questionnaire, that means those people are answering those questions uh, similarly, which is... Yeah, it's great. CT says S-team forever, so I think that's a win for me. Yeah, but it's CT. You what does know, that mean? What does that mean? She's really A-team. You know, she's really... S-team forever to, right there. She's that means just, I'm... Bef since it's S-team, that means the S is before you, therefore I'm... Con, the best. Con Burner says height hasn't answered my questions. Hmm. Okay. That means your questions are wrong. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, dun, dun, phil, philosoph. Jesus Christ. You're right. I can't read. Philosophaster for $5 says, Sitch's law is just the linguistic turn. Ask Adam's philosopher friend Gary Edwards because he probably knows about it. The linguistic turn? Yeah. Holy shit. Sitch's law isn't even a it isn't even your law. It's a linguistic no. turn. Sitch, I can't believe it. You don't Let's really see. have a law. The linguistic term was a major development in Western philosophy during the early twentieth century. The most important important characteristic of which is focusing of philosophy and other humanities primarily on the relations between language, language users and the world. Um it doesn't seem like it has anything to do with such a law. Sitch is so that was a that's the the pinnacle super chat of this show right there. Except Sitch's that it's wrong. law isn't even Sitch doesn't except that it's Sitch wrong. stole a law from philosophy. Oh my I god. Looked, look, if it's good enough for thought slime, it's good enough for me. Okay. I looked You're, up linguistic term on Wikipedia and it has nothing to do with Sitch's law. So therefore, ergo, prod ad hoctum, so forth, etc. I am correct and you, my sir, are wrong. <laughs> I don't know. It depends upon the de I don't want to argue over definitions, but what's prod act proctor? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get stuffed, bitch. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, to love Dr. 69 all day for 150 says, why is it that history teachers are the coolest teachers? I swear I've never had a history teacher that I haven't at least liked, even if it was a boring subject. Do all the lame teachers just gravitate towards other subjects? Oh my God. I've only had, I had one really good history teacher and everyone else has been really lame. So I don't know if I agree with that, but. Yeah, it's so weird because teachers, it's hit or miss. It's totally yep. hit or miss. Like that, that teacher made me fascinated in history, made me want to learn more about the world, made me, made me fascinated with politics because he related so much of what was going on in the world to politics. That if I hadn't had that teacher, I might just be completely disinterested in politics. Yeah, he would just be sitting here smoking pot, drawing pictures of not a comic. Yeah. Well, our, our comic does, is very fascinating. <laughs> a very dead horse for five hours says, I love how when you guys in the audience hear something that sounds off, we use our superhumanism powers to get to the bottom of it. Also, Adam, yeah, exactly. That's what Sitch is all about, using superhumanism to get to the bottom of it. Also, Adam, move to Nashville before your shit burns down. It's cool here. We got arts, music, hot women, and hot chicken. We might. Yeah, we might. We might escape California. I guess if everyone's doing it. You know, I'm I'm one of those people that falls for fast. They're going to go to Nashville? They're going to move to Tennessee, Adam? Nashville sounds cool. I lived in the South. I lived in New Orleans, and I loved it. I loved living in New Orleans. So Nashville. Why not? Sure. I've actually never been to Tennessee. Yeah. I'm sure it's cool. I'm sure it's cool. Come on. I will up the cool factor by, you know, exponentially just by moving there. The uh, <laughs> it's I, I Googled Sitch's Law. I'm amazed that there's as many, there's as many, uh, references to it but like no one's done i gotta hit i gotta hit the uh urban dictionary quick and make it like sitch's law <laughs> Some... holy shit that's hilarious if you type in sitch's law the first thing comes up is my tweet sitch's law 99 percent of arguments are arguments of definitions yeah there you go from buddy 20 from september 2019 that's like a year old september yep. 19th what's today oh it's not the birthday of Sitch's Law. Oh, uh, no, but yeah, but Sitch's Law was was around way before then, so. And it's got and one And technically, that's not even the true Sitch's Law. Sitch's Law is 99% of arguments are arguments by definitions. You just don't realize it. Oh, that's what Sitch's Law that's, is. Yes, so you don't realize that that's arguments about definitions. Why is um, this under Sitch's Law? I, another tweet came up of me saying the definition. There the doctrine go. or systems of moral conduct. People always want to argue over the definition of morality with me. And I'm like, it's right there. It's in the dictionary. The uh, love doctor 69 all day for $2 says, yo, apparently Trump only paid $750 a year on his taxes and libs are freaking out while not realizing how taxes work. Good stuff. Can't hate because nobody understands taxes, but this is pretty hilarious. Even destiny is defending him. LOL. Destiny is defending Trump for that. That's the main reason why I didn't vote for Trump was the tax thing. Because I just fucking, like, I can't stand the thought that people don't pay taxes. I know what you're yeah. saying. You're saying, you're saying, oh, of course he didn't pay taxes because, you know, he's a business owner. He has all this stuff tied he's up using in assets the and assist, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's still unfair. It's totally it unfair. unfair. Like, it's totally uh, unfair, yes. Middle class gets fucking worked for taxes, and it's yep. completely unfair. And fuck that. So I didn't vote for him. 
for that yep. reason. Agreed. Uh, Genos Kuhn for $3 says, Adam, you were 100% right getting triggered by the surf's bullshit. He turned so red. <laughs> yeah, everyone uh, said that. I got to go back and watch it because I didn't notice that during the stream, but everyone said, oh my God, look, he totally turned beet red. Uh, forget about the JoJo question. A team for life, boo, is what I would say if you actually read One Punch Man. Oh, he hasn't read One Punch Man, so I guess he'll never be A team for life. That's true. What? I've read One Punch Man. No, you haven't. You've looked at the picture. I, well, that counts. No, it's a it comic. Doesn't. It's for the. Doesn't, oh my god! I make up my own story when I when I read a comic. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Don't laugh at me, bitch. I do. <laughs> I make up a great story. I look story. at the pictures and make up my. I'm a true uh, postmodernist. Okay, you can't tie me down by your words, your story structure. I don't look at that shit. I just look at the pictures and make it up in my head. Our comic is going to look cool and have a cool story. It's going to be the best of both worlds. That's how you know that Adam is a true artist, okay? If you, <laughs> if you just want to look at the pictures, we got you covered. See, if that's this allowed. Is, this, is, this explains a lot. This is why you like rubber so much. Because unlike me, you weren't paying attention to the lack of a story. You just made up a story that wasn't in the movie. And then you enjoyed there you is made a it story enjoyable in to rubber. yourself. There's a perfect story in rubber. I don't know yeah, what you're okay. talking about. You're okay. crazy. You're kooky. Uh Genos also included a short poem, A Team Rims, S Class Ass. What does that mean? I, I think that means that you rim my ass. What? Oh my God. <laughs> That's how I I'm going to interpret it. That's how I'm going to interpret it. Uh, point of contrast for 141 says, Point to personal privilege, ass monkey McTitties, ETA on guest shoe. It's getting harder to fap to Adam, even though the beanie does spice things up. <laughs> on an unrelated note, Adam, can you do your best Tim Pool impersonation? Squall. Well, it's complicated. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. You know, civil war's coming. You know, get out of the city. You're going to die. Don't look at Trump. I'm voting for Trump because, you know, they. The other guy's dying. <laughs> How'd Very I do? Good. Did I do okay? I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was what good. was the video that he made that you you were like, this is just garbage. This is total garbage. Um, Trump, oh, like Trump like, being spied on? It was deep state proven true. Everything about Obama spying on Trump proven true. Tim Pool. Yeah. And then you watch the video and it's like, a random unconfirmed report claims that someone said this, some FBI agent sent this one text with no context. <laughs> like, oh, this proves the deep state is real, Tim? Okay, gotcha. Tim has really fallen off the deep end, man. He wouldn't have done okay. stuff like that in the past. No. Now nope. he's like, hold up. He's literally gone Alex Jones. He like bought a he big house where the out in the middle is. of nowhere. You look at it, his, he fucking rakes in the money, rakes in the views. Okay, he knows. He knows what's he, up. He's like full Alex Jones now. He's like, this conspiracy yeah. shit is fucking making me rich. Uh, do, 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 do. Where am I? The Warden of the North Fighter says, new to the channel, I'm very much a classical liberal libertarian and a stoic. What would you guys call yourselves out of curiosity loving the stream? I, I'm Stoic is good. I like that. I oh, get a little too triggered to be a stoic, though. That's true. You're not yeah. a stoic. I don't know. Uh, uh, I mean, we we like to call ourselves enlightened centrists. Uh, yeah, which, that's like 
getting old, but <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem is that that term has been that the centrist term has been appropriated by the dirty leftists to basically mean uh, secret conservative. Is how yeah. they interpret it. Totally. Though when, yeah. when, right. Though when we say enlightened centrist, what we mean is anti-tribal, someone who who is able to try and look at the facts objectively and unemotionally, and will not be a team player and just go off. Oh, if the left did this, it's right or wrong. And if the right did this, that's wrong or right automatically. Yeah. Though we also use the term disaffected liberal pretty often too, to describe ourselves. So yeah, that was the old term disaffected yeah. liberal. Yes. Uh, Everyone calls us conservative every once in a while. We like, even today we tried to like, think what do conservatives think? And we're still a little mystified. So exactly. It's pretty funny. Uh, funk malfunction for 1499 says French revolution is real valuable right now. Read about the French revolution right now. And what happened in the beginning? Yes. Uh oh. We're living in the French revolution right now. Adam. No, we're not. There, it is an existential threat. Adam, they're going to be chopping heads soon. Do you think so? Come on. I don't, you know, I don't know. No, I'm not that concerned about it. It can't be. There's like a hundred protesters, dude. There's, yeah, that's true. There, there are <laughs> millions of guns in the suburbs. Like I can't <laughs> imagine. The only the, as soon as they de- this is what the people don't realize. As soon as they defund the police, uh, the the these riots stop because you Kyle Rittenhouse is in jail right now because he defended himself. As soon as that stops, like people are literally worried about being in a Kyle Rittenhouse situation. As soon as they know the Kyle Rittenhouse situation ain't coming, people are getting shot in mass numbers. Yep. Like shot fucking, and run over. Yep. Yeah, exactly. People are plowing into these crowds. Like they're yep. going to clean this shit up fucking immediately. I mean, we're more likely to go towards the the right end of the spectrum, especially with them milking it. Like, like yes. make, trying to make everything eth- ethnic. Like we're yes. much more likely to go. Like the Nazis are going to win this. <laughs> like the leftists are not going <laughs> to win this. That's a stupid thing because this is exactly what happens every time communists take over. They come in like uh, the um, the the leftists. You know they have this philosophy for redistribution and everything, and then they don't have the the wherewithal to maintain the power because ultimately it comes down to knocking fucking heads yeah exactly Exactly. they come in they take power they they don't turn the businesses into co-ops they give them to their buddies who are also fucking mercenaries killers the psychopaths take over that's literally what happened with Chaz. yeah so all this is why it's it it is scary because you know it always like the left never ta- never can hold on to power because I their ideology is incapable of holding on to power. The well, say, human, the, not human the left, age. leftist's ideology. Obviously, the yes. left in America includes the Democrats who have held on to lots of power at many points it's in history. Institutional so. power, yes. Right. Even yeah. governmental power. Yeah, but once once might makes right. Who was president the rules. for four terms, Adam? Uh, yeah. Was it one of the most left-leaning yeah. <laughs> presidents of all time? Franklin Delano Roosevelt, I do believe. He was yes. talking about pa- packing the court back in his day, too. FDR, motherfucker. 
If you uh, haven't read uh, Dictator's Handbook, Dictator's Handbook, you should definitely read because yes. it's very explains <laughs> like, so much. Yes. He has this one example in there where he's like, uh, "Oh, it's funny because the reader's so." I mean, you, there's like an undercurrent of him just giggling at this thought experiment. But he's like, say you have, you know, 100 people in a room and 10 automatic weapons. Do you remember this example? I haven't read Dictator's Handbook. You haven't read Dictator's Handbook? Oh, man. No, I don't Why read you books. Telling you read them to, and then you tell, tell me about telling them and I people say, oh, read. that makes sense. You reference this all the time. You're just referencing it from me. You haven't actually I'm just read referencing it? it from you, Adam. Yes, hilarious. obviously. That's fucking hilarious. I have the audiobook. It's just sitting there un- unlistened to. He uh, he t- he says, okay, you have 100. Maybe it's less than that. But he's like, and you've got 10 guns. Whoever controls the uh, guns makes the rules. Like, yep. immediately. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's true. Samuel Doe, do you, uh, he tells a story of Samuel Doe, who was some low-rank uh, private in the military, and he found his... Uh, a bunch of guys had gone... Oh, what what is Samuel? Help me in the chat. What is What country is Samuel Doe in? Is it like Congo or something like that? He... Um, he ended up in the king or, or I don't think it's a president. I think it's like some royalty in his bedroom. They had gone uh, from the military to ask for raises. And for some reason he ended up in the guy's bedroom and he's like, wow, if I kill this guy, I can be a leader and <laughs> kills him and <laughs> takes over, becomes leader of the country, but he knows nothing about leading. Uh, so the country basically falls apart, but he manages to stay in power uh, because he get, he gets some information to the guy's bank accounts, and he can bankroll enough people to just keep him safe. Yeah. There's video of Samuel Doe on um, on YouTube of people torturing him, trying to get the the bank uh, account information out of him to take over from his reign. <laughs> like that's how the world works. Yep. The fucking Voshes of the world who grew up in Beverly Hills with, you know, fucking getting a pedicure once a week. They don't understand how. grand ideologies about Marxism and communism, yes. All that falls apart when somebody realizes, hey, look, I can be the president of this nation if I just off this guy sleeping in his bed. (laughs) Yeah, CGP Grey did a good video on Dictator's Handbook. Oh yeah, yeah. That pretty much that spells out yeah, a lot. Pretty of much it too. sums it up. Yeah. Rules for rulers is the video if you want to look at it. If you haven't seen yep. it. Uh, potato of awesome for twenty Nazi dollars. I'm assuming it's Nazi dollars and not New Zealand dollars. Says uh, the unconscious bias argument is infuriating because it gaslights well-intentioned people. True. Very true. Uh, the more you think about this theory of of race affects your entire life, the more you start to believe it. Very true. Very true. Yeah, that's the scary part. It is. Yep. You believe in stereotype threat, right? I mean, that's of course. The big, it's the concert. First of all, if you call it stereotype threat, the conservatives will get totally triggered. But it is exactly, <laughs> it is exactly the same thing. And here's Sitch's law, right? The left and the right hate each other so much that they have two different words for the same fucking thing, and they both yep. agree on it, but they can't come to terms on it. The right calls it. The bigotry of low expectations is exactly the same thing as stereotype threat. Uh, R. Stokes in general, 
for $220. Thank you, R. Stokeson. Says, only just found this as a fellow Eagle Scout. Ooh, nice. Says, uh, thank you for the video on the on the girls and scouting question. Like many others, I fell prey to the rumor, especially since council has always been so cagey. Also, sorry, Adam. S class all the way. It's so it's so awesome to hear your enthusiasm over S class. I mean, all the A teams, it's like you it's like kicking a puppy. You're hey, terrible. That's the power of being the reader, Adam. Oh well, I'm happy. I uh, I am happy for every single S class that you get. I I like my friends to succeed. I like. I wish the best for you. I honestly do. There you go, guys. You heard Adam. <laughs> Adam says he wants all eight to endorse S class because it makes him happy. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> That's so funny. You gotta have a way. You need a. We, Sitch needs an attitude adjustment sometimes. Oh, oh, I see how it is. Okay. Sometimes Sitch is a little, I think sanctimonious is a good word. (laughs) Right. The right word I think is Mm -hmm. sanctimonious. That that is what a small minded person would say. Yes. Sanctimonious. (laughs) He Googled it. He, He Googled it. I didn't Google it. You, I don't fuck it. If you, if I Google something, you hear it. Okay, it's quite oh. loud. Uh, Stug for two dollars says, "What would you say the difference is between systemic and institutional racism?" Yes, I was wondering that as well. So there actually isn't a difference. You um, think? You think? Well, I know. Well, okay, so. The well, if you include systemic... human psychology, though, that would okay. that would make it systemic racism. So, well, okay, well, I, so in terms of the origin of the term mm-hmm. systemic racism, it was called institutional racism, and then the term just morphed to be systemic racism. Interesting. So, Interesting. there isn't really a distinction between them. Now, I'm sure there's some uh, etymological reason for why they chose systemic racism, like maybe. Because as you're saying, institutional racism seems to kind of promote ideas of specific institutions like education or the government where systems is more broad and vague and kind of can mean a lot of different things. So I'm assuming that's why the term has changed. But technically, it doesn't. There is no difference. So Institutional racism would be a better term if we're talking about policy in various institutions that are racist. I think that's good. The problem I have with systemic racism is the word system is so fucking broad. Like e- evolution is a system. Human psychology right. is a system. Like if you want to say, uh, you know, there are unconscious bias that are in the system. Yeah, I think there probably are. Like there are, probably are genuine racists in the system that are like, I'm not going to hire that guy because he's the wrong color. Uh, I don't, if like, (laughs) how do you, how do you factor, how do you factor that in people uh, cheating? I mean, that's part of the system. They're always, there's a certain amount of corruption in any system. Not if everyone's a perfect communist, Adam, then there's no corruption. Oh yeah. Yeah. At least we got the serfs to admit that no, that no system can be perfect. Which it's like, guess where all these police shootings are coming from? It's corruption in the system. It's or or it's an accident. Can you imagine if people went out and 
rioted because someone was in an automobile accident. Oh my God, the yep. universe is against him. There was an That's accident. That's a good point. I know. Uh, Sashin Jugroop for 14 czars. Uh, oh, so we're being paid in Russian czars. I like that. Says, heard of the hashtag clicks must fall from South Africa. No, I haven't. I don't know anything about that. Clicks must you know fall from South Africa. Oh, my God. <laughs> Reed sent what? me the beanie. Nice. Oh. Thank you, you, Reed. Reed. <laughs> fuck off, Reed. Get the fuck out of here. Thank oh, my you, God. Reed. Fuck you, Reed. So I don't know what that is, and I clicked on the hashtag on Twitter, and there's a bunch of posts, and I still don't know what it is. So Oh, yeah. Sitch not is really reluctant. familiar. Sitch can't. is reluctant. He wants to dig in. He's like, I got it. I can't know. figure out what it is, so sorry. Um, I just also share. You are for... like, this is probably untrue, but it'll get me a lot of clicks. Whatever, so. yeah. Uh also, you are for five dingo dollars. Says, did you see the surf's fear mongering about the rise of fascism just before an election? I saw that he did that. I didn't watch the video because I didn't care. I, I listened. I listened to it for like two seconds, and it was all like you know, Trump fascist stuff, and I just kind of lost interest and turned it off. So, I did. Uh, I listened to the clip and I responded to the tweet and said, "A rainbow coalition of the dispossessed, uh, Shire." 2011. I love to do that because it makes it seem so academic. Isn't that great? <laughs> Shire 2011. Wait, That's why the... do hobbits make it more academic? Uh, the, it's, uh, Shearer is the author. Shearer is the author of Rise and Fall of the Third Reich. The hobbits authored this? No, Rise and Fall of the Third Reich. I just looked up, I've read the book Rise and Fall of the Third Reich. Yes, yeah, so you said I... the hobbits authored that. S H I R E R. I'm just fucking with you. What the fuck? The Did your brain, did your yeah, brain fall she, out? God. A Rainbow Old Coalition of the Dispossessed Shire 2011 it, uh, is targeting a racial category for revenge in the wake of a catastrophic global financial crisis. But today, Lance is on the side of that coalition that historically went on to form the Nazi party because <laughs> he doesn't even fucking know he's on the, he's on the Nazi side in his analogy. Yep. They literally the called said, the Nazi coalition, a rainbow coalition of the dispossessed. That's literally what they called them. Uh, someone mm -hmm. said that when they killed, uh, uh, Sam Doe, they like ate parts of his body. Yeah, because that's their thing. They think that's how you get the power of the person. Oh my god! Yeah, this is so fucked. What up. was it? What was the country? I can't remember the country. Uh, what is the country? Libya. That story's intense. I can't believe Liberia. That. Yeah, Liberia. That's not Libya. It. I'm yeah. sorry, not Lib Lib Liberia. Not Libya. Liberia is the country that we carved out to export the freed slaves to. That's the history of Liberia. Yeah, America basically like established. A... Yeah, worked out. Didn't work out well. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the co the bank accounts the way these guys stay in power and they're basically just like militarized uh, uh like uh what do they call the jungle fighters guerrilla fighters guerrilla fighters yeah they're just like militarized guerrilla fighters that that run everything and the the I wouldn't be surprised if the bank account information that they're trying to get is to a bank account that foreign aid 
goes into because America's foreign aid basically supports all of this shit, which it's awful. Foreign aid is the worst for the world, but it's the it's the the liberal uh, you know bleeding hearts that think foreign aid is actually doing good for people. It's not. It's keeping people like Samuel Doe in power. Yeah. No, I don't think the derivation of the term guerrilla fighters has anything to do with the animal and thus the jungle. So. Yeah. Pretty sure. Oh, it's... is that is that a racist term now? Oh my god. I mean, if you, I guess if you thought it had something to do with the animal, it would be. It's called guerrilla warfare. Right. But I mean, it's, guerrilla it's war. The, it's not referencing the animal. Uh, guerrilla warfare was actually established in the American Revolution. Thank you. Because the stupid okay. British were like, let's line up. And we were like, so, let's not do that. It comes from the Spanish word that is a diminutive form of guerra or war. So there you go. Do you, you know um, that, that that came out of the Revolutionary War? That the, that the like the English, the stuffy old English, they were still doing the battlefield where they all I did know that. And... I saw the Patriot. Okay. <laughs> Isn't it awesome? Save America. Well, how can you not believe in American exceptionalism when you got a, a like forty guys who are dumb enough to line up for you, so you can shoot them <laughs> from a distance? That's true. Those Brit bongs, man. Not Imagine. Very smart. Uh, do do do. Oh, I was we... gonna say. Speaking of fascism, that's funny because I don't know if, if Lance talked about this in his thing, but I tweeted out. I said. There was some article, again, this could be totally bullshit. There was some article that The Atlantic put out that claimed that they were talking to a lawyer on the Trump team and that uh, the Trump team was looking into the possibility of trying to convince the state to use some legal method to have state electors vote against whatever the popular vote is or vote in favor of Trump. Yeah, you which, did show that. Yeah, which, it, which I hope that's not true. Scary but I just thought it was fuck. funny. Yeah, because that's scary as fuck. And if you're talking about starting a civil war, that's the fucking civil war. So that's I tweeted out, I said, happens. I said, does Tim Pool still get credit for predicting the civil war if Trump starts it? Oh my God. Exactly. <laughs> totally. Yeah. He thinks the left is going to start it. But, uh, I hope that story turns out to not be true. But I will say that when they asked, uh, what's the lady's name? The press lady, Kelly McEnany or whatever. She did not give a strong, uh, unequivocal, that didn't happen response. So. Well, Trump has to be paranoid as fuck. Of course. Like they, they've been trying to impeach him from day one, and they're talking about uh, taking up another impeachment trial if they win. How does he know? Like, our sense-making apparatus is fucked right now. He doesn't have any faith in the institutions to that someone didn't cheat somewhere along the yeah, way. Yeah, but you understand that as the president of those institutions, you can't come out and say, I'm only going to trust these institutions if they rule in my favor. Like, that's literally how you destroy institutions. Yes, yes. And that's I, what he's doing. He's saying, I'll only accept the results of the election if I win, which is kind of fucking crazy for the president how? of the United States to say that. It is crazy. You're supposed to, I mean, he's basically said also, you know, we'll see what happens. I, if, I mean, what even, do we do if when, there is wide scale cheating though? Like, <laughs> yeah, but okay. But this, oh, but here's the thing. This is why this is, I don't, this is a, a bad argument of defense for Trump. You can say 
we're going to make sure that the election is free and fair, and we're going to make sure that whoever the American people elect fairly is the president. Mm -hmm. You can say what I just said without saying, I'm only going to believe the, the, the election if I win. Those are two very different statements. Did he okay. did he say that? I haven't heard him say that. I haven't he, heard him he, say he made, that. Yeah, he, he's made several jokes, okay, which I think is incredibly irresponsible when you're the fucking president of the, in, the country and thus the president of these institutions. It, it is says, irresponsible, where, but it is Where he funny, says things like, I'll admit. believe, he says like, oh, the, there will be a, I forget exactly the quote, or something like, I'll, you know, believe that the, the election is totally free and fair, dot, 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 if I win, you know. And then everyone in the crowd goes, oh, <laughs> clap, 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 clap. And I'm like, the, the president shouldn't be joking about things that can literally spark a fucking civil war, you know? Yeah, God, and I do hate it. I do hate it when they, the crowds come out with the lock her up, lock him up, lock yep. him up. I hate that I mean, hate I was about to say shit. before I got sidetracked, if – I do think one of the most destructive and disgusting things that Democrats could do is that if Joe Biden wins, if they then impeach or go after Trump after the election, I think that would be so detrimental to this country. Oh, it's over. It's totally over. The yeah. the reason, and this is dictator's handbook again, the reason dictators die in fucking office is because they got nowhere to go. They got nowhere yeah, to go because yeah, they're criminals and they they're afraid of getting charged the second they're out of power and yeah it's exactly the yeah and that's exactly the thing you don't ever want to you know you don't want to start that pattern in America whatsoever yeah we're setting it up when they chanted yeah. lock her up to Hillary and all that I'm like dude let yeah. her go fucking let her go that's not the road that you want to go down we'll right. be we'll have Trump in office for twenty fucking years. If you go down that road or the next, whoever it is, whoever we'll have Biden. We'll have Biden in office for 20 right. fucking years. They'll have him on life support and he'll be the fucking president. <laughs> I'm telling you, you do not want America to become a, a third world dictatorship. It's true. Very true. Yeah. It's scary fucking shit. The mob wants the mob wants vengeance. They want yes. revenge. They want to they burn want shit that. down. Yeah. You can't give into that, man. You can't give nope. into that. You don't want to be the animus of the mob. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Todd for five. Aussie Buck says, God demands to know which is better, crack or powder. Very true. You know, I guess we'll have to do the side-by-side -side comparison. We'll have to do the side-by-side. -side. We'll, we'll, we'll should live stream it. <laughs> Let's see we'll if we live, can get we'll incarcerated. To, okay. So we'll have to find another important Jewish holiday. and we'll, on, Maybe on Hanukkah. <laughs> we'll live stream on Hanukkah. On the first day of Hanukkah, oh, God yeah. gave to me one <laughs> oh bag God. of crack. <laughs> oh my! I hope you guys know that we're joking. That none of this is going to take place. This is all fun and games. Come on. He says that. We'll see. We'll see we're how being... many of you guys remember. Okay, see if you remember when it's Hanukkah. Say, hey, when are you guys going to stream the crack versus uh, cocaine conversation? Do you, how bad do you want a a Hellraiser Baby Yoda. Not bad at all. Really? Oh my God, this thing's amazing. I just saw it on Twitter. It's oh my like God, Adam, get your head in the game. <laughs> it's like a Cenobite, like, screw the destruction of America. I want this fucking baby Yoda. Matt, I know it's spelled differently than the animal. I'm saying, I was saying Adam doesn't know it's spelled differently. God, come on, guys. 
I don't know. Yeah, I'm a horrible. The gorilla. Spoiler. We're we're back on gorilla warfare. Yeah, I know it's oh, spelled no. differently. I don't think Adam knows it's spelled differently, but definitely surfs is clipping that gorilla warfare thing right now. That's true. <laughs> it's, it's, you said jungle, so that's a dog. Whistle. I know. Yeah. Holy cow. Uh, uh, let's see. Do do. Kexmus Maximus for five pounds says, hi there. Hello there. Uh, thanks for keeping me entertained during work. We'll listen to the whole thing next week. Cheers. Love S-Class is best class. See, there it is. He almost shit his pants. He got so fucking excited. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. That's oh, like. That's funny. Yeah. It's worth it. It's worth it just you to know, hear the excitement. One time at a at a wedding, you know, like they have those like little stupid like wedding party game things sometimes. Oh yeah. One of them was like, you know, guess how many Classic. jelly beans are in the, the bean jar. You won the jelly beans? Really? Not only did I win, I got it exactly fucking right. Oh my the god. The exact number of jelly beans. I got the literal exact number of jelly beans in the fucking jelly bar jar and that excitement i felt knowing that i guessed the exact number is the same excitement i get whenever someone says <laughs> s class is best class yeah. oh my god it's so funny there i suffer from perfectionism so i know exactly how you feel like getting getting that right on the dot oh my god so good well, it was so good because I didn't guess. I literally tried to suss it out. Oh my God! You counted. Yeah. That's perfectionism, right there. No, see, because what I did was I I looked at like one like quadrant and I counted how many yeah. in that quadrant, you and then gotta I go guesstimated. With the quadrant. Yeah. Yeah, and then I guesstimated each surrounding structure, and I fucking got a number, and then Nailed my intuition it. said, no, 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 change that number a little bit, and I listened to my gut. Because you're like the top. You're like the top of the thing kind of slopes in a little bit. That's right. Quite, that's right. It's not quite. And at the bottom, you got to factor that in. The, the pie <laughs> See, times Adam the. Adam knows all about jelly bean counting. He knows what's up. Oh, I've guessed. I've guessed my share of those. Yeah. Yes. No. I'm in. I'm in. I'm with you. There's like a There's a, a way there's to a do system, this man. correctly. Yep. yep. For, for one second, I unlocked the true secret of the universe. And I was able to figure out the amount of jelly beans in that jelly bean jar. Did you get sick eating the jelly beans? Because sometimes I like to eat a lot of jelly beans, like too many. Uh, I didn't eat any of the jelly beans because I don't eat candy. So what? You hoarded those jelly beans and you didn't even no, fucking gave, eat them. I gave them? them to some children, Adam. Jesus. Oh, I was gonna say, didn't even eat one jelly bean. It impressed. This turned the ladies, into a. Okay? This turned into a tragedy. Fuck. Uh, well, this story okay. sucks. Now. Well, no, because then no, because then because then all the adults went afterwards and got shoisted. So that's where the fun. Oh, okay. Jelly beans. Sweet. Uh, yes. PSA Rain Man. Thank you. Uh, 95 <laughs> Keep from $5 says, as High Lord Inquisitor of S Class, I can proudly state the purge pop, the popper purge, TM trademark, has begun. The camps are being built as we speak. Pop the poppers. True. No. True. I have a camp Keep, PSA pop Keep, right uh, here. When we played Among Us, and I was imposter. Keat carried my ass. He definitely killed for the S class team. Definitely put the S class on his back. I think I'm going to do an avatar of you with the pop. Then he the fucking PSA turned around pop. and stabbed me. He fucking betrayed me. God oh, damn. That sucks. Betrayal is the worst. Betrayal. Jesus, Keat. 
the fuck, man? It's Gemini Seven I for two dollars says the left right dynamic is bull to begin with. Very true. Very true. Mm. Uh, Gemini Seven I for another two dollars says ice cream club. Ice cream stealing club means X group. Uh, you could put white people as X or small hat as X. Is slime boy anti small hat? Yeah, well, he's just anti police. Ice cream club is just anti police. Yes. He's pro small hat. I can tell. I, he could tell. He seems like a small hat fucker. I can tell. Look at him. Look at him in his little his head. Definitely his tiny hat. little head. Yes. It's like a grapefruit. <laughs> My God. Uh, JJ, we were doing so well with the ad homs. Uh, JJ Chica for five dollars says there's a local ice cream shop by my house called Whitey's Ice Cream. <laughs> Racist confirmed. True. True. Really? Oh man. Uh, I I Varen Getterix for five dollars says white people white people never faced oppression. What about the World War II bad thing? Jews aren't white. Well, look who has disproportionate power. That's a good point. What about the systemic oppression of the Jewish people? Hmm. Are they not white? Hmm? Can't talk about it. You know, it. the first indentured servants to America, who obviously not as bad as chattel slavery, but still being an indentured servant in a lot of ways, comparable to slaves, and a lot of people died as indentured servants and were basically raped and treated as property. The first indentured servants in America were white people. Totally. And they structured that. They yep. structured that so that they never could pay the debt off. That was like yes, they the did. scam yes, of the whole did. thing. Right. It was exactly like payday laws. Right, or the company store. All right, I did my Tim Bulbini the same as yours now. Nice. Uh, Dylan Todd for $5. Five Aussie dollars says, I would love to watch these YouTubers who criticize... Oh, we already that one. Uh... Nick Sorth for $5 says, check out the YouTube channel Good Luck America and his Earning the Hate playlist. Cops are making bad tactical and ethical decisions all the, tri- all the time. I would assume so, yes, definitely. Oh, I've watched a ton of that, that guy's videos, but those, I don't know, they might trigger Sitch. Oh, uh, why? I don't know. He seems, uh, I guess he's kind of more libertarian. He's obviously a of retired police officer or a police officer now, but he's super critical of the police. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he, you should that's check good. him out. He, he does like a insider thing. Like, yeah, that you sounds can awesome. tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can tell he's like, I don't want the cops having any more power. You know, I work with enough. enough. He, the tone <laughs> is definitely, I work with these idiots. It's awful. Right. But he's definitely a smart guy and his videos are very informative. Uh, Andrew Jackson for $5 says, thoughts on taxation. Was a fan of wealth tax until I learned about some of the issues. Uh, liquid versus hard to value assets and businesses. Also, that bad. Yeah. I'm not sure what the VAT tax thing you're referencing. Value added tax. That's, oh, uh, value Yang, added, sorry. Yep. that's Yang's okay. thing. That's Yang, Yang's thing. Yeah. So Yang wants to tax the rich, like everyone complains about, but he's like, we're we're taxing the rich wrong now because the rich can money can move around, flow easily, like they have all these different yes. legal institutions on their side, like they can hire the best lawyers. Rich people don't have to pay taxes. They pay taxes out of the kindness of their heart, or they don't pay taxes <laughs> at all. Yeah, I know you're yes. laughing. It's true. So, it's definitely true. It's so up. he's saying the only way that you can get taxes out of the rich is if you tax 
uh, commerce because the business owners you have more leeway over than you do individuals because uh, they're doing business in the state, whatever, various licensing and stuff like that. So a value-added tax is basically a th some kind of 30% sales tax. Everyone freaks out. They're like, oh, my God, poor people. Sales tax is what's killing them. But the whole idea behind a value-added tax is you you tax things rich people want. You don't tax everything. You yeah, tax, taxing you, yachts and yeah, BMW, the newest iPhones or whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. You tax things rich people must have. And therefore, you can actually tax the rich instead of them. Like, I see, like we it. were complaining about it. Donald Trump paid, what, $700 in taxes. You know what I, what I would give to pay fucking $700 in taxes? I know. Oh, my God. Crazy. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, the big problem uh, with wealth tax that I don't think is appreciated is that wealth tax didn't used to be the way it is now. Um, the only reason that the taxation of uh, capital gains and wealth and all this shit is low was because, you know, we're talking about FDR earlier in the Great Depression. Um, people like to point out that, oh, in that time period, like the tax, the highest tax bracket was like 90% or you know, something absurdly high, uh, which, first of all, no one actually paid that amount ever. Uh, and also yeah. that was that was the whole point of taxing, or the whole point should be for taxing, is that the government is trying to produce some sort of behavior in the populace. Yeah. And so, right, they're incentivizing or decentivizing de some behavior. And so mm. the point of making... Uh, the income tax and a lot of taxing during the Great Depression super high was because they knew that the thing that would hurt the the thing that would prolong the Great Depression is if all the rich people sat on their money like dragons and just hoarded it in gold or something and just sat on it. Mm -hmm. And so in order to to try to prevent that, they said, oh, well, if you just sit on your on your money and your wealth, we're going to tax the fuck out of it. Mm -hmm. But but. That's the stick. The carrot is that if you invest all your money and your wealth into the stock market, into the economy, then we're going to give you a super low tax rate. Yeah. Okay. And so exactly. that's that's why, yeah, and that's why a lot of capital gains tax, a lot of wealth tax was very, very low. Now, the problem is, was that this dynamic made sense when you had uh, normal income tax would be very high for the rich, but you know, a lot of the, the wealth and capital gains tax would be very low. But then once the normal income tax for the rich became started to drop down lower and lower and lower in the 70s and 80s, the wealth tax and capital gains tax never increased to fill the void. Yeah. It just stayed the way it was before. So they now lowered, they just low Bush the lowered it from like 25 to 15. Right. And then Bush capital lowered gains. it. And I think I think Trump has lowered it or he's trying to Even lower it. Even more. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree. I think so. That rich this, people this, pay like they're in like a fifteen percent tax bracket, which is yeah, they're in some tiny. It's 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 totally absurd. It's totally absurd. Uh, the tax, the lack of taxes that not only the rich have to not pay, but also that we allow all these corporations not to pay. And then this was you know talk about this really pissed me off. This is disgusting. There's so many people that when Trump was running, I remember Trump said he's like, I'm gonna find all these corporations that are not paying taxes, right? That they're shipping jobs overseas or that are incorporating overseas and I'm going to make them pay taxes. Remember, he, he kept saying this again and again. So many people were like, oh, Trump's going to do this. And I said, that's bullshit. Trump isn't Fat going chance. to do any of that stuff. That's what you like, said. Guess what? Fat yep. chance. Fat chance. And none of that's fucking ever happened. None of that's happened whatsoever. Of course. So, 
He's like, I got it. We need this money. They're chanting, lock her up at the, our fucking rallies. They may yeah, be locking us millions, up soon. Yeah, what about the millions and billions of dollars? I mean, fucking, isn't, isn't like Google incorporated in like Ireland or some bullshit? Google Ireland. Like, it's, it's just, it's such bullshit that we, yeah, go, yeah, Google's like, te- Google tries to pretend it's a fucking Irish company. Like, it's, it's insane the shit in America that we let these corporations get away with for no fucking reason. Uh, Humbert Rodo Rodriguez Medrano for $2 says, such landphobe. Remember, r slash love for landlords. There you go. True. I gotta let my cat uh, Chris, Chris for $10 says, hey guys, here's my weekly free will payment. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I'm popping in and out. Gonna watch this later. Good night to you guys and everyone in the chat. See ya. Uh, Michael... Oh, we read that one. Dude. Uh, Skillist for five Canadians says, identity politics has gotten so bad in Canada that our far-left parties like the NDP and Green Party say the Liberal Party is, quote, insane. Wow, that's not good. Uh, Lieutenant Amazon for five dollars says, thanks for reminding me, Sitch. You said earlier, I've never failed at anything in my life. When was your last video uploaded? Ouch. Ooh, Amazon just took right a dagger to and he just shoved it right into my heart. That's what Amazon just did. He just stabbed me right in the heart with a dagger. Remember wow. when he called me a streamer and I got totally triggered? Alex Karras for five dollars. <laughs> oh, no, uh, you do Loner, remember? I don't know what you're talking about. Loner Renault Renault for five dollars says, "Can you finish the comic before November fourth so I can read it before society collapses?" I'm pretty black pilled on the election right now. Oh my god, that's what I'm totally worried. Yeah, I don't know. Like, should we be launching in the holiday season? I guess we're just gonna do it whenever we're finished. But we're gonna do it whenever we finish. We'll see. See. Can't fight perfection, guys. I mean, That's I got true. some great stuff to show you today, Sitch, if you want to see it. Sure. Uh, Stephen, 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 Stephen Biggs for four ninety nine says more harmonica. I already read that one. Matt Magnum for five dollars <laughs> says one more for the road. Jeez, Matt, thank you. Matt's swimming in free love. Yeah. Oh my god. But then for another five dollars, Matt still going says. Are we sure Adam is not high as a kite right now? Either way, I'm cool with it. Fun stream today. Adam is fucking wasted. I'm not high as a kite. I'm not high at all. Adam is always high. I don't do these streams. I get... Guys, I'm going to tell you a secret here. I get fucking paranoid when I'm high. I get paranoid (laughs) as shit. I'm not going to be on a stream when I'm high, when I'm loaded. Come on. That's not going to happen. That's not going to... That's not going to be a thing. I'm not going to turn into a meme. You're not going to be paranoid at the surfs trying to clip you for being racist? Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine being like stoned during that thing? Yes. Hell no. Oh God, terrible. That would be awful. Uh, Gemini Semini for $2 says, can the simulation guys make Adam love me? The simulation guys can do every, everything. Why don't you just have them to. make you your own Adam? There you go. Yeah. You, you can have your own Adam clone that does whatever you can have an, does You can have an Adam NPC. Just don't tell your me Adam about it. Adam wife <laughs> I like it. Your Adam husband-o. Yes. It's good. 
This I did uh, do a particularly good thumbnail today. That thumbnail rocks. That's a good thumbnail. Uh, R Stokazin General for five dollars says, "Don't suppose I can have three super I sent earlier read." Oh, I guess I read it already because I remember yours. The Eagle Scout, yes. Eagle Scout rubbing it in. You know who's not an Eagle Scout on the stream? I was someone in named Adam. I was in Woodcraft Adam Rangers. Friend. We had we had the budget. Woodcraft we had the budget. Uh, yeah, whatever. We had the this budget scouts. Bullshit. I was. I grew up poor. I couldn't afford. Scouts isn't expensive, Adam. Scouts is expensive. Your mom no, sheltered you... you from this. Yeah, your mom. No, it was not you. my scout. I know how much my my scouts cost per month. It wasn't no. very expensive. Yeah. Well, when you're poor, that's a lot of money. Okay, fair enough. I had to go into Woodcraft. I'm privileged. It's true. <laughs> Uh, John Smith for four ninety nine says, "Stitch, if I start saying your name correctly, will you give me a wrench? How about you start saying my name correctly, and then we'll see." Oh, he's we'll pulling see. a Donald okay. Trump on you. Yeah. We'll see what we'll happens. Donald Trump. We'll see it what happens. It sounds like oh, full Donald Trump. Okay. We'll see how it works out. You know, maybe maybe you get a wrench, maybe you don't. We'll see how it goes after the election. <laughs> yep. We'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see how it goes after the election. That's true. I like it. I should just answer that for everything. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Cameron Turtle for 499 says, when you have Destiny on, ask him about this. He believes in institutional racism and that a policy can be racist because of disproportionate effects. Yeah, I don't agree with that whatsoever. I think that's a really bad way to frame institutional racism. Jonathan so. Haidt annihilates that position in the book, really? The Modeling of the American Mind. Yeah. He has nice. a whole chapter on it. I reread the chapter. Uh, recently because mm -hmm. it's it's so it's such an utter destruction <laughs> yeah it's the third factor, jonathan height know, destroys institutional racism with yes. facts and logic he uses an example of rowing teams in universities because uh title nine came in and said that you have to have equal outcomes basically right, right, in yeah. sports so it created this like they're basically fucking begging women to join sports teams and guys are on the street corner having to sell candy bars <laughs> Yep. because the women have like just it's raining money in their programs. Yep. And the guys have no money. <laughs> but Adam, my sexism. I know it's about it's about incentives like you can't women don't want to be on the rowing team. OK, they don't. Like three girls want to be on the rowing team and 40 guys want to join the rowing team. It's to completely disproportional. You have to take that into account. Just like there is no systemic sexism in rowing. Like there's no secret cabal that like people go into the rooms at night and whisper, you will not be a rower. Rowing is not good for girls. You'll fall out of the boat and die. That's not going on. That's not going on. Uh, King Dance Killer, aka Dingus McBingus for $4.99 says, trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. Yeah. Scout law, motherfucker. Bam. Oh, that's a scout thing. Scout law. In Woodcraft yep. Rangers, we had one day we'll have money. What's <laughs> that was our motto. It'll be different someday. I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't I don't want I don't I don't remember much about Woodcraft Rangers. Like it might have been because my mom 
it was closer to our apartment or something. Probably, probably. Uh, Matt Manning for five hours says, okay, last one for today. If I donate more, I'm, I am too drunk. Take my card away from me. Oh, yeah, shit. Man. Jeez, relax, man. Do not drink and super chat, guys. Come on. Yes. I feel bad. Just just take hallucinogens and super chat. No, don't do that either. <laughs> uh, King Dance Killer, a.k.a. Dance McBingus, for $14.99. Thank you, King Dance Killer. Says, just tuning in, can't wait. Thought Slimer is always a treat. Also, will the S-Class and A-Team ever team up? Like, say, if the Civil War breaks out and we have to go to war with the pool boys. <laughs> oh, my God. Or is it yes. going to be us against the pool boys? I guess if, so. If we have to, look, if, if we have to fight the pool boys, S-Class and A-Team will join forces. For, for Technically, S-Class and A-Team already is joined forces. This is, this is the, um, the, this is an argument of, what is it called? Like the... The bigotry of low, uh, not low expectations. expectations of, yeah. No, of like uh, small differences. Oh, okay. Yeah, this That's is an argument too. of small differences. So, I do S -class like and that. Team are on the same side. We're just arguing about who's in charge. <laughs> really. I do like the fact the pool boys is going to stick. That's catchy. That's true. Pool the boys. Pool is good. boys. <laughs> Though it does sound kind of like a cult. It does. The I pool like it. Boys. Though. Yeah, I like it, but it sounds kind of dangerous. Cool boys. Uh, Stug yeah. for two dollars says your debates are as good as your dumb video reactions. Thank you, Stug. Cool. I feel like you give Stug a wrench. I feel like. Oh feel my like God, a wrench! I feel like. I feel like Stug said something, and I said in the past I would never give Stug a wrench, so I'm a little hesitant. Oh really? I have a feeling. I don't remember specifically. I felt like I made a declaration about Stug not getting a wrench. Let me see. So, I feel like Stug deserves a wrench, though. I do feel like Stug deserves a wrench. Every time we dispense a wrench, though, the wrenches kind of get upset. They're worried about their place in the hierarchy. That's true. Wrenches exactly... are only good as a limited commodity. I I just give all the wrenches out. So I'll think about it, Stug. I'll think Everybody. About it. Well, that's a little Indian giver. <laughs> give them the wrench. Oh, my God. Matt Magnum with another $5 says... Okay, one more thing. Is it possible for the simulation people to get me a wrench? Oh, my God. Oh, no. They feel the wrenches are coming now. Well, despite Matt making me sit through the worst Yu-Gi-Oh! experience of my life, he did give us shit tons of money, so I guess I have to give him yeah. a wrench. There you go, Matt. There's your go, ca go capitalism. Go, go capitalism. And I'll give Stug a wrench. Uh, but I'm watching you, Stug. If I remember what you said. I'm taking it back. Yeah. Taking it back, okay. Uh, King Dance Killer, aka Diggs McBingus for four ninety nine says, "Lean, mean, and clean. A team is the dream. We all look good in jeans. The crass S class with arguments in jaws of glass." Mm. Wow. That was that was painful. That hurt that me, was... and it was aimed at you. Wow. Yeah. Body. If blow. he if, if King Dance Killer uh, if King Dance Killer had not just shouted out the um, the scout law, I think I would have de-wrenched him right there on the spot. That's Dingus McBingus, though. He's my bro. No. Yeah. He's a team for life. Not winning him over. Can't be done. Impossible. Anyway, I, I thought I gave Matt a wrench. I don't know why it's not popping up in chat. But 
He left. Uh, he heard he wasn't going to get a wrench. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm going to the other stream. Sargon <laughs> started streaming. Fuck this shit. There you go. Uh, King Dance Killer, a.k.a. James Mabingus, for eight for nine ninety nine. Thank you. Says, you guys like uh, sci-fi? I would recommend The Expanse. The first three episodes are slow, but it's the only sci-fi that I see possibly uh, accurate to what might happen. Also, it has space Mormons. Exciting. The Expanse. I do love sci-fi. I wonder what that's on. I'll look it up. Hmm. I'm a huge sci-fi fan. So, Matt, I gave you, I clicked the wrench. I, I don't know why it's not shot. Oh, look at maybe, that. It maybe he's got a, huh. it's not popping up. So I don't know. Matt maybe uh, you just have to relog YouTube or maybe YouTube's just slow today. We'll give it some time. Uh, Zara Richards for $5 says, if someone cough me, cough paid to get a live 2D stitch for something like face rig, would you use it? Oh, fuck yeah, Zara. Wait, Zara, if you could if you could rig up like a, a, a sitch face. Your avatar, you're talking avatar? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. And and it would be easy because I would argue that you don't have to make the mouth move much. It could just like move around my face. I don't think it has to open, right? I just want like facial expressions and stuff. I mean, the whole point of doing a face rig is that it would like make the sounds so it would look really like you're talking. I Come guess. On. I, think Waz... I just feel like it would look weird. I just feel like it would look weird. But maybe... Waz Lee's know. videos are... Like, I can just watch that animated thing forever. It's totally incredible. But yeah, no, Sarah, if you could do that, yeah, we'll definitely... I was actually... I was thinking about oh, tweeting that exact thing, saying, does anyone know how to... Does anyone have experience setting up a face rig? Because I would pay them to do it. So Really? Look at that. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, no... Uh, I'll talk to you about that after. The expanse. Cool. It looks good. There, Richards for two dollars says, in other words, VTuber sitch. Yes, definitely, definitely. I would be a VTuber. That's true. I would technically be a VTuber. How hilarious is that? Oh my god! And see, it would be amazing because then I could do one for normal sitch, and then you could do all that. You could do an anime sitch, anime girl sitch, and I'd really be a fucking VTuber. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> When he gets super excited, the boobs could bounce. Oh, there you go, there you go. Real physics. Real physics, guys. Uh, the opinion one for five dollars says, "Have you noticed the sixteen nineteen project is getting more pushback? Also, have you heard of its counter, the seventeen seventy six initiative? I believe that's what it's called. Yes, I have heard it's getting pushed back, and I'm very happy to see that occur." Yeah. Uh, Colivar for five dollars says, "Plugging my new forty k lore channel." Uh, by the way, Adam not liking the producers producers is heretical. Is heretical. The Emperor protects S class, the best class. Thank Can't you, Colivar. S class doesn't know how to read. <laughs> Check out his channel for 40k lore. And because he's S class. Yes. Endorsement by proxy. Uh <laughs> Vagabond666 Gmail for two Aussie Bucks says, arguing about the definition of Sitch's Law. is That's, yeah, so ironic, isn't it? It is. It's like a wormhole. It's infinite regress. Yeah. It's the snake, the Oberus, Oberus, the snake that eats itself. Uh, Matt Magnum for $5. Another $5. Jesus, Matt. Relax. Come, Matt. Do we have to take your card away? It says, Memphis is a great town to go Grizzly's grit and grind ain't never gonna die. Yeah, sounds fun. Grizzly's like grit it. and grind. 
I like grits. Uh, Wolfsbane zero zero for nine ninety nine says, "I've always found it weird that black people keep complaining about the system, but keep voting Democrat when most of their policies are the same ones we complain about." That is the Candace Owen argument, right? Yes. Candace Owens, boy, she's cool. Fucking <sighs> <laughs> Adam says he's just trying to trigger me gemini seven for two dollars says the president is not the head of the government congress is the head of the government we're the head of the government we the um, people i don't agree with that gemini the president is conceptualized as the head of the government no I by we the people, people. we're in charge yeah 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 uh, Gemini seven for two dollars says i only want the real adam for oh he doesn't want a clone he wants the real one there you go very cool. Uh, Zara Richards for five hours says, as a wrench, I'm expendable. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Stug for two dollars says, I don't remember what I said. Oh, we'll figure it out one day, Stug. And then I'll take that wrench back. You'll see. You're on thin ice, mister. Even though I don't know what that thin ice what? is composed of. You just, you took a wrench back? Don't no, do I that. said, I said, I'm, it's potential. Oh. I'm threatened. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Thunderson four two two eight for ten dollars says uh, September fourth twenty twenty. I'm sorry, not November fourth twenty twenty. Uh, society collapses and the fandoms have become the new religions in America. How will the A team and S class survive amongst these religious crusades? Well, we'll join together to make the super team. The super. See what will be the the S class A team combination? Are we going to be on election night responding to Tim Pool's? We'll be the SAS squad. There you go. We're the SAS squad. <laughs> you on like election, that? on election night, like we that, should. Adam? Yeah, it's great. The you sa- like the... that, Adam? The SAS squad. The SAS squad. It is go. catchy. I do like squad. it. I don't know what I'm going to do on election night. I do remember 2016 election night because I had bet a bunch of money that Trump was going to win and all the polls were against me. And I thought, oh, I'm going to lose a bunch of money tonight. And then things started looking up. I was like, holy shit, I'm going to win a bunch of money tonight. Uh, I think that I, I do think that they're not going to know who won the election on election night. It's going to be very contentious. Mm, uh, Gemini7i for $2 says, I got to go to bed, guys. Good night. Love you, Adam. Oh, Good night, sweet. man. Take care. Uh, Sleep tight. Who needs money when you got Sasquad? True. No one for $10 says, have you heard of Peter Zihan? He's a self-described geopolitical... uh, I almost said strategist. (laughs) Oh, no. You did a bush. Strategery, yes. Strategery. Well, it's it's like Socrates. I always say... Incorrectly because of Bill and Ted, and it's funny to me. Same thing with uh, strategy. With strategy, I would say strategery because it's like funny. And then I just say I'm I wrong. know a Socrates, and he gets very upset when you call him Socrates. Them Socrates. I know uh, a geopolitical uh, strategist. Anyways, a quote from him is: "The United States was doomed to fail, and twenty years of bipartisan effort has yet to fuck this up." <laughs> oh, that's funny. The United States was doomed to fail, and twenty years of bipartisan effort has yet to fuck this up. You should check out his speeches and or books. So sure. is he Peter uh, more Zion. optimistic? I'm assuming that sounds optimistic, right? Peter, what's his name? Peter, Peter Zihand. 
Z-E-I-H-A-N. Unfortunately, Streamlabs does a thing where it makes it like basically impossible to copy paste shit. So. No, I'll, I, I looked it up already. Yeah, I'll yeah. listen to them. I'll listen to some cool. talks. Explains uh, the geopolitical landscape. I'm dying to know that. Yeah. Utter nonsense for one dollar says, "How do you guys prevent a red pill overdose?" Asking for a friend. Uh, very simple. Well, not very simple. There's lots <laughs> of people have, have have gone on red pill overdoses, and it's very sad. Yeah. Usually red they become black. conspiracy theorists or racists. So. Yeah. Or both. Um, red pill black. How ironic. Yeah. Exactly. So the way to prevent the red pill overdose is to realize that most people are fucking stupid and there's no grand conspiracy theory for anything. It's just people stumbling along with their own individual interest and then they get lucky and things kind of shake out in their direction. I don't think, I don't, I don't necessarily think most people are stupid. I think there are, I think well, that's life what a stupid is, person would say. Well, I am definitely a stupid <laughs> one, but the, life is hard like life is really hard like life mm -hmm. throws a lot of obstacles at you and sometimes it's it's people cling to these ideologies because it gives them comfort in some way it makes the yeah, world like a stupid. more stable i'm not saying it's not understandable <laughs> but it's stupid sure i agree 100 percent. is it i mean when I say stupid, I mean not based on logic, something okay. based on emotions yeah. and intuition and you know illogic. Right, that's right. very logical, Captain. Yeah. It's uninformed. I mean, but there's that's no kind of grand the, unifying the theory of of conspiracy. I, I think that's how you prevent yourself getting a red pill overdose. The it's 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 funny to me that the mind sometimes says to people. No, you can't handle that truth. <laughs> like the mind is almost policing itself. Like, no, that truth right. would be too uncomfortable for you. Let's uh let's not let's not inform you of that one. Uh Varied Horse for one dollar says if Trump is donating his entire presidential salary every year, then it makes sense he wouldn't be paying much in taxes. I don't see the big deal. Is it just me? So come on, very dead horse. Let's think about this. Yeah, except four hundred dollars. You think that Trump gets his money from his president's salary, or you think Trump gets his money from the accrued interest and money he gets from his jillion properties that rake in the dough every year? Why well, I, I don't know the I don't know the income, but I'm trying to think. Like if you're at a twenty percent, you know, conservatively a twenty percent tax bracket, like what? Is the four hundred thousand dollars in taxes? What's what's the income for that that you'd have to pay four hundred thousand dollars? Are you are you, are you suggesting? Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying maybe he gives away his presidential salary to avoid paying taxes. Well, I'm saying <laughs> like that, that it might be a, it might be a better deal. Like if that's you make true. yeah, I don't if know. If you make twenty, know. if you're making twenty million in a year, you should be paying one million dollars in taxes, and four hundred thousand is a bargain, right? They yeah. Uh, that's true. What's who's the big YouTuber that owes like two million dollars in back taxes? Uh, one of the Paul brothers. Yeah, the Logan Paul. Like Logan yeah. Paul literally owes two million dollars in back taxes. Like four hundred thousand dollars is all of a sudden not looking. That's the entire. Uh, that's less. He 
Logan Paul owes more in back taxes than President Trump has given away in his presidential salary. Right. Well, not every year, I guess, if you add up all the years. But yes, on, in one year, yes, definitely. Well, if you add up all the years, because it's a six, Oh, you're right. No, I can't do math. It'd be six, 16, yeah. yeah. It'd be, yeah, 16. Yeah. yeah. True. Very true. Uh, so Chris there. Jones for $5 says, Sitch, lenders weren't giving out bad mortgages because they were greedy. The federal government consistently increased the percentage of loans held by Fannie and Freddie that are required to go to low-income people. Lenders then sell the bad loans back to government. False! False, 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 false. That is the, now you're really going to get him triggered. Triggered me. Yes, that is the Republican line that was presented after the housing crash. But that is false because for two reasons. Let me try to say it quickly because it's getting late. Okay, it's false for two reasons. First of all, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac only, you can look this up, only were starting to get into uh, investing in these toxic ninja shitty subprime mortgages after the private lenders were doing it, okay? They only, they right. only pulled up, started getting involved in that late in the game. Like, uh, I'm trying to remember what the year was. So they only started getting involved in that until like 20, 2005 or 2006. Well, the private, what was private their lenders, motivation? Well, okay, well, that's point two, okay? So they, they only got involved in that late in the game after the private lenders had already created the structure in the first place. Mm -hmm. The right. second point is the motivation, which is you say, well, wait a minute, why was Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac even being involved in this? And that's, again, the fault of the Republicans, I guess, because the thing about Fannie, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac is that it was a one of these horrible Frankenstein quasi-private, quasi-public institutions, which means that it's public and that it's kind of backed by the federal government and supposed to be basically an arm of the federal government, but it's private in that it's supposed to get a profit, it's supposed to turn a profit, okay? This is the unholy alliance between private and public uh, sector. And the reason Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac felt like they had to get involved in all these subprime mortgages was because they felt like the private sector was stealing the market away from them. Okay, that's how involved the private market was in this before Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac was involved. So the reason I throw this at the fault of greed and the Republicans in terms of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac is because if Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac was a purely government institution, that would mean it would not be required to make a profit, which would mean they wouldn't give a fuck yeah, if they totally. lost market share. In fact, they'd be happy about losing market share because the entire fucking point of a government institution is to fill the cracks that people fall into. That's yeah. the only reason Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac exists or should exist so yeah, no anyways there's your sitch is triggered about the housing crash for the day uh ct for one dollar says a class and s team forever by the way sitch <laughs> i can hear you smiling Creepy. yeah he gets so excited s class is the best class no so when we were playing among us when i was when I was trying to lie because I was the imposter, someone said, I know you're lying, Sitch. I can hear you smiling. What? This game so, involves lying? This game is nothing but lying, Adam. Oh, my God. I, I knew when you, do we this play? This is a game about lying and murder. I knew you would Can like we it. start now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. CT's not selling this right. Uh, Chris Jones for $3 says, uh, Thomas Sowell, I assume Thomas Sowell, Sowell wrote a good book a good and quick book on it called The Housing Boom and Bust. Well, if 
Thomas Sowell oh, really? is making the argument that's the federal government's fault. It basically makes me retroactively question everything he's ever said because that's so fucking untrue. But I whatever. will uh, look into that. I'm, you can I'm read. Adam can read tirade. it and tell me about it. Yeah. The housing boom and bust. I wonder if Sal is a partisan hack, but I don't know. Well, I mean, he's uh, he's definitely ideologically motivated. But his his argument. I, ideological motivation I have zero problem with as long as right. you're giving me the facts. When ideological motivation makes you see Kyle Rittenhouse as like a white supremacist school shooter, then yes. it's fucking like crazy town. Uh, uh, hold on, I was reading a the, bunch of it's shit. It's all the way at the bottom of the page. Yeah, what? Hold on, let me read this super chat. Vagabond666 Gmail for five Aussie dollars says, if Trump is the failed businessman squandering daddy's money, the left keeps insisting he is, why would he pay tax on operating at a loss? You see, that's the thing. That's, um, yeah, you're able to make it look like you're operating at a business loss so you don't have to pay taxes. I understand that. I know exactly what's going on. Right. No, but yeah, but he's yeah, but he's saying the left wants it both ways. I want to say that Trump totally. simultaneously yeah. is a failed businessman, so obviously then he wouldn't pay taxes because he's a failed businessman. Yeah, that's that's a fair yeah. point. That's a very fair point. The left the the left listen, the left came up with postmodernism. They don't care if they contradict themselves. That's true. They're quite true. happy to do it. They don't. Uh, they don't give a fuck about truth. Uh, Utter nonsense for one dollar says thought slime must work in a barn or something because he keeps making straw men. Oh, zinga zinga zinga! True. Got him. Very true. Got yeah. him. The whole video. Uh, Shen, Shen dupe or Shen dupe as I like to say, <laughs> for one dollar says streaming is zero sum. If it wasn't, I'd be watching Matt Christensen's stream on Sunday instead of yours. But I can't if I want to watch yours. There you well look. We're glad that you're watching us instead of Matt Christensen. Totally. Uh, no one for $5 says, damn it, Sitch, did I miss you reading my other chat? Probably. When at Whatever, I can't stay mad at you. S-Class is the only choice. But Adam is right, musicals are dumb. I do love the Lion King. <laughs> so there you go. There it is. That's hilarious. That's good. I like that. Uh, no one for $10 says, fuck, fuck, fuck. I got the quote wrong it was the united states was doomed to be a world superpower and 20 years of bipartisan has yet to fuck this up oh okay have 10 more dollars for my mistake peter is really great though i'll check it out i got him queued go. up i think i've seen some clips of this guy so cool uh, uh... $2 says election night drinking game stream. Oh, we should totally do that. Election night just get fucking wasted. I want to do a like a daisy chain of response. Like we respond to Tim Pool, you know, someone responds to us, someone responds to them. Someone On responds the election to night? Them. Or you yeah, just mean so in general? Like, it's the ultimate circle jerk. It's Everybody's true. like responding in a big jerk. fat circle. Peter Coffin could respond to us. And and uh um, Crowder could respond to him like it just go back and forth conservative liberal right. conservative uh, uh, 
95 sh- keep. Yeah. We should do. We should do. Because you know how uh, the Young Turks famously did the election night coverage, which was just them all wanting to kill themselves by the end of the night. <laughs> we should do it more like a like a reacting to people reacting to the election. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Well, even well, you could invite people on. There you go. Because people are so wound up that there's going to be like it's almost like a Super Bowl thing where you that's know that's true. One side is going to be super upset. Yep, it's kind of a human yep. interest thing. You That's know, true. I I'm not I'm not going to be upset either way, to be honest with you. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you're in California, so your vote matters. So matter. So I think you've made peace with. Well, that. I'm I'm voting for Kanye. I've already said it a million times. There you go. I'm, I legitimately am voting for Kanye. It doesn't really matter in my state, and I'm, I'm like, I'm friends with too many people who are suffering from TDS, and I'm legitimately worried about their mental health. So if it was a, if it was, if it was a, if I was in a swing state, I probably would vote for Trump just because I, I'm more nervous about Biden dying or not dying. I don't. If he dies, I'm fine with that. But if he doesn't die and he's like incompetent and some his wife is running the country that situation just terrifies me but especially Joe Biden a is a lovely person adam you're sexist you just don't want a female president well i don't even know joe biden's wife like <laughs> i'm just joking maybe she's a, like, like who knows Joe biden he's got another j name too many j's Joe biden huh Yes. Yeah. I thought it was. Is she one. is she in the KKK or anything? I don't know. I don't think she's in the KKK, but we don't know for sure. Hope not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh 95 keep five dollars says, now we see the truth. Adam likes Trump because he won a huge bet off of him. Likely made a second bet for this year. I haven't bet any money on this election, no. This election is impossible to bet. Well, it's an easy bet. Um, Hold on, because... Adam. I gotta interrupt you because someone in the chat's triggering me. What? What I got to interrupt you for a second. Agus says, Sitch failed to mention the Federal Reserve kept interest rates low. This allowed banks to accumulate leverage and credit very cheaply. The housing bubble finally popped when the Fed raised rates. So that's true. But who was running the Fed for all those years? George W. Bush. No, it was... Was it uh, a man named Ginsburg. Alan, I want to suck Ayn Rand's clit Greenspan? Greenspan, that's it. I, did I say Ginsburg? Was. Yeah. Greenspan. Yeah, so he even admitted he was wrong. He was like, and he even admitted I was wrong. I was wrong about so, all that shit. Ayn Rand so, can suck it. She gave me bad. I'm not fun. saying the government didn't play a part. I'm saying it was a lot of conservative economic policy that was the <laughs> culprit behind the 2008 housing crash. Stug for $2. I'm okay with Biden dying, Adam 2020. True. True. They, I like that. Seriously, you there are uh, structures in place for a president that dies in office. There are not good structures in place for a president that becomes no, that's a good point. senile. Because you know, then you'll know inactive. Is, right, you'll know Kamala Harris is in charge instead of his probably his uh, you know whoever heads up Joe Biden's staff would be you know, the the puppet master. Right. We are in a. And I looked into this. I looked into the transfer of power when a a president is incompetent or or mentally deficient, and it's a, it doesn't look like a smooth sail. 
in this partisan environment. That's scary. It's going to be like a power grab. Nancy Pelosi's yes. going to end up being president. It's fucking... Well, it's, I don't know how that's supposed to occur, but... Well, the way it would occur... You'd have to kill is, off the vice president, too, for, any, for Nancy Pelosi to become president. I, it's, it's a power grab. It's a crazy power grab, an unelected power grab. Right. Because everyone, first of all, these they form like committees. Committees have to come together and okay. Like the entire cabinet has to okay turning it over. You know there are going to be different loyalists, different factions in different camps. People are going to look down the road and see which way is this going. They're going to yeah, but we've had many be... a president, not many, but we've had presidents in the past either die in office or have to give power to the vice president. That's like not that's something that's already happened multiple times in American history. So we're prepared yes, for that. I just said right. that the right the situation, the crazy situation, is the Ronald Reagan situation where he goes. Oh, you're to saying declaring office. him incompetent is what you're saying. Declaring him incompetent gotcha. is the power grab. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Look, listen, he could have a stroke and and come back and say, Yeah, I have no mental deficiency whatsoever, right? Supposedly he's already had a stroke. Uh so I mean, it's like this is this we're in weird fucking territory here. It's true. They're, it's very weird. They're territory. literally running this guy who is not uh, a good candidate, not a healthy candidate, because they're thinking, oh well, he's just gonna be the placeholder when the power grab comes into play. Well, that's you can't that's say scary. There. It's not a conspiracy. Okay, this is who the people voted for. Get to blame the electorate. Okay, there was a fair primary in the primary, and in the primary, the voters chose Joe Biden because most yeah. people are stupid, and they said that's a name I recognize. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but the press did not do its job. Um, sure, sure. Like this stuff should have been front page news. Is Joe, there should have been stories like is Joe Biden uh, healthy enough to be president? Like that should the public was well, uninformed. I think on most of those. Issues didn't come up till after he had won the primary, if I recall correctly. Yeah, he's deteriorating fast. Who I don't knows? remember people saying that before, while the primary was going on. He could have had a stroke, like yesterday. Maybe. For all we know. The debate. Do you uh, think that what, what? Hold on. Is when Tuesday's the debate? <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be fun. So if we're doing a call-in stream on Wednesday, that could be interesting. Because yeah, we can talk about debate. the debate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we would do a debate stream, but we can't because we always get copyright hit if we do. We're so. going to be glued to the TV, though, on debate night. Yeah, we'll, like, we'll be watching. America is going to be glued to the, the TV. Yep. I have to run to the bathroom. See. I'll be right back. Sentry uh, for five Aussie dollars says, Sitch, I'm going to super chat you every time you mispronounce Aussie. Wait, this plan needs more work. You fell right into my trap sentry. Aussie, 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 A. Sentry for another two Aussie dollars says A team, S class, Adam and Sitch squad, ass rules. I agree. Ass rules. Yeah. For that, you get an Aussie. An Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Uh, King Dance Killer, aka Dingus McBingus for $4.99 says, what if the real housing crash video was the streams we had along the way? I like it. See, that's very true. It's very true. That is the streams we've had along the way. Uh, Vagabond666Gmail for two Aussie bucks says, 
So Pelosi could be the second female president? Yes. She could be female president right after Kamala Harris. Two ladies in a row after Nancy Pelosi kills Kamala Harris in a freak microwave accident so she can become president. Uh, Stug for $5 says, also, I wasn't really paying attention earlier, but Wikipedia says, so will blame the Bush administration and Congress members of both parties. Jive with Sitch? Sure. If that's what, sure. I agree completely. It definitely was, uh, the government was definitely respond definitely held responsibility. Sure. Uh, I'd have to read exactly what Solo was saying, but we'll let Adam read it and then he can translate it to me because I'm lazy. Whale ears for five dollars says, come on, Sitch. Everyone knows the housing crash was caused by the lizard people selling homes to buy androchrome, but they sold too many too fast. What's andro? Wait, what is androchrome? Androchrome is a chemical compound. How QAnon became obsessed with andro. Oh, it's just some QAnon thing. I'm back. Democrat. Elites are taking a psychedelic drug called androchrome. Oh God, I love. It. Have you? What was that one that's like an incense that was legal? Did they ever make that illegal? What is that? What is that? You mean salvia? Like? Salvia, yeah. Have you ever done salvia? I took salvia once. It didn't do anything, so I don't know. If really? Was... Oh yeah. my God! You must. I not saw have done some people enough. take it, and they claimed it like sent them to other dimensions. So I mean, I don't know who knows. Sent me to my bed, like hiding under the covers. Oh, really? What happened? I was watching, I think, an episode of Seinfeld, and I just started freaking out. I was like, "Oh my god, this is crazy!" Oh, you didn't like see something? You didn't go? You weren't transported to another dimension? It. I felt like it made me schizophrenic. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. It's just super paranoid. Like, oh my god, the world's caving in on me. The nothings. The nothings. Uh, why am I for $1 says, guys, not only is Biden mentally deficient, he's a total sellout. If Biden wins, there's a win for China. It's a win for the satanic pedophile vampires. It's a win for the bankers. It's a win for the military industrial complex. It will be the end of America. People were saying that about Obama. True. They were saying that if Obama was president, we were going to have a thousand years of darkness. So yeah, I don't I'm really... not convinced why am I sober that there are satanic pedo pedophile vampires rooting for Biden or that there are satanic pedophiles at all. But that's just <laughs> anyways. That was a good I liked it. That's a good way to end the stream. Is that PSA it? PSA Sitch, unsure about satanic pedophile vampires. Anyways, thank you all for coming. Thank you all for your very generous super chats. And thank you all for making it through this long journey with us. Another Sunday where we watched and listened to a really stupid person say shit that they didn't know anything about. And, but this time, it was different because they admitted they didn't know what they were talking about, but it was still fun to listen. So thank you all for coming. Hope you enjoyed it and have a happy Yom Kippur. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.